Hi everybody, just right up front, I wanted to take a minute to um, highlight in the spirit of our donation drive um, a little auction that um, friend of the show and fellow RF Jenner Single Banana is put together and is going to be kind of launching in coordination with this episode. But what he's got is a nice little Atari 2600 lot that he's going to be auctioning off on Game Gavel, and he is going to donate uh, 30% of the final auction price to the site. So very good of him to do that. It's um, got some pretty interesting Atari 2600 titles here. So um, what's going to be in the lot that you can check out? It's got Cosmic Commuter, King Kong, Mr. Do, Pigs in Space. I mean, I remember that when I was a kid. Uh, Raft Rider, Bermuda Triangle, Big Bird's Egg Catch, California Games, Challenge of Nexar. I have no idea if that sounds really cool. Crackpots, Entombed, Fantastic Voyage, Fast Eddie, Fathom, Kool-Aid Man, Oh, yeah! Uh, Kung Fu Master, Kroll, Name This Game. I mean, that's kind of funny. They couldn't even come with their own name. Uh, no Escape, Radar Lock, Racquetball, Seahawk, Sea Hunt, Blueprint, Fast Food, Midnight Magic, Planet Patrol, Robot Tank, Solar Fox, Blackjack, Centipede, Championship Soccer, Human Cannonball, Human Cannonball, only on the Atari 2600, right? Ice Hockey, Kaboom, Kaboom, of course, fantastic game. Kangaroo, Megaforce, Mega Mania, Mousetrap, Sneak and Pink, and Super Baseball. So, really nice lot there. It's great to get your Atari 2600 um, collection going, and uh, great to help out the site. So, thanks, thanks, Banana, and uh, on with the show. Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of the CollectorCast. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Glad that you guys are ready to respond. Uh, um, If if, if we're going to be keeping this, we should probably explain that uh, there's been a mystery sound that has recently been identified. (laughs) (laughs) And we're still just a little bit giggly about it. This is the second episode that I've had my new mic, and I guess I don't realize exactly how sensitive it is, so <laughs> my, I guess my stomach is rumbling a little bit. <laughs> it sounds like a baby duck. <laughs> <laughs> and I really hope a few make it to, a few uh, ducklings make it to the final show. <laughs> uh, I can edit the crap out of this thing, don't worry. Um, oh, that's so good. <laughs> welcome, everybody. As you can hear, my two co-hosts usually uh, uh, are here and uh, causing trouble, so... Um, Joining me from uh, the the mighty East Coast is um, is Bill. How you doing, Bill? Ooh, good. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Not nearly as good as you with all the Craigslist stuff, but I'm sure we'll big, get to that. Big month this month. I've been a complainer for a long time with how dry Craigslist and stores and all that stuff is, and uh, all that whining finally paid off. Yep. So that, <laughs> that, that just goes to show. Squeaky, squeaky wheel. I'm going to start whining this episode. <laughs> and um, joining me from the other end of the continent is um, is Mr. Crabmaster. Hey. Hi, Crabby. Hey. <laughs> you, are you trying to sound like, like hey, what's up? It was like, hey. like, yep. like Tonto. <laughs> uh, we're going to, we promise we're going to teach Crabby to get better at Twitter um, because we're on Twitter, right, guys? Yeah, we've had some uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, activity over there. Some decent conversations with a lot of different uh, 
ends of the collecting spectrum. A couple of uh, Famicom folks have been chatting it up with Duke, which is great. Got a couple of uh, NES uh, people, a couple of 32X, uh, you know, just random, you know, uh, retro game chat happening. Um, we're also on Facebook, but uh, our Twitter stuff uh, goes straight to Facebook, so we, it's kind of like all like a shared feed. But uh, yeah, it's just... I'll, I'll definitely have to get on there so I can try and scare off those 32X guys. <laughs> Good <laughs> job. Not, they're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're, we're like Mad Max beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. They're a passing phase anyway. They'll go away on their own after long enough. Why, yeah, Everybody not. will run out of games to collect pretty quickly, so <laughs> it's not a problem. Hey, well, there's there's fewer games for the Virtual Boy, huh? But at yeah. least it's fun, and it looks really good. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> if, red, if red is your color. Yeah, diff- different episode. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, uh, as we mentioned, we're on Twitter. We are on Facebook. Where else can people find us, Crab Master? YouTube. YouTube. Bill. Elsewhere. Where are we at? Uh, we're on Podomatic. Podomatic, and do we have like a website somewhere? Collectorcast.com. Collector, we have our own website. Collectorcast.com. Yeah, it leads you to all the great uh, places where you can find us. So people could Google us and find us. Is that the deal? Uh, I use Google. Gook web web crawler up here still. Could, yeah. You could Bing us, right? Yeah, Duke, Duke likes uh, the free Microsoft points you get using Bing. So how about how about Web Wombat? Do you guys ever use Web Wombat? Never heard, even heard of it. Never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, so give that one a shot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And um, we also call rfgeneration.com kind of our home base. And um, if you guys listened to the last episode, you you heard that we're deep into our fundraising drive for the year, and this episode is going to wrap that up. So we've got a a lot of talk today about um, our generous donors, so we're going to get into that in a minute and kind of highlight some of the stuff they picked up. We are also... um, going to have an interview coming up with uh winner of our uh, little auction that went on so what do you guys think uh you guys excited to talk to new Poy a little bit later absolutely that yeah the auction was fun that went well very much so yeah he was actually uh uh in it from the beginning like uh, like early on like a, a handful of people uh were trying to you know make it interesting but he would not be denied <laughs> he was he was ready to rock and roll mm-hmm. well good well you guys know where to find us um Check out the show. Check out the pages. Join in the conversation over on rfgeneration.com if you want to discuss the show with um, other folks that are over there. Or if you want us to talk about your stuff, you got to go over there and post, right? You gotta. We've got to know what's out there to, so we can blib blab about it, right? Yep. Small scores uh, thread is where we get most of this stuff from. Uh, right. This uh, episode, we're going to be working with our uh, donor reward levels. So not a whole ton is going to get mentioned, but that's normally where we pull from. But uh, also, you can if you write a blog about a game, make sure we know about it. And we'll pull from there. Um, there is also an eBay thread that I believe uh, Isret might be you the do? only person. <laughs> you what? <laughs> Uh, e e buy buy, it's where you can electronically <laughs> buy stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I've been on buy.com. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much where Isret talks about the Mortal Kombat purchases that he's made. <laughs> All right, he didn't donate any money. That's what we've got to cut his talk off right now. He he donates his life. <laughs> Just kidding. He's a staff member over there. So if you guys don't know, he dedicates enough of his time. Trust me. Yep, I, got, um, I, I right. got a surprise package actually uh, just going on uh, out the door for him tomorrow. Oh well, I'm sure he'll be interested. Maybe he will get that before he gets the show. So he'll he'll be a little well, retroactive. Yeah, he, he's he's like sixty or seventy miles from me, so he should get it within a day or two. No, oh, okay. Well, then he can like listen to this and, and hear about how it started. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, well, we'll get on with the show. 
All right, well, we wanted to start off, uh, again, as we mentioned, talking a lot about our donors this episode, people that really contributed. I think we had a successful donation drive, right? We did. Yeah, according to NES rules, we, we met our goal for the year. So um, if you guys are listening to this and you're not a part of the site, rfgeneration.com is completely um, driven by our users. There's no ads. There's no fees. There's no nothing. So we just do this fundraiser. And um, so, yeah, we're funded for the year. That's great news. Now, we want to take a minute to talk a little bit about our donors that are here. So we had a couple different donor levels, if you guys haven't heard the show before. Um, our minimum donor level to kind of get talked about a little bit was $5. So for $5, we we would mention their usernames on the show. And, and Bill, who's our $5 donors this time around? Oh, we had a couple of them. Uh, longtime uh, cool member, Barracuda, mm-hmm. uh, who is just such a big... Um, big fan of the song decided to make that his name as well oh, and then, i love uh, that freaking yeah. song man. oh it's great especially in i forget was it guitar hero or rock band but that is a great one to play and then yeah. we and then also uh, donating five bucks uh silver eight zero silver 80 and uh i actually did a uh, uh i had a sale with uh, silver this month and uh a newer member or at least newer to the rhn forums very good easy dude to work with appreciate it and uh thanks a lot for the five spot recommended uh that's you heard it here folks we go out there if he's got a sales thread maybe you should take a look at it i would um and then um coming up our next level was the 20 dollar level and for the 20 dollar level we made these folks maybe a little bit of a promise right crabby yeah we promised to mention every darn thing they picked up <laughs> in the small scores thread whose idea whose idea was this i'm gonna blame it all on duke <laughs> yeah, that was my that was right. my idea yeah. I will claim ownership. So Duke I do want to let you so, all know. So Duke uh, wrote a check. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I do want to mention that we will probably have different rewards next year. <laughs> but we're glad that you all helped. And we're glad to talk about Don't get me wrong. We're glad to talk about your stuff. It's a lot of fun. So who kicked in at the $20 level? I uh, had a few members. Uh, we had Mr. Retro Rage. 32X mm-hmm. for life. <laughs> what up? <laughs> uh, Wempster. Oh, Monster. good stuff this month. Can't wait yeah. to get to that. Yeah, someone that doesn't post a whole lot, but he's always around, is Bum Man. Mm-hmm. Good old great, Bum Man. Great name, too, by Bum the way. Bum Man. Mm-hmm. Um, our pinball aficionado, Single Banana. Yeah, and fellow close to being done with the NES set, Single Banana. That's true, yeah. NES, and he's a fellow Famicom guy with you, isn't he, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just a renaissance man, really. Yeah. He is. Does and it how all. Well-rounded. <laughs> And, and 2600, uh, big 2600 yeah, guy. Yeah, yes. that's true. Loves the 2600. And and our final $20 level donor was Coin Collector. Which is interesting. I don't recognize really a lot of posts from Coin Collector, so thank no. you. Yeah, it's nice to see uh, some names we don't don't see every day pop up on these donation drives. Yeah, sometimes I forget how many people are lurkers on the site or just use it for the collection tools or just, you know, kind of look at small scores and don't say anything. But there's actually a, a decent part of the uh, population of the site that don't post that often, but uh, appreciate you guys uh, chipping in. Absolutely. And then... Um, That's my yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And then for the folks that uh, donated at least thirty dollars, we came up with a, a very unique punishment for them, right, Bill? What, what's what's our what's our unique punishment for the thirty dollars people? Well, <laughs> there was a show. There was a show it, once, way back when. It was a show before a show, a dream within a dream, if you will. 
Brown Duke. <laughs> Brown Krabby. <laughs> Apparently there was a, a episode zero that's only been heard by, what, a half dozen people right now? Yeah, I probably like that. If they've wasted their time with it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I've got the link. I think it was, what was it? Was it NES Rules or was it Bickman who heard it first? NES Rules. NES, yeah. That's right. Yeah, NES Rules heard it first. Uh, one of the top dogs of the site. Uh, and uh, it was it was good enough for him to uh, uh, to authorize it to be a $30 a donation prize. So they get to hear that episode zero. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's winners. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard it. <laughs> Gotta give thirty bucks, Bill. Come on, man. This Just this was like show. this was like I, well, I'm like the Ernie Hudson of this show. <laughs> the Ernie Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Well, remember because when the Ghostbusters started, it was just three. Well, we don't have a fourth. And so then, like, I mean... yeah, but I'm not saying that I'm the fourth. I'm just saying that like there was an established <laughs> clan of of uh, of people. You know, then, I like, like to. Th- and then halfway I like to think movie, of you. Uh, I would like to think of you as the Rick Moranis. No, 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 no. <laughs> If 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 that means that I'm gonna get together with the uh, redheaded babysitter later, I'm cool with it. <laughs> just remember one word, Zool. <laughs> it just means we get to refer to you as Keymaster. As long right. as I'm, Are, yeah, I'm well, the gatekeeper. And no, then the okay, then, then no, I'm not the Keymaster. If you're the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, thirty dollar donors, Bill. Who we have? Moonraker Fats. Awesome name. Yeah, Re- really, really digging it. And then we got Engel. Big, big Full House fan. Angle 762. Right. Build Star. Which is potatoes, right? Didn't he like post that that's like it's like potatoes? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like a local like potato. It's like a brand. Yeah. So brand. why isn't his avatar Samwise, Samwise from uh, Two Towers? Potatoes. I don't watch those movies bill i'm totally lost oh they're 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 really good you should watch them the walking marathons no thanks thanks. what about oat bob can oat bob watch them oat bob can watch whatever he likes sure he gave money can also listen to episode zero with sack with sack (laughs) which i mean so wait we have potatoes we have sack we have oats we have oats (laughs) what else do we need moon uh, we need a moonraker you need an angle Oh, and and I think a Daryl Hall. Yeah. <laughs> so and then we got New Poyle, who I think we might have mentioned before uh, is the uh, was as the interview winner. Obviously, uh, uh, very nice to uh, for him to chip in with the auction. But in addition to his auction win, another thirty bucks straight to the site. Ching! So, thank you. Above, above the cod blops, above the Call of Duty. That's uh, yes. <laughs> and then uh speaking of uh super generous uh, above the call of duty uh members we got angle with a second 30 dollar donation what? man this guy's rolling in it i know good job angle seriously all right guys so for those folks you know that hit our at least 20 dollar mark we are going to talk about their goodies that they picked up since the last show and we're going to start with the ever-popular Retro Rage, right? Mm-hmm. So Retro Rage is um, doing a good thing for the world. And I want to start off by mentioning he's going after some unlicensed NES carts. So unlike the snobby people I have on the show with me... When are you going to get he... to the good stuff he's doing? <clears throat> I thought you meant yeah. by doing a good thing, he was getting them out of the way so we don't have to look at them. 
you, you hear the stuff I have to put up with people. <laughs> um, and I also will mention that the other good part is he only has one 32X cart in his entire set of pickups. It's because the rest are complete. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so for NES, he's on a, a Tengen kick, right? So he picked up... These are good, too. Fantasy Zone. Yeah. Fantasy Zone. Uh, Gauntlet. He And he got those for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So those were some loose cards. He picked up RBI Baseball. Now, there is a licensed and an unlicensed version, so he got the unlicensed Tengen cart. Yep. it's it's It sounds weird, but that's literally one of my top five NES games. That does sound weird. You're right. I love RBI Baseball. It's just one of those things. I know I, If someone said to me, what are the best NES games, I wouldn't say RBI Baseball. But if someone said, what are your favorite games, it's definitely in there. How about Skull and Crossbones? Haven't played it yet. No? No. All right, don't be a snob. <laughs> those Tengen cards. I, I own it, and I also own Rolling Thunder, the next one he picked up, uh, but those are both uh, kind of on the uh, two-play list. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rolling Thunder is really good. I used to play the arcade game all the time as a kid, and Rolling Thunder is, is really good. So, Krabby, come on, spend the $3 or whatever <laughs> and pick it up, because it is a really good game. It's what would fun. You, what would you value the arcade machine at, Duke? I would value the arcade machine at at least $300. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, my uh, local store just got one in. I think they're selling it for 400 So you could spend $400. <laughs> or or you could get the Tangan cart for like three, four bucks. <laughs> yeah, Krabby, you're talking about $400 for this machine, then probably like a grand to freight it up to you. Wouldn't you rather save like $1,700? No, I'll go for the machine. <laughs> That's like a 4,000% savings or something, right? How can you say no to that? So, so this next game... You say no to dropping oh. quarters into something, man. Oh, man. It feels great. And then you get to go get them later on because you own it. Yeah. So this next game is kind the of the, bag the, uh, uh, the, the crux of uh, a lot of uh, smack talk on the forums, I think, in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. <laughs> what? Is, is that wrong? No, no. You're okay. right. Okay. So Metal Storm. For great the game. NES. Yes. Yeah. Really and cool. I, I can't read this next thing that it says right here. <laughs> um, he went, the unfortunate part was when he found this cart, someone had written on the back. You know, it happens, right, guys? We run across this. People put things on the back. Of Absolutely. Like, like, like a, a, kid's, a kid's name. I love it when I find <clears throat> passwords for a game written on the game. Sure. <laughs> um, and But somehow, I mean, where he was at, he um, found a cart that had Zach Norch wears dresses written on the back. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't yeah. know how he did that. It might be one of those instances where you don't want to clean it. You want to just keep it. <laughs> so I really, uh, you know, it's, I don't know how you'd find that in the wild, but that's a keeper. Yeah. Right oh, yeah. There. And um, Zach Norch does that, wear dresses. That's so a, there you go. I think that's a variant. It's I common they, knowledge. I think they released it. So, yeah, I don't know why they took the time to scrawl that on a card. It's pretty. I thought everybody knew that. It's like saying, oh, the grass is green. <laughs> you got it. Now, moving back to some Tengen stuff, we've got mm-hmm. Pac-Man, right? And um, there was two versions of Pac-Man for the NES, licensed and yeah. unlicensed, but mm-hmm. it's really all the same, pretty much the same uh, thing. Yeah, and then Pac-Mania and some other, you know, other ones, but yeah, just pretty much the same stuff. And then Alien Storm, which is another Sega port. I like that game. NES. Yeah, I don't like the Master System versions, I think it's a little better, but it's not bad. And... Air Fortress, um, Bill, you might be talking more about an Air Fortress yep. a little bit later. Yep, right? picked one of those. Oh, foreshadowing. Oh. Ah. <laughs> this is an educational show. You want to write a script? This is where you come to learn how to do it. That's right. I'm going to bring it all back together in the end. 
And then lastly, another great Tengen title is Vindicators, which mm-hmm. was an arcade port. So that's a nice little fun tank game that's there. So that kind of wraps up his NES stuff. So good picks. Um, so I want to encourage you folks that unlicensed carts still need love, and there's some good fun ones out there. So don't ignore them. Yeah. I'll, I'll, they they I'll, definitely yeah. need love. Yeah, they don't They don't get as much because they're not as deserving. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I, I I will say as as not really unlicensed guy, if you're gonna go after unlicensed, those are some of the good games to go after. There are more. All right, we can get into that in another show. But go back and listen to our NES spectacular. That'll be the shortest show ever. People like it long. <laughs> this guy never stops. That's all right. We're gonna talk all about super. I'm gonna have the Super Metroid special coming up soon. So don't worry. We'll take care of it. So after that, he picked up some N64 stuff, right? Yeah, you, this yeah. this slide's pretty cool. Lots so of good he, stuff in there. What did he get, Krabby? Uh, one of my favorite N64 games ever, which is Rogue Squadron. Absolutely. Agree. It's it's awesome, yeah. Put in that expansion pack. Oh, yeah. Just watch, <laughs> just watch it go. Watch the megabytes of RAM at work. <laughs> watch the... the, the um... The fog subside slightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Perfect Dark. Most people enjoy that one. I th- and again, with the memory pack, right? So you need to use the memory pack with that one? You need it for that one, yeah. Other games like Rogue Squadron, you can play without it. Right. You need it for Perfect Dark. It cuts off like three quarters I, of the game if you don't have it. I, I don't yeah. want to go by this uh, too quickly. The The title screen of Rogue Squadron is way better with the expansion pack, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even joking. That's totally the truth. Man, that's that's real dollars at work. I used to so turn it off, pull the expansion pack out, put the jumper pack back in, turn it on, turn it off, pull the jumper pack out, put the expansion pack in, turn it on, and just go, wow. <laughs> Bill, you had a lot of time on your hands as a kid. <laughs> it didn't take that long. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else What else did he grab for N64? Um, Some quarterback club. You know, mm-hmm. They always end up in the lots. You know, you can't, can't yeah. avoid them. It's like yep. silent service. You can't Keith Courage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. Then you got Mario sixty four. Everyone uh, needs that. So yeah, it's. I'm surprised how well Mario sixty four and Star Fox have held their value. You, you aged pretty well too. Yeah. Graphics aside, yeah. Yeah, you play very good. You would think games that like are super common, like or at least everybody seemed to have when the system was out, might not be like you know command the dollars, but it still does. Yep. Yeah. So Mario and Star Fox. Um. You got the WWF Warzone. Oh yeah, Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man. I didn't even know they made Miss Pac-Man for N64. No, I haven't seen that one either, honestly. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of a pretty simple game for a pretty advanced system, but I'm gonna imagine it's probably something more than just Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, probably. Um, and then an interesting one, uh, Body Harvest. You guys played never that played one? it. No, I haven't. Played it. I haven't. I've seen it. And I, do I've you seen... harvest bodies? All day long. <laughs> so is it like just some You're just like a factory task? worker, conveyor belt. You know, <laughs> so is it like the Soylent Green simulator? Exactly. <laughs> uh, you got some Powerpuff Girls. You know, I, I haven't played the game, but I actually used to love that show, so I, really? I would definitely try it out. You're not the first person I've heard that from. It's awesome. Yeah, I've heard that people really enjoy that show. Well... After that, he, he did something uh, to reestablish his man cred, right? So we got Turok Rage Wars. <laughs> is it, Now, does that one have the cerebral bore? I don't think that one's the cerebral bore no, one. I, I don't know if it's in there either. Um, and then you got some Blast Core. Yeah. Blast Core's great. Yeah, you guys play that? Yeah, we'll play that to death. That's a yeah. rare game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not 
not as in rare as in the company. Right, correct. Like as in rare, the people who make games that are called rare. <laughs> yeah, rare usually when we're, when we're talking N64, there's really not many games you'd actually call rare. Yeah. You, ha- you have that one that Krabby complains that he doesn't have the box for. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then his last one he picked up um, is actually a really cool one, uh, Pokemon Stadium. I like it. Put a lot of time into that when I was younger. Yeah. I'm not a jo- pokey dude, so yeah, that's had the transfer pack, right? I am a pokey dude. Oh, yeah, you need the transfer <laughs> pack to get the full full experience. So you can move your Pokemans over to it? Yeah, man. Then you can battle with your other friend who's also got the expansion pack. So cost <laughs> cost a lot of money to get the setup going, but uh, it was fun. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't make the bucks. I don't judge people who enjoy their Pokemon. It's I've tried it. It's just not for me. But I'm glad that you like it. I am an old gen Poke dude. I can't keep up with all the new ones in the new series, but I like the old ones. Okay, I have a legitimate Pokemon question. Can you like bring your Pokemon from like one game into the next game? Um, no, not that no. I know of. It's in a dude. I equate to this: if you get your dude to like level. 99 in final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. and then you start final fantasy 8 is squall gonna be level 99 no but i mean like uh like every one of those games has like pikachu in it right so you right. have to start pikachu over again every single time correct they, they expand the cast in each in each game so you've got some old guys and a bunch of new guys oh okay yeah. all right well, that wrap, wrap, wraps up in... Well, he did get an N64 console also. Yes, yeah, a couple, a couple of controllers yeah. in there too. So that's good. Um, there's some now, good stuff. Now, is that just the uh, the black one or is it one of the odd colors? It was the black one. Just the regular old N64. I like that one. It looks sleek. I like it. Do you guys have a favorite color? Black. Really? Yeah, the, yeah, the original black. I, I don't want to see the guts of the thing. I like the, the hard case. You know what always uh, stood out to me was the... Uh, I might have mentioned this uh, earlier, but uh, the jungle green. I always thought the jungle talked green about the Donkey... really weird green controller, right? No, the like the the Donkey Kong pack. The, it was it was the jungle. Yeah, uh, it's like bright green. Yeah, yeah see through green yeah. system, and then like the yellow Donkey Kong sixty four controller. It just had a I don't know. I like that theme. I don't like the Pikachu one. Oh. I love that one. That that okay. I changed my answer. That's my favorite one. <laughs> I I passed I passed one of those up a little while ago. I I really want one. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I Where pass. his like foot is like the power button, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like his cheeks light up or whatever, right? <laughs> you know, how can you not like that thing? Yeah, it's ugly. <sighs> um, and then he picked up a couple uh, Sega games. Couple so... strikes. Yeah, yep, several um, strikes. If you're you're not you're not you're not safe in the city, and you're not safe in the desert. If you're Saddam Hussein, right? right basically, at the time. Well, he should have grabbed the uh, third strike on the N64 that he didn't get the nuclear strike. What about Ooh. Street Fighter Three Third Strike? Ooh, yeah. Ooh. There's a mystery one in There's there. There's got to be some bowling game with strike in the name. We could keep going. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I think we can let that one die. This is, this yeah. is one of these weird... Uh, um, this You know like how like when you find like a system, like a lot on Craigslist or whatever, there's always like one game in there? I feel like the Desert Strike and Urban Strike are always in a lot of Genesis games. Those games were so popular back in the day because, like the you know the war with Iraq had just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you thing. joked about it before, but you're right. It was that time frame. Yeah. So I mean, that was yeah, it was huge at the time. And then he went on to the uh, what a lot of people like to write the O Xbox, right? The, <laughs> the we original. Don't write it like that. 
original. I don't like that either. That when people put O X. Oh, I've never. We, I've, we do. We do good podcast writing, like B O C K S. I thought that. <laughs> I thought that was a typo. That that's what people mean by that. Yeah, they mean original Xbox. No, end it. Yeah. End it now. Yes. <laughs> o X box. Um. Yeah. That's. I'll, I'll make everyone a deal. I'll stop saying SNES if we stop typing <laughs> O X box. Oh, that's a deal. I'll take that deal. <laughs> Um, so we got um, for the Xbox first. He got he got Halo and Halo Two, right? Mm-hmm. So those are like mainstays of the system, right? Probably, probably most yep. people have that. Yep, Halo mm. still solid. Halo Two didn't like the campaign. Multiplayer is still pretty fun. Dead or Alive Ultimate. Now I didn't play this one. Never no, get into the Dead or Alive's. Noise Redux has been plugging that one for me. I'm supposed to pick it up if I find it. So I've been keeping my eyes open for a cheap copy. Okay. Really? I could he, yeah, he's, find he says, one. He says that's that's a good portal into the series like that's that's where to start is the xbox one see i played like the original saturn dead or alive mm-hmm. like man that game was great because if you crank the physics up sky high it looked like she was getting punched in the face by herself <laughs> <laughs> i want that game because <laughs> you could yeah you could like jack up the physics and just but the it, bouncing would get to this point where it was just completely ridiculous but is fun. there but is there any collision detection, or will it just not? No, it just it, it just oh. looks. I mean, it's like the most ridiculous. I mean, it's hilarious. It's just so bad, it's good. All right, to the YouTubes. There you go. Um, so look up, yeah, the original Dead Alive on Saturn. <laughs> and uh, also Avatar, and that's not Blue Avatar. That's the, the other Avatar, the Airbending right? one. Yes, cool. I don't know anything about either. Is oh, that the, was he the, the second? Was he the second awesome. to last Airbender? Yes. <laughs> okay. Who uh, was that show, guy? He didn't show get his was really game. good, but the, the all the games and like the movie are pretty bad. Except I've never if watched you, any except Avatar. If you love achievements. <laughs> it's yeah. like what, like the five minute thousand yeah. points or something. Probably. I, I, I read. I read some article that said like uh, uh, the time it takes to get to a thousand gamer score in Avatar. Uh, is about five minutes, and that includes the time it takes to unwrap the game and put the disc into your Xbox. <laughs> so apparently, like the game starts up, and you walk into a corner, and you keep pressing like one of the a, like the A or B button or whatever or whatever button is punched on your game. And the only achievements in the game are like get a ten hit combo or get a twenty hit combo, get a thirty hit combo, and then like once you get to, like a fifty hit combo, that's like the last achievement. And combos will count if you hit like a wall or a tree, <laughs> or something. So you just walk up to something and press B for 20 or 30 seconds, and you've got a 1,000 gamer score. So back when I used to care about like achievements and gamer score, and I would like, com- like compare with my friends, I refused to play that game because... I, Cheating, like I, right? I, yeah, I said, I'm not, I said, I will only do this with games that I enjoy playing. I'm never going to go out and play a game that I do not care about just for the achievements. There's way too many good games out there to waste my time on that. All right, now but, you just broke the hearts of a few people that are on the side, so... It is right, hey, you know. Hey, he doesn't mean it. He it's, doesn't mean it, it. Everybody, everybody is happy that I'm happy. Like it's <laughs> okay. personally, hey, we, we've got one reformed uh, achievement horror. Well, uh, yeah. Isrit's, uh, you know, weaning well, himself off. Well, Isrit was in a competition, right? Yeah, yeah. He did like a year long thing, and then I think Tinstar was also into it. And I oh, want to yeah. say Shadow. I don't it's, think he was competing, but I think he was still really involved in the, in right. the whole scene. All right, let's be honest. In those competitions, nobody wins, right? <laughs> yeah, I get a little jealous of my little, like, 10,000 gamer score. Yeah, but I don't I win at all because I don't get to see those guys post because they're all trying to get achievements. <laughs> so I lose. Well, Bill, I'm going to let you have this one, this next one. Go it's all you. It. It's all you. All right. I'll take the one after that. 
You guys have you guys ready? I'm I'm ready. You guys ready it. for for the risk processors? Is what bit is these risk processors? Thirty-two bit risk processors <laughs> to bring you all of the primal rage you could ever want. That's right, it's primal rage for the thirty-two X. What if what if no primal rage is the amount that I want? <laughs> if well, if you want zero primal rage, then I guess you can just keep playing Vindicators. Okay. But yeah, it's, so my boy, my boy Retro, pick sticking with thirty two X, picked himself up a primal rage cart, which is as all collectors will tell you the definitive version of primal rage i was just gonna say if i ever do get a 32x that's one of the first games i'll be picking up i love primal rage yeah it's great i, think I actually do have that you guys play it in the arcade nope no it was a, it was a, it was a fun game in the arcade i remember like see having like, I remember the monkey that the monkey that flips upside down and farts yes. Right <laughs> yes i remember playing like being in the arcade and like mortal Kombat was like still a big thing because and even though like this mortal Kombat clone or copy or whatever was in the arcade there was a crowd of people around primal rage like very briefly like everyone knew like all the moves and everything now i can't find anyone who even remembers this game in the arcade <laughs> i just remember the farting monkey that's all <laughs> that's a that's a, i think my wife said that about yoshi and smash brothers See, like grabs you and like craps the egg out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to buy the I want to buy the egg crapper guy. <laughs> you mean Yoshi? Is that the egg crapper? <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna and then, use of course, that. that's the only move that she uses. <laughs> just... And then and then you're like, oh, it's no big deal. I can beat this button masher. Why am I an egg again? <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the high quality of Smash Brothers combat right there. Oh yeah, exactly. All right, so what's up next, Krabby? The nice, sleek, and beautiful GBASP Pikachu edition. I didn't even know they made this. <laughs> I didn't either. That's pretty stylish looking. You know, the one you got's a little faded there, but uh, I can I can see the potential. That'd so probably be you, my my GBA of choice. Would you play all of the Pokemans in that particular GBA? No, I'd just play the old ones and then uh, everything else that I had on GBA, which is really nothing at this moment. <laughs> oh, shame on you. Yeah, no, not a big handheld guy anymore. And then next up, he got a Wii game, right? The hottest dance party. Hottest party. Not like mediocre or semi-decent. I feel, like this, is, DDR. I feel like this is the game you guys should have been giving crap to instead of Primal Rage. Because Primal <laughs> Rage destroys DDR hottest party. <laughs> I don't know. How have you D- ever done the, How about DDR, the DDR hottest, hottest party? party? Have, you, have you guys played DDR hottest party cross Primal Rage? <laughs> if Capcom published those games that you would actually see that <laughs> yeah no doubt um, yeah I don't really know what to say about that it's probably DDR yeah they're all the same most yeah, likely pretty much. I got nothing against it and then he picked up a I think it was sealed uh, GBA game right right that Spider-Man one yeah so too bad Spider-Man's dead now too bad but I guess he can't play that game anymore well, and the, then, uh, the Ultimate Universe is like parallel to the regular Spider-Man universe, isn't it? So he's still alive there, isn't he? I seriously don't know crap about Spider-Man. Sorry. Yeah, I, don't I think reach... that's how it works. I'm not, not too sure though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Like that Shattered Dimension. Like tried to explain it to people, but uh, yeah, I don't read the comics, so I'm not as in tune with that story. There's only one superhero that matters to me, and that's the best one. So we'll Batman. move on. The that's one? No, 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 one, no, no, no. The one who lost to Batman? No, 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 no. Yeah, no he's no, pretty no. cool. No, no, no. He's probably the second or third best. No, no, no. 
<laughs> and um, finally, to wrap up Retro Rage, uh, for the Game Boy, he got, um, again, back to Pokemon, right? Pokemon yeah. Blue. Pokemon the best, the best Pokemon, in my opinion. Now, what's the really? difference between red and blue? What's the difference? Well, There's a few dude, different one of them is red catch. and one of them is <laughs> oh, blue. come on, Bill. <laughs> uh, the plastic, yes, okay. Both of them have about 15 to 20 different Pokemon you can catch in them. So mm. you can only catch like 135 in the one game out of the 150. So you need to trade those other 15 from the other game to, to actually get the whole 150. Oh, so was it like to use like a link cable or something? Yeah, it was like a marketing thing back in the day to get your friend to buy a copy, the other copy, so then you could trade back and forth and both complete your Pokedex by uh, by sharing. So is that so, why so there's wait, So like... wait, Krabby. So, so, I'm just, so just I want to clarify here. So in order for you to get a, a complete like collection of Pokemon and Pokemon Blue, you needed the DLC from Pokemon Red? Basically. <laughs> All right. yeah. Um so I I guess is that why they still do that now? That's like Pokemon White, Pokemon Black. Yeah. Do they yeah, still the do same that? Thing. Yeah. They like the, you're not missing out on anything. Like if you like uh you'll have a fire guy in one game, it'll be just a different fire guy in the other game. So you still have the same uh same kind of characters to collect, but if you're just one of those guys, like a completionist who wants them all, yeah, you need access to both. And Pokemon is basically um, Skylanders Jr. Is that the deal? I, I can't no, answer I, that because I, I, I don't I would flip that them. around. I'd say the Skylanders is the junior version. It's got a lot less depth to it than Pokemon. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But the, the similar kind of stuff, though? Collect a no. bunch of stuff? You got. You actually got to go find them and uh, weaken them, and then capture them in Pokemon or Skyliners. You just buy it, and you got. <laughs> That's the modern society we live in. Just go yeah. buy it. Like, oh, no, don't, so, don't waste yeah. your time. So Skylanders is the microtransaction version of Pokemon. Oh, I, I wouldn't even call it micro. It's like a macro transaction. <laughs> Ten bucks a pop for some of those things. So. Oh, so you're talking about each? So there is literally zero way to get a Skylander without having the thing. Oh yeah, you you need him on the portal at your house. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Has yeah. has anyone figured out what the frequencies are and tried to <laughs> counterfeit? Like put like you put it on like an SD card, put that on the portal, and then like your dude comes up. Oh, we're gonna have to ask Zagnorch about that. Uh, I bet he probably knows. Like- some kid that's like dad works at NASA that's doing that, so he's probably like you know created uh, a new uh, awesome uh, Skylanders. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need to buy you all those figures here. Let me just reprogram this yeah. for you, Dad. This oh, is dad. A, d- yeah, this is a nickel. No, this no, no. Sucks. That's Rogazor. <laughs> <laughs> is that the that's the name of the guy, right? Rogazor. Okay, let's keep going. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> so up next, uh, we have Wimster. Now, I don't know where Wimster comes from. But I always think Webster, like the old TV show. Am I the only one? Yes. You're the only one, yes. I think that was a little before uh, Bill and Mai's time. You should be oh. singing that Melissa Etheridge song, Am I the Only One? And then you would know that, yes, you are. Okay. No, I won't. But let's let's move on. <laughs> Um, so he got um, back to the N64 again, some N64 carts. Uh, yeah, a lot of carts that are kind of mainstays of the system. Uh, pretty decent games. You got Ready to Rumble, uh, Cruisin'. Was, uh, do you remember if it was USA or World? I don't remember. I, I looked at the picture. I can't remember. Um, NFL Blitz, which um, of all the, the systems I played Blitz on, I think I played it the most on N64. And I don't know if it's just because that's what we had, but... Uh, I like Blitz, and I'm not even a football guy. You guys play Blitz? I've actually heard that from other people, too, that that's, that's the way to go if you want to play some football in the year N64. I think I played it in the arcade a few times, but 
That's right. It was in the arcade. So uh, NFL Blitz, and then uh, I never what tw- Twisted Edge. What's that? Snowboarding, isn't it? Skydiving, snowboarding. I never played it. Snowboarding. Are you skydiving no out of a helicopter and then <laughs> snowboarding like in 1080 or like in uh, SSX uh, three? I played it once, but it's been so long that mm. I cannot remember. Does it bother anybody else that we have a whole genre dedicated to snowboarding? Uh, I uh, it doesn't no, bother it doesn't cause... bother me. I, I'm very able to ignore a large group of games that I don't <laughs> care to. I'm, I'm very well, much like if you love it, great. I'm glad that there are snowboarding games out there for you. But every time I try to get into one of them, I can't do it. I blame like it all on other... ski or die. It's like any other genre, you know. There's there's a couple gems that do it right, and then there's just a buttload of crap. Yeah, Spe- <laughs> a buttload yeah, spe- of crap. Speaking yeah. of uh, speaking of genres that uh, I love ignoring, these next two games fall uh, squarely into that category. <laughs> well, what do you like to ignore? I and and again, I, I know I I hate sounding like a hater and a whiner, and then when I listen to these episodes, I'm like, wow, I hate everything. But <laughs> I'm, I feel like no too. crabby hates everything. I yeah. like so much, but on these podcasts, I feel like it's such a yeah. I know, stingy I, I, old man. I've I met I have a friend who I met just a couple of years ago, and like when I first met him, I was like, yeah, I think there's way too much negativity out there. And I really <laughs> try to be positive and like really like try to give everything the benefit of the doubt and stuff. And after hanging out with me for like two weeks, he's like, you're full of crap. You hate everything. <laughs> so Jan and Rain. Man. Yeah. So, so NASCAR Rally Challenge 2000. If you were a NASCAR fan, that is awesome. I'm glad that you're into NASCAR. I, I, I don't get it. It's, it's. I, I've tried. I love Days of Thunder. Thank you for that. The movie, <laughs> the film. I was say the the great NES game. No. <laughs> I love the film. I, I can't get into it. And then the next one I was referring to is Supercross 2000. Supercross. A game that was so good. It was better that, than regular Cross that, 2000. That, that no more Supercross games were ever produced. <laughs> it's, you know, that's, that's a, we'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the <laughs> edge. The edge, edge, edge. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. How come there's no, like, I know there's like a handful of monster truck games, but how come, like, like they never catch on, and then like seven years go by, and someone's like, <laughs> "We should try that again." <laughs> Let's make yeah, like, another monster truck game. I seriously don't know if it's like the same guy in your area that does these voices, but like for these <laughs> motocross, supercross yeah, things, yeah, yeah. like the announcer that does it around me is like that the most deep, gravelly voice in the world. It's like <laughs> uh, supercross. <laughs> you mean like on the on the radio? You mean like radio ads? No, I mean, like, this dude sounds like, I mean, like, literally, like, his voice sounds like rocks. I don't know how you could get any lower. Um, and then he got one last one, uh, which I think we talked about a minute ago, which is yeah. Army Men Sarge's Heroes. Uh, uh. I, I mentioned, I think, off air that when I was, like, working at Babbage's around the time that this game was out, like, I remember this game always being around. Whether it was like, you know, we had new copies, we had used copies, people traded it in. Uh, I just remember yeah. seeing this game everywhere. And I didn't know Army Men were that popular. Army Men was like a thing for a little while and yeah. then, oh, really got oversaturated. Do right after think... Toy Story came out, there yep. was like two or three years where they, you saw Army Men things all over the place. Yep. That's what I was going to say is I think Toy Story kind of brought them back. It's like, oh, the little green guys, let's do that again. Yeah. And it, if I, am I wrong? Wasn't it like the 3DO company or something yes. that did all those No, you're abs- absolutely right. Uh, it was a 3DO software company. Yeah, it's like the leftovers of the totally botched 3DO system. Okay, no. now we're going to do some totally botched games on top of it. <laughs> Great, so, thanks, world. So speaking of uh, uh, Duke is uh, not thrilled with the snowboarding genre, 
Wemster yes. went ahead and uh, and uh, uh, picked up on that uh, subliminally and picked up 1080 for the N64. <laughs> the N66, you mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's too better. You know what? It's, that joke doesn't work on radio when no one else can see that uh, someone misspelled N64 in the list that we have written here. I think if they if they listen to the last episode yeah, with Miss Missley Command <laughs> and trick time. shot trick shotting, yeah. I think they can pick up on that one. Okay, yeah. but 1080 is awesome. 1080 is a lot of fun. No, am I, I the only I, one? I never I, played it. I never again, played again it. I I know. Like I remember when it came out, and like I had friends who had it. Like, oh, you gotta try this. It's great. And I remember not being very good at it, and like going up in the air, and then like moving, and then falling when I went down. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. You have to like make a conscious effort to make sure that you're gonna be in a good position to land when you land. Okay, let me try this again. And I would build it some momentum, and then fall. And I just felt like I just want to play a game. <laughs> where I don't have to worry about that, so oh, I'm sure it's great if you like that, that kind of stuff. But I just never got into it. Does, does it have the skate or die song at the front? I would play that. Nice, yeah. decent. Ten, eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we played a lot of that when I was a kid, um, and it was so fun because uh, you could just jump like off the ground. You wouldn't need to be moving or hitting a jump or anything. Mm-hmm. And as long as you hit the button inputs to do the uh, whatever move you're trying to do before you landed you'd keep doing it. So <laughs> I, I figured out you could do 1080s, which is the highest scoring move in the game, just off a regular jump. And yeah. so my friends would be skiing down, you know, hitting the half pipes as high as I could, and I'd just be jumping and doing 1080s <laughs> the whole way down. And I have like 10 times their score at the bottom. It's awesome. I remember like a well, similar thing in uh, Tony Hawk when I figured the manual out and how I could do one trick from the beginning of the two-minute run until the end. <laughs> and they're like, 44 million? What the hell is your problem? Yeah, yeah it was just like that. <laughs> All right, and then he picked up, um, <clears throat> no offense, but the wrong version of Street Fighter Alpha 2. He picked talk- up the PlayStation version. He did the get the PlayStation version. The real version is the Saturn version. Right. Yeah, definitely. I've got but that, that one's one. okay. If you like not as good versions. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's kind of like, remember when uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, remember when Marvel vs. Capcom, uh, uh, it was one or two, it was one, came out on uh, the PlayStation and the Dreamcast? And the PlayStation couldn't handle, like, switching characters. So, like, uh-huh. all it would do was, like, he would come in for, like, his quick little attack and then jump out. And it's like, no, wait, I wanted to actually switch to him. No, sorry, the system can't do that. So it, RAM, man. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, at least the Street Fighter Alpha 2 for PlayStation isn't, like, not the right game. It's just not a, a, the better performing game. It is not. But it's okay. I'm yeah. not trying to beat it up too bad. But if you're going to go out and buy it, find the Saturn version. Right. And uh, boy, he got um, some stuff from Goodwill, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. When, I don't when ever he find anything there. exactly, yeah. I mean, it was just uh, while he was on break from work, he popped over and grabbed the Tekken Two uh, Greatest Hits, and then I think on the same trip he went to uh, I forget the name of the store, like a million books or buy a million books or something like that. But he got a hardcover Twilight Princess Collector's Edition guide. Very cool. nice. Yeah, it is very cool. It's I remember, uh, you know, there's some guides or like most everything out there that says collector's edition, but then there's like 40,000 of them Like when you go out. This yeah. is one of those things that I really only saw one or two of when it hit the stores. Very nice, very nice. And um, coming up, he picked up one for the, how would you say that, Bill? The What system is that for? You mean the Super Nintendo or the SNES? Yes, that's yes. the system I'm referring to. The Super... To. Good Super job. Nintendo system, uh, F Zero, which um, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of games that people say you have to have, but if you're gonna get a Super Nintendo, you really should have a copy of F Zero. That's another one I never 
never thought of as a staple of the system. I'm not uh, very I, good at it. Well, remember remember when I mentioned Extreme G and you didn't like that either? Oh, is, oh boy. Is it, yeah, is it just I, the fact I like that... Extreme G. I just don't think it's a staple of the system it's on either. No, I, well, I didn't say Extreme G's a staple, but I'm just trying to figure out, do you not like fast-paced racing, like Wipeout-style games? Oh, no. I, oh, I like F-Zero. I like Extreme G. They're not things I recommend to most people, and they're not gotcha. things I consider you need to have on those systems. Gotcha. Now, but even even though it has the Super FX chip? Especially because it has the Super <laughs> FX chip. Now, F-Zero is... It's so cheap. Why would you not have it? I mean, it's a good yeah. game. That's like a $5 game. And uh, you know what I like? You know what I really liked about it growing up is that it was difficult. Yeah, it is tough. I I liked that it wasn't like hold the gas, keep going forward, and you're gonna win. It was no like you're learning the track gonna... exactly. You're pr- where's those that's... healing pads? Where's those boosters? Where's exactly. the jumps? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I thought that you'd like it, crap, because you love pattern recognition. Why well, do like, love uh... it? I spent so much time on the uh, GameCube one too. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, I I love the series. It's just not something I consider staple of the consoles around. Yeah. Interesting. And, and think about this. If we didn't have this, um, we would never have all the Captain Falcon memes that are out there. <laughs> so that would be a real blight on society. Oh, it yeah. would be. And then um, back to Perfect Dark again. Right? Yep. Complete Perfect uh, uh, Dark. Yep. And I, uh, uh, Perfect Dark is one of those weird ones that, like, I know, like, GoldenEye was huge and everyone was looking forward to Perfect Dark. Um, I didn't really spend a whole lot of time on Perfect Dark when it no, was out originally. We're the same way. We we played it for like a couple of weeks, and then we went right back to Goldeneye. Yep. Really? Now, I play the crap out of Perfect Dark. Now, that one required the expansion pack too, right? Yes, you had to have the expansion pack for that. Did it well, come with it? Not, I don't think you had to have but to play most of the game, you had to have it. Yeah, you oh, could only play like single player, like two point without the pack. Like It was really, really botched yeah. without it. Yeah. But you had a... A laptop gun, man. Come on. <laughs> that a was, laptop that gun. That was too cheap. It made multiplayer annoying. Like, it was fun in single player, but in multiplayer, you just had these turrets running all over the place. It was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I got to say, this is uh, one of my favorite pickups. Actually, there's next two things that he got have uh, are some of my favorite pickups this month. Um, just for my own personal, you know, tendencies and everything. But uh, Now, wait, uh, wait, Bill. Now, you're really yeah. that excited that he got some DDR mats? Nope. <laughs> no, in fact, that's the last we can mention them for the rest okay. of the show. No one else is going to say the words again. So uh, this is actually something that I've asked my wife for. You know when you hint at your your husband or wife? Uh, well, I assume women do it with their husbands. Uh, no, they just come like, straight out and tell like, you. Oh, like, wouldn't this be a great thing? Like, this would be such a great gift, wouldn't it? The Zelda Historia that has just recently been released. I think Amazon has it for around 20 bucks. It's really not bad. It's this, uh, you know, everyone probably already knows, but it's this hardcover, uh, really, really handsome edition. Uh, it's pretty much like the Zelda encyclopedia. Um, it's got the full uh, uh, history of Hyrule, the timeline of all the different, uh, you know, Zeldas and Links through the ages, whether or not Ganon and Ganondorf are the same people or uncles. Um <laughs> Uh, all, all that stuff. I can't wait to get my hands on one if my wife can hear me for Valentine's Day. That'd be great. She doesn't I'll listen just, to the show, so I have to say it really loud while I'm recording. So I'll just wait until it's all updated on the Zelda wiki. And then yep. I can use it for free. <laughs> yep. And, and then you can just download the ROMs for the rest of the games you're looking for. Oh, be... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so as, uh, apart from the Zelda Historia, which uh, very nice job there, um, picked up a very nice looking uh, Sega Nomad box. Uh, he did mention that there's not a system in there, but uh, uh, the guy he bought it from, 
He said he's hoping that guy will come across that box. Um, but it did actually have the rechargeable battery pack, uh, which is kind of a, a very nice thing to have since the system, I want to say, takes six AA batteries at a time. Or is it more? Ouch. I don't is know. It, is it I, eight? It's either, it's either well, six or eight. I hope not. I'll eight. be honest. Um, I don't ever use mine without AC power. <laughs> so uh, I don't remember. I think it's six. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, if you want to be awesome and, like, take it away from your house and go on a plane or a bus and play Shinobi 3 uh, on battery power, then, yeah, it's a good thing to have. So, yeah, there's Nomad actually, Box, very cool. There's actually a guy I, I saw online that um, he mods, he does the screen mods for Nomads, but he also mm-hmm. does a battery pack mod. So, he takes those um, original, like, either the one with the batteries or the rechargeable one, and he puts new lithium-ion batteries into a better life. That's pretty and, cool. And um, if he does both those mods, because the screen pulls less power, and he said you can get some really good life out of it if you do the full mod. So it's kind I of would, I would, I would love that guy's info to be in the show thread. If I can track <laughs> it back down, I will do so. <laughs> so on top of the Nomad box, uh, uh, figured he'd pick up some Genesis games while it was over in Nomadland. Uh, so uh, uh, was it NFL Primetime, uh, Pitfall, Gauntlet Four, Fatal Fury, uh, which is a good one, uh, the uh, Sega Six Pack. Sonic mm-hmm. 1, Sonic 2, which you're going to find with every Genesis, Risk, Shadowrun. Now, uh, this Shadowrun is different than the Super Nintendo Shadowrun, right? I've heard I do that believe they are different games. Yeah, have you guys played either one? I played the I Super do. Nintendo one years and years ago. Same I thing. I played, I played the, the Super. I don't think I've ever played the Genesis one. And then, and the, then real, the, real, the real sharp one is the next one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you want to go ahead and take this one? Oh, yeah, we're so out of time. You... Oh. <laughs> and uh, the next one he got was the very excellent Shining Force. Looks like he got a nice, very nice boxed copy of that. Um, I can never praise Shining Force. At least the original Shining Force is enough. So Shining Force 1, 2, and Shining Force CD, and then the Game Gear games, really fantastic. So I would ridiculously encourage people to play those. Now, I know you're big on the Shining Forces and the Fantasy Stars. If you had to mm-hmm. choose, which one are you going after? Fantasy Star, I'd have to. Really? I'd have to. Which is a shame, but yeah. (laughs) And you know what else? You know what else is a shame is picking up a loose Genesis cart. That is a shame. I don't like to do that (laughs) at all. Do you? Oh, actually, you know what? I actually I feel really bad about this. Uh, uh, I had a trade with the techie, who I'll talk about later in this episode because he sent me some stuff. But I sent him a complete game that's uh, on the semi-rare side, not like super rare, but. Uh, I get a I get a message from him that says, "Hey, dude, the cart doesn't work. I cleaned the hell out of it. It's not working." I was like, "Oh crap!" So I am doing it? I'm doing it's Ghostbusters. Oh no! Yeah, so I'm doing my best to find him a replacement Ghostbusters cart or give him something of equal or greater value. But uh, I mean, he's a cool guy, so it's not like he's like coming after me at night uh, to hunt <laughs> he knows me down where you or live. anything. Exactly, he does. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you, so you should I see the PMs he's sending everyone. <laughs> Where can I find this chump? Yeah, this guy's a shame me, because this, yeah, guy, this guy sent me somewhere. rotten cheese in a box, and he thinks it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is. It's a uh, uh, and I felt bad about it, and uh, so I'm. Uh, that's you know, shouldn't make fun of people for buying loose carts because that's why I need to buy that loose cart. <laughs> there you go. So somebody talk to Bill. Help help him out. Help Techie out. Right. Help or who me else? help tech. Either. There you go. <laughs> and, and then, then uh, ma- yep, he makes it up with the. Now, are you guys? I know you guys really aren't PC people. What's a PC? So, have you heard of this StarCraft joint? Politically correct. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I oh, know oh, how wait, to make oh, wait, oh, wait a minute, easy. wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you guys familiar with StarCraft 64? Yeah. I know Ooh. that game. <laughs> this is the shirt from StarCraft 64. Oh, okay. Good shirt, right? Good shirt. Yep. The Great alien shirt. face, right? The alien face? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, right, Webster, on. So, yeah, Webster, appreciate, our... uh, appreciate the donation. Thank yeah. you. So we're on our, what, our third donor now? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bum Man, yeah. And I actually had to ask Duke um, what the heck this lot was. It's not something I'm familiar with. Um, so what the heck is a cocoa lot, Duke? Oh, the cocoa. So um, the cocoa is the um, happy moniker that people would rest for the Tandy Color Computer. So cocoa for color computer. Okay. So it was one of those early, earlier computers, you know, before the oh, I get Sanders it. Cocoa. Get it? Because a color I computer. Color computer. <laughs> You're a swift one, Bill. Fast on the there. uptake. <laughs> and, uh, but it was one of these old, you know, took carts and uh, took everything else. So he got uh, a bunch of Cocoa games, right? Yeah. Yep. He, he, he started started off with CoQ. <laughs> CoQ. And then, he, and then he got Mobby. And then he got Pabu. I, I get what you're trying to do with, with the shortening of the words, but what are you talking about? Uh, I, I get ya. With the Maybe Coco's you got Duda, <laughs> Kobo, Do of Da. Come on. <laughs> Let me help you guys out. Color cubes, math, bingo, panic button, which sounds much more interesting than it probably really is. <laughs> Lifeline, Dungeons of Daggerath. Boy, that sounds pretty cool. That does sound awesome, actually. Color baseball, which does not sound cool at all. Um, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You have to slow down it, when you say wait that. Wait a minute. Would anybody buy black and white baseball? It's <laughs> the no, color I, computer. But, okay, just be really careful. Color baseball. Yes. Not, not colored baseball. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Well, I'm just saying, because we got Jackie Robinson coming up. The anniversary was like the other day, right? I really know what the heck you're talking about, Bill. Sports <laughs> references. Is is you this the, is this the is this the ball game where the color barrier is broken? I uh, just, I think I understand. Tutor, let's let's, <laughs> yeah, let's forget about him here. Roughly, Bill, you're making some sort of sports analogy, which I understand. But um, yeah, let's the move, wrong let's move on. <laughs> yeah, um, typing tutor, which yeah, it sounds horrible. Um, Polaris, which that sounds hey, kind of cool. I actually liked some typing tutor games. Okay, yeah. probably not that one. Though, I don't I know. We had, we had an old is... one on a computer, like a, oh, I don't even remember what kind of computer it was. It was older than a 286, because we upgraded to a 286 after. And that we was a typing tutor game, played the heck out of that thing. 8088? Yeah. Is that what you typing had? Typing tutor is awesome. Do you, do you play the typing tutor game where like there's like letters falling, attacking the city? And yeah, you have to, it's like the... shooting missiles up at the yep. letter words. When I you love them. typing tutor. And then the, the one word runs across the screen horizontally and plays like the horse race song. Hey, you know what, guys? I picked up a typing game. And so, you know, we're going to wrap back around to that towards the end. So okay. More for it. Yeah, what do we call that device, Bill? A Polaris. The Polaris, yes. And then, I mean, this is, I mean, it's checkers and crosswords. All right, what are you going to say? It's checkers yeah. and crosswords. It's no Othello, that's what you say. There you go. Not it's, no, you. It's, it's, no, it's no video checkers for the 2600. It's no, it's not, it's no Papa Crab's sleepy tonic or whatever, right? Yeah, now with more Othello. 
<laughs> so let me, let me take this next one because you guys have no idea what it actually no sorry duke knows what yeah, it is i was gonna say i know what mac os is there you go but even though it's a computer <laughs> i i use macs all the time i'm on a mac right now huh. it's a good thing the stomach grumble model <laughs> there you go picks up everything and then uh boy you got kind of just some assorted stuff right so yeah, a little uh, all over the place there there's another sports reference, Bill. You're probably about as close to the sports person as we got on the show. So what is that? I don't know if it's a sports. Re- it's a sports game. It's NBA yeah. 2K12. It's what, the game. What's, what's it's Umba the game that about? told. Uh, it's the game that told EA to stop trying to make games because we're the only ones doing it. Ah, okay. All right. So it's the popular one. Is that it? Yeah, I, I guess the the story. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this as non-sports game fans, especially, but a couple of years ago, I've actually um, heard a little bit about this. I think. Yeah, a couple of years ago, NBA, uh, like the NBA Live series, um, went through like a reboot, and I think EA was going to call it like NBA Elite or something like that. And uh, it was like I think they were actually pressed and like you know actually physically available, and then like EA decided this game is really freaking bad. We have to pull the plug, <laughs> so they so they canceled it. And then I think like they said there's not going to be released this year. And then the next year, same thing happened. Like it kind of got close to release, and they were like, "We're we're not even going to do it. Like it's I'm, we're telling you, it's no good." Yeah. And it's been like two or three years since EA even bothered to release a game because 2K is so bananas good. Yeah, NBA Elite 11 on the PS3 is like hundreds of dollars if you can find a copy. Like it's so right, obscure. Right. That's yeah. the one that was pressed, but was it's kind of like the stadium events of the uh, of the PS3. Yeah. Like so it let was me. Pressed, it was. Yeah, go ahead. My question is, why wouldn't EA just do what EA always does? Why wouldn't it just totally buy the NBA license and put whatever crap it wanted and make people like it? Yeah, it, it, that's something people have brought up because, like, in the NFL's case, how EA has like the exclusive rights to the NFL and all yeah. the other games are like all-star team play football. Yeah, type yeah, stuff. horrible. Right. Um, yeah, but basically. yeah, it's it, it's weird. But like, I guess you know, Two K has done a really good job at uh, like kind of like I guess proving their product to the NBA and saying, listen, you want your name associated with this product, and that's why the NBA probably hasn't uh, a license, uh, you know, given the sole license to you know EA. There we go. Now, um, something that sometimes goes along with basketball uh, is the next thing. Oh, you're going to have to edit that out. There's there's, there's my segue. True (laughs) crime for the X-Pac. Oh, it was good. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. And And, and then then maybe... Maybe something else that could also sometimes go along with the yeah. NBA. No, and then the next one is uh, uh, is uh, nightclubs when uh, NFL players get out. We got Big Game Hunter. Big Game Hunter. They got their the guns in the clubs. Too. They don't even know they got them in the club. There you go. And um, and I then said we weren't. I said we weren't talking about this anymore. They paid what? money, Bill. They paid money. Good money. So Five DDR DDR Max Two. It. How is that uh, better? Is that different? Just different songs, right? Is that the deal between all the different games? Different songs? Maybe it's I, slightly more maximum than the first one. <laughs> the, the, the the only redeeming feature about all the DDR games is the ridiculous, uh, like just like Japanese names. pop. Well, just like uh, DDR Max, DDR Universe, DDR Ultra Mix, DDR Mega Supersonic Ultra Max Mix. Like just <laughs> the people naming. Like I know every game has like you know weird names for sequels, but the DDR games are special. Oh, yeah. Very good. So when are we going to see, like, DDR Ultra Max 64? Oh, that, that came, yeah, that came out on uh, 32X. <laughs> <laughs> and then coming up, um, Crash Nitro. Was that, that was the Crash 
Bandicoot it was a racing, racing one, game. Right? Yep, yeah. that was the Crash Kart racing uh, copy. Yeah, because like at that point in time, everybody had to have a kart game, right? Yep. Did yeah. anyone play any of those kart copies? No. I didn't play Mario a single kart. one. That's it. I've Mario never kart. played a Crash game, honestly. You're not missing much. Yeah, I can't imagine you would like that. They're not bad, but I can't imagine you would find anything special about it. Yeah. They're, 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 they're kind of, you know, point A to point B platforming, but nothing really super special. Um, I feel like Sly Cooper, if anything, is is more worth, you know, uh, revisiting from that era of platformers. Right. Does he have a kart racing game? You know what? I don't know. He does have a, he uh, like a fighting game now, though, isn't he in that all-star battle royale? Oh, yeah, I heard about that game. I'm, yeah. It's not my kind of jam, so I haven't paid attention to it, but I'm pretty, he's got to be in it. I think he is. Yeah. Now, I have and, to apologize a bit to Bum Man for this next one. Um, he had a picture of a few Game Boy games. So I couldn't quite make out the one in the middle, but I, he definitely had some Hot Wheels and some Mickey Mouse in there. Couldn't... And what is your best guess at that other one? Wrestling. <laughs> WWF. <laughs> no, wrestling yeah. brand, wrestling. Oh, well, it'd be pretty sweet if it was My Little Pony. It was like a black cartridge. And... <laughs> <laughs> it would awesome. be like the Brony wrestling game. Yeah, there you go. Man, and is V is VTech this thing that uh, it's kind of like a you like buy it at like uh, Toys R Us and it's like for like younger kids video games? Yeah, they're okay. they're mostly like learning games. Gotcha. Yeah. Is, so, is it kind of is is that a different thing than Leapfrog or Leapster or whatever it's called? Different brand, but same idea. It's like okay, you know, teach kids simple math and reading skills and stuff like that. Cool. So, bum man, you should contact Nine Tail Demon Fox. He might be interested in your. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I stuff. think one of them actually was a Bratz game, so that's. Like a Cha-ching. grail for him, yeah. <laughs> now, these next ones I did think were pretty cool, and he picked up some really nice boxed uh, 5200 games, right? Yeah, they look great. Yeah, that's probably because nobody, I, nobody I, wanted yeah. to play them. but <laughs> <laughs> he, got, um, he got Jungle Hunt, he got Star Trek, Choplifter, Super Cobra, and Gyrus, which Gyrus, Gyrus is cool. is a cool game, yeah. That's pretty cool. And um, the one I am honestly the most jealous of that I would really would if I found it, you better believe I would pick it up in a heartbeat. <laughs> he picked up um, a Bionic Commando lunchbox. Still in the wrap. Where did this thing? I've never seen this thing and, before. Now he he pointed out too. This is not like an old '80s lunchbox. This is a 2002 lunchbox. But if you look at the art, the art is all from the NES. Yeah, it's classic art. Yeah, it's Bionic awesome. Commando. Yeah. I think there was like a, a lunchbox like craze or, yeah. or like a, like a, they kind of hit like uh, right around that time period where all of a sudden not only lunchboxes were cool, but like people were kind of like collecting them. So whenever anything <laughs> becomes collectible or like, you know, the dollars go up, like, you know, I don't think they were they were made as counterfeit, like trying to fool anybody. They were just, hey, lunchboxes are hot. Let's put some more out. And a lot of lunchboxes came out around that time. There's an old episode of Family Guy that you make me feel like every once in a while. Where they're like making fun of like Iran, where they're like, you know, saying how they're cool because they got these awesome 1980s tapes in that day. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like the lunchbox craze was quite recently here. It wasn't way yeah. back in 2002. It, it was like three or four years ago. And I saw them in a whole bunch of stores. I, I feel like we're really <laughs> behind up here sometimes. Oh, I get it. So you're the Iran in this we're case. We're Iran, yes. Okay. <laughs> you make me feel like Iran. <laughs> oh, episode title. There we go. <laughs> so, um, no, as soon as you do that, I'm going to think of that song. Oh, Iran. Iran so far away. Yep. 
We're old. Uh, are we thinking yeah, Flock of old. Seagulls there? Or what? Yeah, we're yeah. Flock <laughs> of okay. Seagulls. I do know that can, one. So can we do, we just, can we do some, we should do some men at work also. Oh, we just yeah, alienated like probably half, half the listenership. Yeah, because they ran out to get sweet haircuts. <laughs> um, all right, so that wraps that wraps Bum Man up, right? Thanks, Bum Man. <laughs> Wiped Thanks. and done, we, hey? We appreciate it. And um, next up is uh, a frequent guy over on RF Channel. We talked to him a lot, and that's Single Banana, right? Oh, yeah. Single ban- yep. You know very what I was kind of a, a little surprised about, to be honest with you? No. I'm surprised that we didn't see more bids from Single Banana on the interview auction. Well, I don't know if people actually know the history of Single Banana with the <laughs> RF Generation Collector cast. May, may I? You may. All right. Very briefly. Um, as most people who have been listening to the show since day one, and now some of our new donors, day zero, know... Uh, it was originally Duke and Krabby decided to get together, ask uh, uh, NES Rules if they could, you know, do this podcast, put it on the on the site, and uh, several uh, awesome users reached out to Duke and Krabby and let them know, hey, I think the show is terrific. If I can ever be involved in any way, let me know. I'd love to help out. Uh, whatever you need me to do. And s- two of such users were myself and Single Banana. Mm-hmm. They were uh, uh, Duke and Krabby reached out to them and said, "Listen, that you you two have both uh, <laughs> uh, uh, shown interest in helping out with the show. Would either one of you be interested in you know maybe jumping on and you know saying a few words with us?" And I said, "Oh, of course, it would. That'd be great." So and what we did was we put them in a pit with spears, <laughs> <laughs> and then we and reenacted then I, that Star Trek episode. And then I killed the Rancor, <laughs> and now I'm here. Uh, but no, so so I get like whatever it was. Like Rich was busy that day, or he couldn't do that weekend, or whatever. So I just ended up, uh, you know, coming out of uh, a show to do an interview. And then the next week, I just happened to be around. And then it's like that guest who won't go home. We like, just like, couldn't scrape him off our boot heel. Yeah, they're at they're at your house, and then oh, I'm not getting rid of this guy. So. So you all, everyone out there, if if uh, if Single Banana was around that weekend, this could be a totally different show. This could be the Collector Cast with Banana. Yep, with extra with extra nanners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, sure maybe you... at some point in time we'll have him on the show, but I kind of I kind of thought he maybe would uh, you know would kick in and yeah. try to do it. So I, I hope so. I mean, it's a, Rich really is cool. Um, he's we've, a good uh, guy. He's, he's, a good he's guy. been around for a while. He's really big into uh, Nintendo, into Atari, into a lot of the. I would love to stuff. get him on here to talk us up some pinball. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure at some point yeah. in time we will. He's, he's the. I remember I, just, I sent him like a Craigslist uh, uh, ad in my area, like in like November, like, "Hey, are any of these pinball machines any good?" And he sent me back two pages. I've done that too. Yeah, he's yeah, thorough. He, yeah, he's very, very good with his uh, with his pins, and I think, like you said before, he kind of cycles through. He'll like get a machine or two, fix them up, sell them, get a new one. So he knows a lot about a lot of different pinball machines. Now, I will mention while we're talking single banana, um, a little later in the show, I'm going to have a plug. He's going to be doing an auction um, over on Game Gavel with a lot of uh, Atari 2600 cards, some of them which are a little tougher to find, and he's going to donate some of the proceeds of that auction to help fund RF Gen. So. Uh, we appreciate that, so we'll listen a little bit later in the show, and um, we'll give a little plug for that coming up, and we'll talk about what he's auctioning off. But he did donate. We really appreciate that. So let's talk about some of the goods. I mean, he got some good stuff. So let's talk about some of the good stuff that he got. Have you guys played DJ Boy on the Genesis? Nope. I played no. DJ Hero. 
That was like an early release, right? DJ Boy, was it? Judging by the case, it looks like it. But I'm, I'm so. not, not sure. I never I've never even it. heard of it. And it, it looks interesting. I thought it was uh, a Wonder Boy game at first. I had to double, double read it. Yeah, not familiar, but um, I remember seeing it. I don't remember playing it. And then he got the excellent Metroid Prime for GameCube. So that's a really good game. You guys play through that? Yeah. I have I have not played through Metroid Prime on the GameCube. I did, right. play, I did play Krabby. through it on the Metroid Trilogy collection. So so Krabby, why don't you just you just pipe in? What do you think of Metroid, Krabby? Yeah. yeah. Man. Really? Played it. It's a Metroid. <sighs> <laughs> I really glad. liked other M. I'm just gonna poop all over. Go on. Go, he got. <laughs> you really, really liked Other M. I did. I did. Oh, this is that's another <laughs> show. I can't wait till we get New Poil on. He better agree with us about Metroid stuff. <laughs> I like. I own it because you know it's one of my weird things. Like when I like a series, I like. I don't need to own everything in a series. Like uh, uh like Isret. Um. And God bless him for trying, but there are a billion Mortal Kombat things out there. But uh, but yeah, Metroid is one of those weird series that like I I you know if I can get something I will. So I own Other M because it was like four dollars on clearance at Best Buy. It's still sealed. Yeah, I paid but five I, for mine. Still yeah. sealed. I paid ten and I played the crap out of it. Wow. I mean, I'm gonna try it. It's just I'm I'm not optimistic from what I've heard about it. I liked it. All right. Wh- Maybe I'm it'll gonna... surprise me. I'm going to wait for that $1 loose copy I come across. <laughs> yeah, because that sealed copy is going to be worth so much. <laughs> Everybody else is going to just burn theirs. So yeah, gonna, you should sell it to Krabby for like $400. <laughs> there you go. I'll say, I'll trade you. <laughs> and what about, and what trade, about Galaga? Trade you have a Super Metroid for it. What about Galaga, Krabby? Do you hate Galaga too? No, that's a fun one. Who, who, likes, who doesn't like it? Is, now, is it Galaga or is it Galaga? Oh, man. I Galaga? can't that. Yeah. Galaga. Yeah. Bill, Bill uh, yeah. says lots of things funny. I just roll with it. I, th- I think you're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> I've heard people say Galaga. Have you really? <laughs> I have. I think it's Galaga. But yeah, it's, I've heard it's, people it's say Galaga. 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 Yeah. And Can then, we have uh, the people next. who say Galaga on the show? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? Where? No, seriously. <laughs> I've heard people say that before. Um, now, next, he got some. He got NES games, so let's a big one. Yeah. Yay, NES games! <laughs> I think every one of these was a double for him too. Oh, they I have to pretty yeah, much absolutely. at this point. Yeah, yeah. at this point, almost yeah, absolutely for him. So we got um, Dirty Harry. Yeah, so yeah, um, you played all the way through that one, Krabby, right? On I, your... yeah, I beat that one. It's actually got a pretty cool uh, digitized vo- digitized voice sample at the end. Uh, pretty long one too. Yeah. Kind of neat. Go ahead, punk. Yeah, just the whole day. speech, not just that line. It's just like the whole speech. It's like a minute long. It's awesome. Yeah, it's probably because the rest of the game is not so good. So they have plenty of space left over. The first level, man. Oh, it's brutal. After yeah. that, it's fine. Yeah. And then totally rad that cover. Oh man, that Come game! Totally that right. I, I literally because of the name of that game, I rented that more than any other game when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So the marketing like worked. A dozen times. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you when you look at the cover of that game and like the the art style and what they were like trying to say, they should have just called the game the 1980s. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know. There wasn't enough neon like like pink. Oh no, the, the the oh yeah, the, guy the was cover like has sur- neon pink on it. Yeah. The main guy was like a surfer, and he had all the surfer talk throughout it. <laughs> it was cool. It was awesome. What about totally, it was totally like, rad? It yeah. was. You guys like Tetris 2, The Reckoning? I do not like Tetris 2. 
I didn't either. It's not very good. Yes, Tetris 2 is not the good one. No. It's like Nintendo went, crap. Um, The dude that made Tetris is like locked behind the Iron Curtain. What do we do now? Yeah. I think we've talked about, I think we've mentioned Tetrisphere before on the show. I like Tetrisphere. Tetrisphere is fantastic. It's one of my favorite N64 games. I used to play I, I, crap out I, of it. I, I feel like like when I was like in high school or like whenever I was playing N64, because I, I played it a few years after it was like kind of like mainstream, um, I remember picking up Tetrisphere and trying to find people to play with me, and people were like, uh, I don't really like this, but I, I just couldn't find any, any puzzle fans, I guess. And man, that game had a great sense of tension because like as you, they're getting close and you didn't have much time, like the sphere is getting closer to the screen and bigger and bigger. Yep. And if you don't hurry yeah. up, you know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, you're I thought done. it was great. And it had like that watch so you could always see how much time you've got. Yeah. And you'd see it fill back up. And yeah, that's, that's great. It's one, of those, it's one of those like, uh, there's so many odd games that like when I think of it, I'm like, oh, I would totally grab that if I could. But like, it's just not on any of my, my lists. Makes me want to go hook the N64 up and play some Tetrisphere. Cause and some really, Twisted Edge. It's really great. Yeah. <laughs> no, about, no, not really. We were yes. ripping on Tetris too. So moving on. Really? Um, Krabby, you're weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Bill Elliott's NASCAR, right? Because if you've got to play NASCAR, you want to play Bill Elliott's NASCAR. The only only acceptable reason to have this in your collection is if you're awesome and you're going for a complete Konami silver box collection. (laughs) Something like that. And then Formula One, built to win. Never heard of this Not that bad, actually. I played through that one. Yeah. It's got some really like good music games. in it. You know, it's really yeah repetitive. You you play a couple levels and you kind of got the idea, but play it plays well. It sounds good. And then tennis. So not, hey, it's tennis. It's not so good. It's yeah. It's, it's tennis. It's tennis. And then Alien Three. That's a tougher one to find. Alien Three. It is. It's one of those ones that I always seem to find the labels in crappy, crappy condition. It's really hard <laughs> to find that good, good looking copy. Yeah. Um, and then Alpha Mission, which is pretty cool. I like Alpha Mission. Alpha Mission's all right. Cybernoid, which I do not like. I'm not a big Cybernoid. <laughs> <laughs> just not. I'm just not. <laughs> um, Gauntlet, I am a fan. <laughs> I, uh, I can, I like I can listen to you do this for every yeah, game. Yeah, let's go oh. down the checklist. Yeah. And then Skate or Die, right? Skate or Die. You love Skate or Die, right? We do love Skate or Die. Good. You gotta love it. And then just the music. The joust, right? Joust is awesome. And then do you guys ever sit on the title screen for longer than the Skate or Die happens? And then, because when he's saying Skate or Die, like those words like light up. Yeah. And if you let it go long enough, it does the same thing like without the 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 words. It'll just go, dun, 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 dun. But Skate or Die like lights up like that. That's a great I just love the screen. music. That's a great, that's a good name. <laughs> Now this next game I actually really liked growing up and I don't know if it was like really popular or whatever but I played the hell out of this game. Uh I don't think it's aged real well but Renegade no. it's um, Renegade. it's okay. I mean to be, to be honest I haven't played it in a long time but I remember wake like waking up Saturday morning my brothers like waiting for me you ready? Yup and we renegaded. <laughs> and my, and it, speak Oh sorry. I was going to say cuz there's like Renegade and then Vigilante was kind of like the sequel to Renegade, right? Yeah, Taito, right? Yeah, I think. Am I thinking right? The Vigilante, you could get like on the Turbo Graphics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think they're like sequels. I could be wrong. Spiritual but... successors type thing. Maybe. Spiritual. And then there's Krabby's favorite game. Krabby, you loved playing through this next one. There's, there's maybe like I've played through 
getting close to 300 games now on the NES, and there's maybe five that I would just say suck. <laughs> and this and is one of those five. And is one of them? Yeah. Whoa, Where's whoa, Waldo? Whoa, whoa. What, what's wrong with this? My brother loves this game. <laughs> Your brother's an idiot. What's the, what's the... <laughs> that was the meanest thing you've ever said. <laughs> what's to love? There, there's brother... no music while you're playing. It's just silence. <laughs> My brother had Where's Waldo books, and then my, mom got him this, then my mom got him this game, and Waldo comes up on the screen in like a randomly generated space, and you have like maybe, well, depending on the size of your TV, like a one inch by one inch square <laughs> that you have to hover over D- Waldo. Depends on the difficulty you pick, you get a bigger or smaller square and a bigger or smaller area to find him in if you pick easy, oh, okay. you want normal or hard. Gotcha. So, but yeah, you would just, that like, you know, the game would start, and you would just try to find him with your eyes see and that and then, appeals to me i was thought i was gonna like this game i don't mind where's waldo books i like them i still do them with my son um but this game like they they change waldo's color in some levels so you can't <laughs> see him and they've got these stupid little <laughs> mini games every two levels that are just don't work and there's still no sound on them and oh so i didn't say i didn't say it was a great game all i said was my brother loved this game so your brother has poor taste in games <laughs> When um, he's like four years old, what did you just say about uh, DDR Max? It's better than Where's Waldo. Max, man. No. Yeah, I play not. DDR any. I play High School Musical DDR over Where's Waldo any day. All right, happy birthday! Get ready for it. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. That, that was my subtle his, like uh, Hyrule Historia like uh, little uh, <laughs> <laughs> hint there. I'm gonna take derail this conversation and take it to Lunar Pool, because if you had to play pool. You would definitely want to do it on the moon. Oh, yeah. Right? I think you oh, derailed yeah. this conversation to another derailment. There we go. And then the most excellent, Castlevania Two. I like it, yeah. What a, all what right. a terrible night to have a curse like this. To me, yeah. that one had the best atmosphere of the NES ones. That really creeped me out when I was a kid. <laughs> Music is great. Yeah. Um, the other the two, flame whip. The, the other flame two, they were supposed cool. to be, you know, like horror theme, but it never really, I never saw them as that. I just saw them as like an action game. But Castlevania 2 really gave me that atmosphere where it was like creepy and I didn't want to see the monsters and where did all the people in the towns go and I like But like it. this is the stupidest idea in the world, right? Like there's no Dracula. Let me go make all the parts to Dracula so I can kill him again. I'm like he's already dead. That's awesome. <laughs> I hate him so much. I'm gonna build him again so I can kill him. <laughs> you guys ever uh, have Legos when you were a kid? Yeah. Of course, of course. Once you were finished building something, did you ever take it completely apart just to build it again? No. So yeah, that's what he did. There you that's go. What he, yeah. <laughs> Just for the heck of it. Nobody would do that. And um, he got the non-Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 2. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure that's Doki Doki Panic USA. Yes, there we go. Right, not really Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Brothers 2. And, like, what, um, what do you think the worst ending of a game could ever be? Or a movie or a TV show? I would say it's oh, don't the, dog in the ending. I the JR it. the JR <laughs> ending. It's all just Wait a dream. You love that screen where he's yeah. sleeping and all that crap's in his head? I do. Just a, you know what's the worst ending is I was dead the whole time. That's the worst ending. There you go. No, the worst oh, ending come is on. The worst ending is um go back to the start and beat it again because that wasn't. To the get real the real end. ending, yeah. Yeah. It was just an yeah. illusion. That's right. <laughs> and then just like I was talking about the other day on Twitter, right? Uh at the end of Ghosts and Goblins, where you, you you feel strength welling in your in your body. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, the first time I played that game, Ghosts and Goblins, 
Uh, not only did I I beat the last boss, but I beat him with the wrong weapon. You got to get there with that stupid shield. Oh yeah, you got to do the yeah, yeah the cross. I, I'm like this this thing sucks. It doesn't have much range. So I went up to him with the dagger and, and nah, and, and, yeah, doesn't made, work. Made me do it again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have to do the whole thing again. Yeah, it's frustrating. And then pirates, right? Our pirates. You guys play this? A little uh, bit. Nope, not for very long. You guys aren't really Sid Meier fans. No, or Arr, pirate fans. No. Nope. I really enjoy and most this. Sid Meier games, so this is one that I don't have yet, and I'd love to play once I get it. Now, Bill, how would you? Um, what's the title of this next game? What would you? What would you call that? Well, to some people, it would be a mystery. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a mystery to me. Is how it says. It's M S Y Terry. Messi Terry Quest. This is another another example of foreshadowing. This is something that'll come up later in someone's someone's thread. I won't say who. Spoiler alert. Okay, I don't know who did the crack crack work on that one but good job i actually as i was writing through this list i was going very quickly and i knew there were gonna be typos <laughs> and uh i was about to say to you guys just so you know there's gonna be tons of typos but then i thought nah they're not gonna say anything about the typos <laughs> it's I more just, fun you know what the heck do these red squiggly lines mean <laughs> it's more fun that way that's and, a spell check yeah and then um <laughs> there's mag max i i do not like mag max <laughs> Now, Magmax, if you're a huge fan of Magmax, uh, I do know a guy who's got a couple of sealed copies, so give don't. me a... Just don't do it. Let me know if you need it. It's very rare. Uh, it's that horrible one of those games where you like build the robot, and the robot looks like the junkiest robot ever, with like his ray gun as your ship. And like you hit anything, and like part of the sh- you know your robot gets destroyed. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> this is really bad. If you'd like to buy a copy. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to experience the pain for yourself. Well, no, because it's a sealed game, so you don't even have to play it. Pay me to not play this game. There you go. And I think it's probably better to keep the evil sealed with inside. (laughs) It's like... It's like Hellraiser. Yeah, there you go. Don't open it. Uh, And then we've got Dragon Power. Now, Krabby, you like Dragon Power, right? Uh, I think you're thinking of Dragon Fighter. I like Dragon Fighter. Didn't you play Dragon Power, though? Uh, not really, no. No? No. Hmm. You getting yeah. the, the dragons mixed up. We've done some Dragon Fighter. We've done some, uh... Maybe Dragon Scroll. Dragons. Was that the one you like? Yes, yeah, Secret Scroll. What was that one? Yeah, okay. Oh, fl- uh, Flying Dragon. Flying Dragon. Of. That's what you're thinking of. Ah, that's yeah. the one. That's okay. the Secret Scroll. That's a gotcha. cool game. Yeah. Dragon Power, I haven't really put any time into. Okay. And then there's... What about, m- what about m- Mock Rider? Mock Could you really do that? No. Could you could you ride no. at mock speed? You can't you can't ride at mock. No. <laughs> it hasn't been it hasn't been done. Sci-fi even gave up on trying to think that people could drive at mock speeds. They just fly at mock speeds now. Yeah, pretty sure that's like friction would just cause your vehicle to catch yeah. on fire. I think uh, well, extreme does, G doesn't the the game take place in the future, like kind of a Mad Max type future? I feel like you're driving this really junky motorcycle. There's no way that's, that's at mock yeah, but speed. But even about... in the future, junk is more awesome than our awesome <laughs> stuff now. I don't know. Or they've just totally lowered their standards for mock speeds, I think. Maybe. Yeah, mock speed is <laughs> like 30, it. it's like 38 miles an hour <laughs> equals mock now. I was going mock 17. <laughs> in my four Taurus. <laughs> and then next, oh, Krabby. 
One of my favorite is, cover arts. This is your favorite yeah. cover art. What, what's that? I love it's the, it's the top, right? It's up there. The top three for sure. Really? really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you read the book? Which one? Isn't there a romance novel about this? He's game? like on like oh, there's half a the whole covers, bunch half of them, the covers yeah. of them. He's, All he's of them. like pirates and uh, like farmhands and you name it. <laughs> <laughs> and and he can't believe it's not butter. I think. <laughs> and he can kill a goose with just his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Google that if you don't know about it. It's awesome. <laughs> Some sweet you see the one where like he, blood everywhere. Just the one where he went up against the old Spice guy. No, I have no idea. That what was you're hol- about. that was hilarious. You should look for that one. Like a commercial or like a thing? yeah, yeah, commercial. Um, okay, next up is uh, Road Blasters. I really loved Road Blasters in the arcade. The NES version's okay. I haven't played. You guys like yet. Road Blasters? I haven't played that one yet. Oh, it's good. It's it's pretty good. And uh, oh boy, yeah, Home Alone too. What's there I haven't to played say? That one either. It's uh, yeah, it's more. It's lost. It's lost in New York. It's very yeah, it generic, is. and it should have stayed lost <laughs> in New York. Yeah, I, I've heard about it that it's uh, like I think I forget. I talked to somebody who played it, and I said, so "What do you think?" And he said, "Well, it's exactly what you'd expect a game based on Home Alone Two: Lost in New York to be." Yeah, and bad. what was popular at the time for genres. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then you got Town and Country, right? Yeah, is it Wooden Water Rage, right? Yeah. yeah, is there this? This is another one of those. Like, I I don't know if it's just my region, but I find this game with every single Nintendo lot that I find. I had this when I was young. Um, played the crap out of it. It's not good, but I played the crap out of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. the theme this month. See, we play we play games, play the hell out of something. Doesn't mean it's great. Just means we played the hell out of it. Just means we had it, right? I mean, yep. that was the whole yeah. Language. It means it was one of the four games we had. We beat the other three. We <laughs> had to right. play this one. Yeah. Mm. And then lastly was Seacross. Now, I've not played a lot of this one, but it's okay. But There's not a whole lot to play. You played a little bit, and you kind of experienced what it's got to offer. I kind of got that feeling from it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought, probably, okay, I've played it. It's done. Yeah. All right, you guys ready for the score of the year? I'm the ready. The year? Hit really? Me. It's only oh, so January. Far. Yeah. Okay. This is the score. This is How is this not the score of the year so far? Hit me up. What's the score of the year? Krabby, if there was one small form factor tube television that you could have <laughs> in the world, what TV would it be? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one, of no, course. Wait, 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 wait. It wouldn't be the Hello Kitty TV? Does a sharp TV count in there? <laughs> well, well oh, Ninetales not, nine, nine not giving that up. Yeah, now the, yeah. Now we're talking. Not yeah. this. No, well, this no, I said small form factor. By having four stability feet, that that, <laughs> that takes it out of small oh, form factor. What if you? What if they're all, if they're lost like they always are? Yeah, well, if they're broken <laughs> off, then then, then, I'll, then I'll allow it. Right. <laughs> I will purposely snap them off when I get one. <laughs> so, so yeah, this yeah, this, turtle this turtle TV, this right? turtle's case took a lot of attention off of the previous uh, posts. And I'm not. I don't want to. And the only reason he mentions that is because his posts were the previous posts. Yup. And I had a couple of really. Co- I thought there were really <laughs> cool things in there. And then I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna get some comments. People are gonna be talking about this. And then Ninja Turtle TV shows up, and it was like, Oh my God, Ninja Turtle TV! No. And I was like, Ritz, I'm, Ritz, I'm so happy for you, but dog. Oh. <laughs> That's when you go back and like delete out your post real quick, and then like wait a couple hours and post it again. <laughs> I, was, I was actually thinking because I mean everyone knows that I'm you know. My my you know sense of humor on the site like I'm not you know angry upset or anything. I figured I would just uh, after like that excitement died down, I was gonna Repost like uh, 
I was going to post something like, hey, like, I'm pr- like, uh, did you see, like, some guy posted, like, a couple <laughs> black box games, like, a page back. Who was that guy? Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Maybe. This is, this is the single banana hour. And then up next, um, what's this? He got, like, a, an Atari case? It looks what, like one of those, about? like, rental cases. Like, for you know, everyone's got the, like, N64 one, or there's the Virtual mm-hmm. Boy ones running around, the 32X one that Bill got. It looks kind of like that, but for an Atari. Cool. Yeah, I don't he, think I've he, seen one of those. He didn't show the inside, so I know I know someone asked him uh, what model was supposed to fit in there, and uh, I don't remember the answer to that though. I'm oh. curious if it was made if like the foam fits the system exactly, or if it was like one of those just generic like kind of like. Uh... I don't even know if there's foam inside because he didn't show the inside. It might just be hard plastic. Oh. And then um, he got um, uh, he picked up like real cheap, like on an eBay auction, a second copy of Dragon Strike for the NES, right? Yeah, he he's been looking for it for a while. It's one of his last few he needed, and he he grabbed one, and then his brother like gave him one for his birthday, like shortly after that. Yeah. So, um, but still, like the one he got off eBay was like dirt cheap, right? Like yeah. ten bucks or something. Yeah. And yeah, I think he. I think I saw him post that on the Keep an Eye Out for Me thread, because um, he's because he's had that on his, uh, you know, on his be on the lookout list, and uh, he even marked it right on there. Like he was so proud of it, like he crossed it off, and right next to that he wrote ten dollars eBay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's and, a really fun game too. Not what I expected. And then he had like a little botched problem right like this is awesome you guys hear the story behind this tell the story bill uh well cliffhanger uh as uh, most of uh, the nes uh dudes out there will know is one of the slightly trickier to find carts it was another one another case of you know late in the lifespan or uh late in the lifespan of the system uh what probably wasn't you know, particularly a fantastic game. No, uh, so, no. <laughs> so um, it uh, it didn't sell very well. So uh, you know, if no one is really trying to find this thing to play it. It's just more or less to complete a collection. So he's had this on the list for a long time. So he uh, and I think uh, he mentioned to his wife, oh, this would be a game that I'd really love to get. So um, she got it for him. But she got it for him or for the Super Nintendo. The oh, what? <laughs> so uh, oh. uh, I was I was chatting with him and I, I said uh, said oh I saw a cliffhanger uh, locally but it looks like you got it and he's like no she bought me the wrong one so I still need it so um but then uh, he actually was able to grab another cliffhanger off of uh, eBay um, I don't think it's arrived yet so spoiler alert for next uh, month. Um, but I, I think he he got a really good deal on it, so he should have the NES cliffhanger coming in. But in the meantime, he can play the completely awesome Super Nintendo <laughs> cliffhanger that's worth yes. next to nothing. Yes. <laughs> All right. And then another tough one to find for the NES he picked up next, right? Some Kickle yeah. Cubicle. Yep. That's a pretty cool, from... interesting it game, is. right? It's yeah, fun. I like this one. Yeah. It's like <clears> I got this one act, from action-packed version of like Lolo. Yeah, kind of a weird puzzle-ish kind of game. I don't yeah. really even know what to classify the thing. Yeah, as. it's a puzzle game. It's like an action puzzler. Yeah, yeah. A so, fruit-themed action puzzler with a snowman <laughs> yeah. as your main character. Very, it's very <laughs> kind of odd, definitely. And then the next one we picked up, um, oh boy. I know you guys probably are not familiar with this one. Not at all. Oh man, it's the Transformers Famicom game. Is it? Um, I did not know yeah. that by looking at the the game. There. It is. It is the Transformers uh, Mystery of Convoy, um, and it is well known as one of the most horrible Famicom <laughs> games out there. It's um, 
It's like this atrocious shooter, and you can transfer. It's just, it's an atrocity. It's really bad. Uh, that's all I can say. I think I might have a copy somewhere. So. <laughs> uh, that's all I can say. Is um, it's cool because you like have like Optimus Prime or whatever on the cover, but you should never actually put it in a system to play it. That's about it. And then this next thing was really. Cool. I don't, where did he find? I've never seen this thing before. I've seen them before, but I I don't know where you get them either. I don't either. It's um, we're speaking of Castlevania two earlier, right? He got a figurine, yeah, of like the eight bit sprite. Yeah, I've never seen this thing before. I mean, that's yeah, I've never seen cool. it either. It looks awesome though. I've I've seen them in guys who've like posted pictures of their like massive Castlevania collections, and they they've always got these little guys tucked in there. But I I don't know where they're coming from. Huh. And um, and then he picked up some of the Atari Hot Wheels set that came out a little bit ago, right? Three of the six, is that correct? Uh, there's I six, think three there's or six four. of them all together. Yeah, I think there's yeah. six. Oh yeah, he picked up three of them for now, and I and yeah. I, I know he's asked me to look out for the other ones. I'm sure it's going to be a little trickier to find them. I don't know. I don't think Hot Wheels do like real big runs of those special ones, right? I have no idea. I know I've seen them up here before he asked me to look for them, so I'm hoping they're still yeah. around. I saw them a lot, uh, like, right before Christmas, but, like, I think everybody's just kind of, like, tried to get rid of them. Yeah. So. And then, uh, lastly, is a couple back little, into the old Odyssey little late thing, to late right? to the O2 club, yeah. Yeah, but um, he got some good things anyway, right? Well, one good thing. <laughs> B- baseball and blackjack aren't overly exciting. But uh, he got Conquest of the World, and he said everything inside it is still, like, sealed in its packages. Probably for good reason. Yeah, right. but that that's one of those really awesome, like, big box special edition games that comes with all these extra goodies to play it. And we've raved about some of the O2 packaging in the past, but this is one of those really cool ones. Yeah, and those of you that are interested in um, the Odyssey 2, keep in mind that our interview with... Um, with Newpool, he's a big Odyssey 2 collector, so I'm sure we'll get into some of that a little later. Woo. All three of you, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so our next donor in line is the, I think, I still have to say that I love the, the username here, is Mr. Moonraker Fats, right? <laughs> love the Moonraker. Yeah, that's awesome. Old Bond movies were the best ones. New mm-hmm. ones, meh, I could live without them. Now, yeah, he... I don't. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> really? I, I like, you like the new like ones? the last two or three? Yeah. 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 No. No. Okay. I, we we really shouldn't get off topic. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Again. <laughs> well, he picked up. I couldn't believe you know he had one that he picked up. Like he posted first, and then like later on in the thread posted a second one. But he got two boxed complete. Um, Genesis with that Genesi? Is that what you what would you say? <laughs> yeah, I know Yeah, Genesis. I think we're good. But yeah, I noticed that too. At first I thought it was a double post, but then I read and it was uh it was legit. And so I mean too I think didn't somebody give him one of these, uh like for doing some work or help or something and I didn't the read best, about the, the other best one. kind of payment. Absolutely. I'll <laughs> help I'll I'll help like I'll help you out for nothing. But I will enjoy helping you out if you want to give me some stuff. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's uh, people around me know that, uh, you know, I will work for Nintendo games. Sure. That's got to be a shirt. <laughs> like someone's already got to have that I'm made. Sure. That can't be. 
And then um, on the PS2, you picked a couple of games up. So um, so what what PS2 games did he grab? One of those old uh, Capcom collections. Yeah, now does Capcom really just whores themselves out for every single system, don't they? Yeah, I think we're all used to it by now, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they 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 really get a bad rap for it, but at the same time, like they have a lot of good games, so it doesn't really bother me. No, but I mean, like literally every system that comes out pretty much gets at least one volume of these, right? And I'm guilty. I bought the one on 360 <laughs> not too long ago. Sure. Uh, I think my favorite is probably the uh, Mega Man Anniversary Collection. That's a yeah, good I'd one. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah. That was a really, that was a really good one. And then what other one did he get? Some Soul Calibur 2. Now, was Soul Calibur 2 the one that had like the different characters on the different platforms? How do, how do you mean? Um, like the oh, GameCube yeah. had Link and Spawn oh, was yes. on the Xbox. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. Spawn, Link, Hihachi, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that was Soul Calibur 2? Yes. Or was that 3? That was 2. Yeah, two. Three, 3 didn't have that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, th- yeah, three. I think wasn't that the PS2 exclusive? Yeah, it was just PS2 for that one. Right. I liked Soul Calibur two. It was a good. I only, unfortunately, I only played like the original Xbox one and like Spawn. I was just not thrilled with as a character. We, but, yeah, uh... he was he was a, he was a little overpowered, but I think they did it on purpose because if you were like buying that version to play as one of those characters, you kind of wanted that character to be good. I like that a lot more than what they did with that terrible Star Wars bit. On the I was just planet. thinking that, yeah, with with, with Yoda and oh, uh, and Darth. Jeez. Get and then, like, it. what, like six months later, they were both DLC for the of other platforms. <laughs> Everything these days. If it's a pre-order anything, forget about it. It'll be DLC soon enough. Yeah. And then on the 360, he picked up uh, one I like. I wouldn't mind picking this up if I could find it for cheap. So um, he got another compilation for the 360, right? Yeah, one of yeah, your favorite Konami. developers. I love Konami, yeah. Well, classic yeah. Konami. Some of the newer stuff. Mm. Yeah. Well, th- isn't this the one that had uh, Symphony on it? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it had. Boy, yeah, I can't remember the other two. There was like three uh, games on it, but I want to say Russian Attack, but I don't think that's right. You could be right on that. I'm not sure. I know it had Sym- it's like all three are like Xbox Live Arcade games. You're right. That you're right. Then it is. I think it's Russian Attack, Contra, and Castlevania. But someone will correct me. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they will. And then Krabby, he picked one up that I think you've got. Yeah, right? one of my favorite uh, PS3 games, um, Catherine, and he got the the cool Love Is Over edition box. Come, now, what did you I? You have with? that right with the underpants. I do with the underpants and the pillowcase that my wife probably wouldn't let me put on our pillows. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not you're not rocking that in the house right now. I should rock it in my game room, but you know, being the collector, <laughs> I like to keep it in the box. Of course. So I'm curious, do any of you have anything that's, like, crazy like that? Like, I know there was a couple of, like, the games that came with, like, the mouse pad that had the... <laughs> the boobs. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the full body Oh, pillows. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, any of you have, have that? That had the mounds. Uh, no, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, awesome pre-order bonuses that I've, uh, that I've really loved in the past. And the only thing that's really coming to mind is kind of obscure. It was a... Uh, it was a Cheshire Cat pewter figure that came with uh, Alice, the original Alice for PC, like a long time ago. Huh. And I can't, that's the first thing that pops to mind because I've had it on my desk since I've had that game for like what, like, I don't know, 15 years now? <laughs> I don't have anything favorite... super embarrassing like those ones, but um, I've got a pre order like wall scroll thing, I guess you'd call it, from uh, Bait and Kaidos on the GameCube. Oh, yeah. It's really awesome. I think my favorite. Probably, I mean, even though it's not a big deal, was the pre-order bonus for Symphony of the Night. It was like a little soundtrack CD of just 
miscellaneous Castlevania music. I really like that one. I still listen to it. That's cool. And then um, he got a couple Japanese Dreamcast games, right? I mean, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, you don't see those too often. And he got, for some reason, two copies of Virtual 3 title bout. Right? Um, is, that, is that what that means? I thought it was Team Battle. Is it Team? I always thought it was title bout. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I can't be the tiebreaker here. I really don't know. <laughs> and then he got Fancy Star Online. Right? Yep, Which, PSO. One of my all-time absolute favorites. I'm sure I've said that a million times <laughs> in the show, but I could probably still go back and just plunk a million hours into that game. Really great. And then um, uh, the 2600 game, right? Yeah, the one when, uh, when complete in boxes still looked really awesome. Um, yeah, Moon Patrol. Did you guys play much Moon Patrol? A little bit. I didn't. I did not. I I really didn't play a lot of Atari growing up. Um, I played Moon Patrol more, more in arcades. And, okay. Um, it's fun. It's you know it's a basic little but the kind of the innovative part was you had to like drive your moon buggy, <clears throat> and you could shoot forward and you could shoot up. And then you also had to like jump over pits and rocks and stuff. So it was kind of, you know, for its time, it was kind of innovative. Yeah, back when oh, we... Oh, you know what? I Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was going to say, back when we had no games at home, uh, my neighbor had like half a dozen Atari games, and that was one of them. So I actually played quite a bit of Moon, Moon Patrol as a kid. Yeah, like the arcade, they had like this really basic little tune that played, so you'd always know Moon Patrol, but... Yeah, I don't think I played Moon Patrol. I just had it confused in my head with Lunar Lander. Oh, yeah, Lunar Lander. Um... I didn't play that in the arcade. I played that on Commodore 64. Mm. They had like a version of that, you know, which was not as easy as it looks. <laughs> oh, no, exactly. Yeah, I remember like thinking, oh, no big deal. And then, nope, I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much every time. So and... this, this this next thing that Moonraker grabs is one of the coolest uh, uh, box systems I've seen in a little bit. Well, what is it? What is it? What did he grab? Uh, so not just a, a box to a complete 3DO, but the FZ-10, which... I don't see boxes for these that often. The FC One, I, I, you know, you see every once in a while, but uh, even Shadow, who uh, collects lots of box systems, including 3DOs, I don't think he has an FC Ten yet. And uh, he, he uh, mentioned how much he liked this one too. And that kind of strikes me because I've seen the opposite. I've seen quite a few of the FC Ten boxes. I don't think I've ever seen an FC One other than like when it first launched and I saw it in the store. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 really interesting to me the way that regions can make a big difference in uh, in what what different people see in different areas. Yeah, because I remember when it was on the way out, I would see a lot of them marked down, you know, pretty cheap. And I never really got into 3DO much until I picked one up, like, real cheap lately. But Yeah. But he got some other goodies with it, right? That pad the, that yeah, I think we're six, both jealous oh, of here, Bill. Absolutely, yep, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I tried to put in a word for you, Bill, I in the thread. I said, you know, I think Bill might be interested in that. So I don't know if he yeah. got with you or if he's keeping it or... Yeah, not yet. No, I was, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna send him a congratulations. And oh, by the way, that's not something you wanted. <laughs> if it's but, for sale. I'm but in the yeah, market, it's, right? I, yeah, I'd asked a while ago if anybody knows of any good six button three DO controllers because you know uh, Duke grabbed a, a Super Street Fighter uh, two Turbo for me, and uh, I actually did some research. And there actually were a lot of controllers that came out for it because they're you know pretty much region free. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of six button controllers, but you know you just don't see them very often. So. Uh, if if you're playing uh you know fighter games that uh, would benefit from it, hang on to it. If not, hey, just uh, just throwing it out there. <laughs> Bill's your man. Yep. <laughs> and um, then I think the reason he got this game with it, as if I remember correctly, when they were selling this, they were giving this away as like a pack in. Um, I don't remember that. <clears throat> it's Zodnost, or I don't know how you pronounce that, but I Zodnost. Think you got it. 
think you got it. The the People's Party. <laughs> I don't really remember much about the game. Uh, I just remember. I think it was a. It was either like a pack in, or they it was a freebie they were giving away, or something like that. I could be wrong, but if memory serves, because I remember like that one. And it yeah. wasn't like PO'd, I think, maybe also came out on it. And I think you know what? Was... You're right. That's the one that's got kind of like that large dude with like the, the big furry hat on it. Sodnoses, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I know it was developed and published by Studio 3DO, so I think it was a pack-in. Yeah, I think that's when they were trying to like just clear stock out, I think. Could be. And uh, really, that wraps it up for uh, Mr. Moonraker Fat. So yeah. thank you very much. Thanks for taking for it easy day. on us, unlike some of these other guys. <laughs> well, uh, what do you mean? Who's up next? Oh, our, our favorite, Ingle. 762. Now, I always forget every time. <laughs> Bill, where did, what, did, what, what do you think he's a fan of? I really, well, Peter Engel was a television producer, very popular, very successful uh, television producer in the late 80s, early 90s. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking. Um, Do you maintain I, the I, Wikipedia I think... page for? Mr. No, this, this this is all like like a youth uh, spent in front of television on Saturday <laughs> mornings. So, um, but no, I think I actually misspoke earlier when I mentioned uh, uh, Full House um, because he was mainly the the Saved by the Bell uh, producer. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, you get so, him to so thank for Screech. You... Uh, pro- I don't know about sc- if he had any uh, any notes for uh, Dustin Diamond in particular, um, but uh, yeah, you have him to thank for the show as a whole, <laughs> including the California Dreams, College Years, New Class, like you stay with it the whole time. <laughs> so that's what I'm guessing. Or this is Peter Engel, who's on the forum. With Maybe us. that's it. Maybe it's him. <laughs> yeah, we should check the Wikipedia page to see if Peter Engel was born in July of 62. Because if he was, this is our guy. That could, this could be it. <laughs> Real life celebrity here. All right, so he picked up some some cool odds and ends. So um, starting off, what did he? Yeah, like back, PlayStation yeah, back stuff? to the back to the uh, uh, the snowboarding genre that we all love. Yes, so much. All of us. How yep. how much did you guys play Cool Borders two, three, and four? Which was your favorite? Is zero an answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't touched yeah, the series think- either. Yeah, I, th- I think we we uh, uh, we we all are kind of poo pooing on uh, snowboarding a little bit, but I've I've heard good things about these games. They made a bunch no, of them. No, I, I like some of the snowboarding games. I, I haven't touched schoolboarders in particular, but I, I won't trash the genre like you guys. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I go Ooh. back to my earlier comments? Can did it have the skate or die theme at the front? <laughs> I would play most, it then. Most maybe. likely, most likely has. So then you also got your Tomb Raider Chronicles, Italian Job. Uh, GTA Collector's Edition, GTA 2, NBA to the Extreme. And, <laughs> extreme. Uh, yeah, Extreme. And uh, Jet Moto 3. Jet Moto, another series that saw several releases, but I don't remember ever playing it. What is Jet Moto? I never played it's it. It's like like, kind of like a ski-doo, um, like a jet ski type game. Yeah. Oh, so it's a Wave Race ripoff. Yes, yes, yeah. similar to that. We, we've got one of the machines, I believe it's a Jet Moto machine, in our movie theater here. Or you oh, could so just like play... one where you actually like straddle the machine and you're playing in the arcade? Like? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never seen them in the arcade. I thought they were just on uh, Sony consoles. I, I hope I'm not making that up. I know we've got a Skidoo game here, and I'm pretty sure it's Jet Moto, but not positive. So, um, yeah. I took... Wave Race is good. I like Wave Race. Yeah, I enjoy Wave Race, too. I don't really like those kind of games. I don't like Wave Race. No, the water physics just... I don't know. They don't 
feel like they make a good racer for me. I want to go fast, and I feel like I'm sliding around everywhere. All right, what so about hi- what about Hydro Thunder? Not to change the subject. No, same thing. Oh, really? Okay. I, I feel like you go pretty fast in Hydro. I don't know. Just you don't feel like you've got full control, of, and for a racing game, that feels like an important part of it to me. I hear you. Yeah, you're you're not like you know you don't have tires that are gripping the pavement. Yeah. I, I get you. Drives me nuts. All right. Well, up next, he got some stuff for the Nintendo GameCube, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are gonna yell at me. This this one's been on my pile of shame for a long time. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. I should probably stay on your pile of shame. <laughs> oh, really? It's not good. No, no. keep it there. That's no, yeah. not good. I've heard some people who uh, say that it's uh, well, not like groundbreaking, but I've heard people say it's decent. Wait, well, I hope you got your link cable ready. When that game came oh, out, really? Yeah, me and three buddies. Um, one of them us, I think we had to buy a GBA, and then we all bought the link cables, so we all had the, the ideal setup. We played it like crazy for one day, and then never touched it again. Because really? it's like that one with like had the chalice thing, right? Yeah, one of the players had to carry this chalice around that would like oh. have a circle of like protection against this like poison fog that was everywhere else. Oh. And so your other teammates had to stay close enough to you, and then you had you know it's boring when you have the chalice, so you had to get throw it off and trade with someone, and then they didn't want to have it, and it was really lame. Yeah, horrible mechanic. So if so, you, can you not play it by yourself? You can, but it's really it's not as much worse. fun. Yeah, it's way worse. You've got to like stay oh, next wow. to the AI controlled chalice. I think, if I remember right. So, so would you think? Would you think that most people would agree that this is the black sheep of the series? Oh, I'm sure that people would agree. There's many black sheep <laughs> to the Final Fantasy series. Is this the blackest sheep? I don't know. Twelve's pretty black. No, <laughs> I think a lot of people hate eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. Yeah, I th- you're probably right. If you had to ask is. me, I'd rather play Eleven all day long than this one. You know which one I really like that it's normally a black sheep is X2. Love it. Yeah, I love. I, that's my my favorite in the series is Ten. Um, I thought it was Ten and, too. Uh, yeah, it is. But no, no, yeah, yeah. He just said X2. My favorite in the series is Ten, and I actually really enjoyed Ten Two mainly because I wanted to fin- like you know see the resolution of that story. They um, wrecked. But, uh, like Ten just, had a good ending though, and, and Ten Two wrecked the good ending that. That ten yeah, made. that yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I I started ten two to, for the story resolution, and I didn't like whatever story resolution it was trying to give me. So you just have to appreciate ten two for what it is on its own. Yeah, agreed. So does that mean you're gonna go get thirteen three, Krabby? Um, I'm actually looking forward to thirteen two, and I will probably play Lightning Returns. Yes, me too. I loved thirteen. What a shame. Loved it. What a shame. <laughs> Up next is a great game that I'm sure Krabby hates. What is it, Bill? <laughs> Metroid Prime 2 Echoes, which I started, I finished Prime 1 on the uh, the Wii uh, collection, and I went right into Prime 2, and it's just one of those games that, like, it's it's not bad, but I just, you know, I saved the game, I turned it off, and I just didn't go, ba- I went back to something else, so I will get through this, but uh, it's on my trilogy. Yeah, I like the Prime games. I mean, yeah. And I'm sure Krabby does not, so. It's no other M. That's okay. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely you are not right. that. I will agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> Uh, you know what else is not other M? I do not. <laughs> virtual Racing for the Saturn. I like Virtual Racing. I've got that for the Saturn and the 32X, and I think the Genesis too. Yep, same here. I uh, I, I remember the first time I saw the Genesis cart, and uh, I I because I didn't see it when it was released. I found it years later, and I didn't even think it was a Genesis cart because it was so big. Oh yeah, it had the special chip in it. 
so it could do oh. 3D. I remember when that came out because um, <laughs> it had all the 32x hardware in the car, <laughs> just about. <laughs> well, it was like remember, I mean, like Star Fox had been a big thing, right? And it had yes. the special chip. Yeah. What they call it, the Super FX. Yeah. So they like put this special chip in that game. I think it's the STV chip or something like that. It says on the front, and um, that was supposed to be a big deal. It was the only game they ever used it in, but. It was like a hundred bucks. Are you, now are you talking out. virtual racing or Star Fox? Virtual racing. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember that Super Super FX branding was on a handful. Yeah. So that was like a really expensive cart, and now it's like worth a dollar or two or something like. <laughs> oh, that. I didn't realize. So you you mean at retail when it came out, it was expensive? Virtual racing on the Genesis. Yeah, it was like a hundred bucks. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, because it had that special chip in it. So. Mm. But this was pre, you know, thirty two X and all that stuff. So. Sure. Sure. And then also for Saturn, uh, NBA Jam, um, right kind of uh, when its uh, popularity was uh, probably either at its peak or just starting to decline. I mean, it was that like 16-bit era, so this was kind of like a, I think, a port of what was already out there. Love I never NBA played Jam. that one much. Love it. Did, yeah, great. Did you always play as Clinton or what? No, no. <laughs> we we usually activated like big head mode oh, yeah. or like you know whatever silly thing we thought we thought was fun. Gotta but have the big heads. honestly, like I I had I had a lot of fun with. It. I'm not a basketball guy at all, but we we played NBA Jam actually uh, uh, like a month or so ago. We had a bunch of people over. It's a great party game. So no Clinton Gore team ups. No, <laughs> he's on fire, right? That's <laughs> the one. All right, and then uh, moving on. All right, it's the DS. He picked yeah. him up. Star Fox, yeah, Star Fox Command. Command. I've, Never played this one. I've, I've, yeah. I've seen someone play this one and talk it to me, and it looks interesting. I'd like to try it, but I'm I'm not sold on it yet. You know, I think, you know, memo to Nintendo, as if they actually listen to me. Um, Star Fox games <laughs> are good when they're Star Fox. <laughs> not when they're Don't make anything and else. And... Yeah, no, 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 no. I was no, just no, no. thinking adventures, yeah. <laughs> just leave everything. Just Star Fox belongs in ships. That's good, right? It's not well, walking this one, fox. This one right? is ships. You you like plan out the ship's uh, route with your touchscreen. All right, no, 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 no. You no, do no, little no. mission. Yeah, I don't know. It looks interesting. Fly shoot stuff. It, it doesn't Fly. look like a Star Fox game, but it looks like an interesting game. There's that's probably a good lesson right there. If the game you're making looks nothing like the property, you probably shouldn't call it that, right? <laughs> Resident Evil Four. Hey, now wink, wait a minute. Wink. <laughs> And then um, he also got a Dreamcast game, right? What? I'm not familiar with this one. Yeah, I don't know Vanishing Point either. Bill? Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Vanish- yeah Vanishing Point's a racing game on the Dreamcast. And, uh, pro- like, you know, like nothing to write home about, nothing that people are really crazy on. But just recently, I found out that the, uh, I think the creative director or the, or, you know, whatever the, the main guy on the game of uh, the Burnout games, um, all the Burnout games, all the way through Paradise, this was his first uh, game that he directed, was Vanishing Point in the Dreamcast. So. Um, I'm sure it's no burnout, but uh, I'm curious to try this to see if any of the you know things that eventually ended up as part of burnout started in Vanishing Point or not. Do you know what this always gets mixed up in my head with? What? That's Viewpoint, and obviously these are two very different different games. But oh right, right, right. Um, all right, and then getting into some a couple goodies here. He got in for the NES. He found the Lost Classic, <laughs> everyone's right? new favorite hidden gem. That's right. That's everyone's favorite. So, um, the burly Russian himself, right? Karnov. <laughs> well, well, the well, the music in this thing—that's that's, that's where really you really good. want to be. <laughs> I was, um, yeah, I, I wasn't joking. If it sounded like I was, I wasn't. I was into Karnov before Karnov was cool. So, am I the Karnov hipster? Hey, me too. So, well, well, 
well, it's not cool yet, so you can be into it as long as you want. <laughs> and then the one I'm definitely not hip on, uh, the next one, uh, Mr. Fester's Quest. God, I remember the, the Nintendo Power cover. <laughs> I really, when I saw this, there was so much of it that kind of reminded me of Blaster Master. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh, man, yes! <laughs> and then I played it. So, <laughs> what a shame. But the next one is definitely a good player, right? Some DK it, classics. This is a great yeah. one. Yeah, it's 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 definitely less expensive than tracking down uh, uh, the individual Donkey Kong carts, um, and this is you know if you if it's uh, if you just want to play Donkey Kong, um, this is a great way to do it. It's super cheap. These come up all the time, but it's just a, a great little collection of games. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, highly recommended. And then he moved on to the uh, the Super NES, right? <laughs> Absolutely, the SNES, as it were. Uh-huh. And um, he picked up one game for that. What did he yeah. get? Well, actually, he was on. Uh, um, I believe he was. He posted that he wanted, um, like any Super Nintendo uh, Star Wars game. He wanted to get them all. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so in this, so actually, I had just a, a really, really, really nice box and manual for Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. um, and I let him know, and he was like, "Ah, uh, you know, I'm gonna hold off and do it complete," which you know worked out for him because, uh, in this first Super Nintendo uh, uh, pickup, he has Return of the Jedi complete. And in a later pickup in the month, just just remember, so he's got Return of the Jedi. Foreshadowing is the theme of the show. <laughs> so yeah, Return of the Jedi picks up uh, now, and then hold that in your mind. Okay, all right. And then um, he moved on to the uh, Nintendo, the Ultra 64, right? Yeah, moving <laughs> through the generations here. Yeah, the Konami 64. If only such a thing existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Ultra, so I figured, you know. <laughs> and... Um, the first one I have no experience whatsoever with. Um, I didn't even realize they made yeah. a Lego racing game. S- same here. The first I've heard about it. It's what you'd expect. <laughs> I see. From, 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 There's some from Legos in it. There's racer. some generic racing in it. Yeah. Is there some fog in it? If it's what it's been a really long time. If it's what I remember, it's a little kind of. There's some open world parts to it as well, but uh, it's really not that interesting. Now, do you play as a Lego dude, or you're just like a car and you can't see the driver? Yeah, if I'm thinking of the right one, you're you're a Lego dude in your car. Okay. Yeah. Now, next up is um, the only first-person shooter that I remember where you're like <laughs> throwing snowballs and yellow snowballs, uh, attacking. Yeah, and then attacking like you know turkeys, uh, turkeys. Um, South Park, right? Yep. I actually played quite a bit of that when it came out for some reason. I think I rented it too much. I didn't play that one. I did play another South Park game that's coming up. Um, that was not very good, really. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I did play a lot. And then the next one, I played this one actually crazy enough. I had a brief stint of playing some um, PC games around <gasps> yeah. the time. So I did play this one on PC, but not on the 64. Um, so that's Hexen, right? Yeah. You, you play the original, the, uh, uh, the one before Hexen? I played Hexen. <laughs> so Hexen is the, the spiritual PC. successor to Heretic. I did not play Heretic. I actually yes, knew you know, that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, if you look closely on the cart or on the cover of Hexen, um, it says in small letters, Beyond Heretic. So they could you know kind of associate it. But it was an id game. So it came from uh, uh, like John Romero and uh, you know the main id guys. It's, it's the Doom engine. So it probably performs similar to Doom 64. Um, I never played it on 64, but it's a it's a pretty good uh, classic uh, PC game. Yeah. yeah, like right around there, the few PC games I played, I remember playing Doom, I played Hexen, and I played Rise of the Triad. 
Mm, very nice. Yeah. Um, when I was in like grade then, seven, for some reason, we had Hexen installed on the computer in the classroom. Oh, cool. <laughs> so you snuck and played that a lot? No, I didn't, but it was quite popular in the room. I, like the teacher would go and play like, you know, those little like like solitaire or minesweeper, like jazz ball, things like that. And then as soon as he left the room, you know, someone would boot up Hexen every time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there we get to the other South Park game for the N64, right? Played the hell out of this I mean, game. I never played this, this one. So what is a trivia Chef's game? Shack. Yes, it is. It's like a game show. So, um, I, and to be to be honest uh, and fair to the N64 version, I played the Dreamcast version, um, which uh, uh, had some pretty bad loading times, which I still remember. But other than that. Uh, so it was, it was, a, it's like a game show. So like questions would come up and you would answer them like you wouldn't like, you know, you don't know Jack or whatever, but, uh, every like other question or every couple of questions, it would trigger like a mini game. And it was, so it's kind of similar to like, you know, fusion frenzy or like any game that has like a whole big collection of mini games. There was a couple that were really, really fun. The problem was they were chosen randomly. So like a big wheel would spin and you didn't have any choice over like how hard to spin it or when to stop it or anything. It would just kind of roll and pick itself. So, uh, what the game really needed was like kind of like a a menu where you could just choose. I just want to play this mini game, but it didn't do that. You had to go through the trivia to get to the games. Oh, so so did, it was fun. There's a lot of good little mini games in this game. So to have Chef's voice, and was like, "Hello, children." Uh, you know, again, I, the N64, I can't speak for, but yeah, all the voices were on the Dreamcast version. That's cool. <laughs> And then um, one of the ones I remember I bought, like, either at launch or right around launch for the N64, that was Shadows of the Empire, right? Yep, the the, the godfather to Rogue Squadron. Yeah, um, you know, I played the tar out of this thing, but man, it's a real stinker to go back to it. <laughs> First level. Play, that... play, the, play the battle for Hoth, yeah. and then turn it off, and then pl- turn on Rogue Squadron. Now, wait a minute, now... I... A couple of those ones, like where you had to like shoot through the asteroid field or whatever, those weren't too bad. What do you mean, like the levels where you're flying a ship? Yeah, well, <laughs> exactly, you're like, exactly. No way. Now you were kind of like a gunner, though, mostly. Well, no. The, well, the first level, you're it's like the snow speeder, and you're you know tripping walkers up. Yes. Uh, and then um, the next couple of levels, you're on foot. Yes. They they do put you in into ships more in the game. Yes. Um, but uh, uh I I can't remember. Yeah, there's a parts where because the ship looks kind of like the Millennium Falcon, and mm-hmm. so it has like the guns on the top and bottom. So it had like the sequence where oh no, we're in an asteroid field, and you have to shoot down the asteroids and stuff. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, that you was had to run like fun. into the gunner's turret, and it had like a gunner's section. Right. That wasn't too bad. We- it it kind of it kind of felt like to me that because uh, remember like Rebel was it Rebel Strike? I don't. The, I don't know. The, that, it was that it was on PC and like P, and uh, PlayStation and Sega Saturn. Uh, uh, Rebel Assault. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Rebel Assault that was, was kind of like. Too, I think. Yeah. It, exactly. So it was this game where it was Star Wars, but they took you out of a ship and had you walk around, and it was like uh, I see what they're trying to do, but I really just want to be in a Star Wars ship and be shooting <laughs> things. So. I think I feel like they've tried for a long time to try to get this right, and the Force Unleashed is like their current try at this, which is not a bad game. A lot of people like it, but I really just want a really good Star Wars <laughs> flight simulator, and that's why I can't go back to well, uh, what's it called, uh, Shadows of the Empire. Well, I'm really pretty shocked that they just haven't revamped X-wing and Tie Fighter. Cannot believe it for the modern age. I mean, it We're seems up, like a no-brainer. Yep. We're on the same page. I think they don't think that a flight uh, combat sim will sell. But I, I just just do it, please. Somebody do it. Oh, look, they've put out a lot of cruddy 
Star Wars licensed game. Yeah. So, 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 um, again, again, not to get too far off topic because we do this a lot, but with Disney acquiring LucasArts, does that mean Disney has the choice to do this? I would say so. Yeah, they own the property. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, maybe they'll uh, take a chance and uh, give us some cool stuff. I doubt it. You'll probably just see some crappy Star Wars level with Jar Jar Binks and Epic Mickey no. Three. <laughs> yeah, they'll just be Infinity Mesa characters thinking now. Mickey is coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of the best game of all time. I will agree with you, the game. Maybe not the system version. Come on. No, this version is excellent. Not as good as the Saturn. Yeah, you keep saying that <laughs> in loading times. Come on. Yeah, okay. So, Mortal, uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat for the golden box. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> that was the only reason to own the Sega CD version of that game. <laughs> It was pretty. It was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, I've got Mortal Kombat two for the thirty two X. It's okay. It's. I mean, yeah. I if, would probably say if, the, the Super Nintendo version is probably still better. Oh come on! It, it probably is. Me and Retro, we're coming after you. <laughs> so yeah, more if you if you're if you if you want a cart version of Mortal Kombat two, uh, I don't think you're gonna find a better version. If you if you want a cart cart com uh, a version of uh, Mortal Kombat 2 where you have to take the machine apart, refigure the wires and everything in it every 20 minutes. Go for it. Hey, this is the one for you. Who said this hobby was easy? <laughs> <laughs> if you like glitchy hardware with crazy 1600 cables, this one's for you. 32-bit risk processors. <laughs> Krabby, I'm I'm very curious to know your opinions on this next game. Are we talking about Ocarina? Yes. And what what kind of opinion are you looking for? I don't think I've ever heard your thoughts on this game, in particular, uh, this this particular Zelda game. Um, my thoughts are similar to my Metroid thoughts. Oh, tread lightly, Krabby. Okay. You're gonna get some hate okay. mail. No, no, it's, it's okay. Ever, ever, to each his own. I'm, you know, I, I was very, I'm literally curious as to what about it turned you off. I really like the. I'm not like turned off by it. It's okay. It's just, it's okay for me. Not, not ten out of ten for sure. Okay. I, I really love the 2D Zeldas, and the 3D transition for me doesn't feel like Zelda anymore, and I, I haven't had a whole lot of interest in them. Link to the yeah, past, man. Enough. Link yeah, to the past. Exactly. Fair, link to the past, enough. Link's Awakening. How, 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 do you, how do you feel for Angle that he has a complete ocarina? It is a beautiful, complete box. I, I've it got really one here, is. and it looks fantastic. And I, and I will say, I I... When, when it came out, I remember skipping school for three days in a row, <laughs> my my buddy bought it and we went over to his house because his parents weren't home during the day and we beat it in three days like that right when it came out wow i i know a few people that did that and I, I i remember playing that game for a long time and like not wanting it to be over like knowing like i could go and beat it like no let me just go and do other stuff for a while well it was basically like you'd play until you fell asleep and then you'd take the controller out of the sleeping guy's hand and then if you got to a boss or found something cool while they were sleeping, you kick them awake again. And like we did that for like three day period. It was awesome. Nice. I remember that one had some cool pre-order bonuses. I got that from Kmart, and I got a soundtrack CD and a T-shirt that came with it. Yeah, I remember the T. I got this this black T-shirt with a gold link on the front. That's not the um, one I have. It's like a white T-shirt with um, like the logo on it. Oh yeah, mine was uh, Babbage's uh, pre-order, so oh, okay, I don't know okay. if they were different, but. Uh, but yeah, black. It was my favorite T-shirt for a long time, and I, I I wore it out. It got all ratty. I had to get rid of it. But uh, yeah, and then of course, besides the collector edition gold cart was available at uh, at launch. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And then moving on to um, the PlayStation Two, we got some games for that one. So um, yeah, never played any of these. Harvest Moon. Haven't played a yeah, single one um, of them. I've never played uh, them either. 
I have I have not. I put a ton of time into the Super Nintendo one. So much time. It's really fun. Okay, in 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 ten seconds, can you tell me what kind of game it is? Um, it is a farming simulator with some social aspects to it. Okay. Because it's like dating sim farm simulator, right? Yeah. the The point of the game is to you know successfully grow your farm from like a little nothing with like one cow to a thriving business and to find a mate and has start a family. Crap, this actually sounds like something I'd really like. Yeah, you should at least try There's one of them. Of they're all they're all fairly similar. There's been no big breakthroughs in the series, so pretty much just you grab one and try it. You'll you'll know you'll have know they, within the they, first hour or two well? if you like it. Have they aged well? Have you played it recently? Um, the PS2 and GameCube ones play very similar to the Super Nintendo ones, I, so I think they've aged well because I like that old style. All right, cool. I'll give it a try. Now, Bill, that how would you pronounce this next? <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Alchemist, maybe. Alchemist. Al- Alchemist. <laughs> So obviously the word is alchemist, but when I misspell words, uh, I don't get away with it. So nope. I think Full it's just funny. Just, alchemist. If it wasn't funny, I wouldn't bring it up. So yeah, an- another one that I've heard of and have never played any. Now this is a, like um, an anime series, right? Yeah, I've seen some of the series, but I haven't played any of the games. I know nothing about it. Me neither. The series right, kind of turned me off the games, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on to a series I do know something about. Some Tekken. 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 Right? You believe it or not, the first Tekken I played was three. Never played one really? or two. Yeah. I remember there was this place that used to be not too far away, and it was kind of like the Dave and Busters of its time. It was a different place, but and they had Tekken like when it first came out. Man, we played the crap out of some Tekken. I never... The 3D fighters don't really do much for me. I never was able to get into it. Hmm. And then moving on, we get wah, to wah, um, wah. An, uh, to another three D transition that Crabmaster frowns upon. You're right, <laughs> but we'll we'll hit upon something you like eventually. Yeah, um, it'll happen. GTA Vice City stories. Uh, there's probably not much to say there, right? I I didn't even know this came out. I mean, I know I know Liberty City stories is something that came out. You know, for Grand Theft Auto Four. I didn't realize that Vice City stories was a thing that happened. Now, was it that it was a PSP game and then it was converted to ps2 or there was something that was like that somewhere that that sounds like it makes sense because this it would have been something that uh because sony did that with a handful of psp games late in the uh cycle yeah um and then crazy taxi right <laughs> love this game yeah good. needs needs offspring to be crazy taxi yes that's true if it doesn't start out with yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not crazy taxi and then um all right bill you're kind of into these this kind of stuff this next one right i i, I do i like uh, uh i i just like these kind of things you get romancing saga yeah i think i've got some of those for ps2 yeah. and then also another i guess depending on the way you feel about the style and the genre of the game you might consider it a black sheep of the final fantasy universe but the dirge of cerberus oh my goodness yeah i have it in the collection to to fill a final fantasy hole in my ps2 uh, slot I, <laughs> I still haven't broken down to get this one even though i've seen it cheap many times but aren't you a huge vincent valentine fan no no <laughs> you know it's sad that they had to make like this whole game dedicated to like a completely optional character from a game yeah he was really yeah, obscure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and what did they call that that was like Remember they had the whole series of stuff? They had a name for that. 
Um, for him? No, for like the games that they made, like that related to Final Fantasy VII. It was. Oh, I didn't. There I was a technical term when they said, "Okay, we're releasing all." There was like three or four games. They're all tying into. Uh, I can't remember it. Blah. It's kind of like when Final Fantasy thirteen was announced. They had that Fabula Novala Crystallis yes. or whatever it is. Yes, I didn't know there was a similar thing for seven. There was, uh, okay. or maybe I would know it if I heard the term. So, some one of our listeners can chime in, and I'm I'm sure yeah. tell us, or maybe yeah, put it in the thread. It'll hit me later. And um, and then uh, Bill, you like driving racing games? Do you know I, this I'm one? A- I'm a big fan of a, of a lot of racing games. This is one of those games that uh, was on the PS2. It was very popular early on in its uh, in the PS2's lifespan. I think it was one of the only racing games available for a while. It was Midnight Club. Um, and I think this was kind of still in a time when Gran Turismo was still like on the minds of a lot of people. And people were waiting for you know the, the, new, the new one to come out. And Midnight Club kind of snuck in there. And uh, it's not the best racing game in the world, but... Uh, if you wanted to have a racing game, you didn't want to wait a year for GT. Uh, you could uh, definitely get away with Midnight Club. And this is kind of back when Fast and the Furious was really hot, right? Yeah, this actually was was right when that happened, and uh, uh, I don't think they had any anyone had a license to do a Fast and the Furious game. So this was a similar thing. Like you're meeting at a building <laughs> at midnight for a quarter mile or whatever race, and that's it. And like there could be cops. You got to get away from them. So it was that same vibe. Yeah, probably like lots of drifting, right? Oh, of... so much drifting. <laughs> Not as much drifting as Need for Speed. Uh, God, I think it was the first Hot Pursuit before they rebooted it. Yeah. Uh, the drifting in one of those Need for Speed games was out of control. Oh, that's kind of like Ridge Racer or whatever the one that launched with like the 360. Man, that thing, if you couldn't oh, yeah. you couldn't <laughs> play that game, if you couldn't figure yeah. that out. The, the cars didn't turn no. if you weren't drifting. Um, And then um, a couple... Met- Something Krabby loves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, what, what is it, Grabby? It's metal Slug. Uh, four and yeah, five. Which ones? Four and five. Four and... How do you feel about those? I, I like all the Metal Slugs. One through six. They're all cool. enjoyable. I have I have the uh, the Wii collection. Yeah, me too. I love it. Wasn't That's there one, one that was kind of like a 3D try at Metal Slug? Or am I thinking of something Not... else? Not that I know. I've never seen anything Metal Slug except for side-scrolling. Yeah, I can't, all right, I can't maybe I'm... think of it either. I must be thinking of something else then. I think you're thinking of South Park with all the snowballs. <laughs> maybe, maybe I am. And these next two, I'm kind of a little jealous of. I would like to find these, and I've not run across Ab- them. Oh, totally. Yeah, this is a great, great little PS2 game. Yeah, that's the Gradius, uh, what, 3 and 4 or whatever? Mm-hmm. The collection. And then there was also Gradius 5 for PS2, right? Yes, they released a 3 and 4 combo, or compo, however you want to say it, and then 5 was a separate release. Yeah, I've, I've got the 5 yet. one. I still need the 3 and 4. Uh, if I ran across them at a good price, I will definitely pick them up, because I like those kind of games. Those are good. So so I, so I have a question, and don't make fun of me, because I just want to learn. So Life Force yes, and, the, and then Gradius, two different things, right? Yes. Life Force is actually a bastardization of... <laughs> Gradius and Salamander, right? But but it's but it's different teams, different people, and everything. Um, I couldn't. Cause, t- cause uh, Salamander Konami, is right? a very different kind of playing game. If you play actually Salamander, um, mm-hmm. then and Life Force basically graphs the Gradius power up system onto Salamander. Okay. So Salamander was an arcade release, just like Gradius was, but they had a different 
sort of setup. If you want a better idea, go check out like um like Salamander for the PC Engine is very much like Salamander. Isn't the Salamander Family Com cart like that crystal blue? Yeah, it's kind of clear. It's kind of green. Yeah. Um, but it's still Life Force, even though it's a Salamander. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> I didn't know if uh, Gradius and Life Force were the same thing because they're both Konami. Yeah, it's from that same kind of group. But I mean, they had a lot of shit. You know, they had Gradius, they had Salamander, Life Force, they had the Twin Bee games. Stinger. So, I mean, Stinger is a Twin Bee game. Yeah. Um, so they have the big Twin Bee series. They have a lot of shooters in their heritage. And sure. Jackal. I would like to find. Yeah, I would like to find those for the PS2 at some point. And the next one, I would not like to find. It. <laughs> nope, um, <laughs> it's a bad game. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's cool to have on your shelf, and if you love Family Guy, that's awesome. Uh, I uh, I want us to like this game too. It's a licensed cash in. I mean, sure, it's Family Guy. They wanted to make money. I can't blame them. Yep. But back to the shmups, quick. Yes, and then R Type. Nice. Um, I think I've got that one. I think I actually yes. like R Type better than Gradius. For shame! What's wrong? Oh with you? come on! It's a solid <laughs> one. I like R Type. Um, I also like Thunder Force. You know, Thunder Force games are really. Ooh, I haven't good, got to play that one yet. Yeah, yeah. You actually, play any of the Thund- Thunder Force yeah. series? Nope. What is wrong with you, Krabby? I, I sold a Thunder Force about a year ago. It was a. It was a very easy sell. <laughs> Thunder bet. Force Two, yeah, but Thunder Force Three Forward, very good. <laughs> and then, um, okay, so Krabby, your mission is find a Thunder Force game and play it, other than like two. I accept that mission. All right, I'm looking forward to here. And Lightning Force on the Genesis is also a, technically a Thunder Force game, so that counts. All right, I'll add it to the list. Um, Crazy Taxi 2 is up. I've never played Crazy Taxi 2. Me neither. I kind of went from 1 to 3. I yeah, played all of them. I, I love Crazy Taxi. And then he picked up some strategy guides, right? So Yep, paper, paper's always good. I don't know if he smelled them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe you could tell us what what the aroma was. <laughs> and then these next ones I'm kind of impressed by. Here's um, some some more games that I love. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. This these next are, group yeah. really I'm very you know very good. So Lunar One and Two. Awesome believe, games. Right? Yeah. Love yep. them. You know I've just never been able to like pull the trigger because they remake these games like every five minutes. Now, so. the, se- the second one that I've got in my collection, I've actually got from retail. I think I, s- I spent like a crazy amount, like 120 bucks on it when it came out. Oh! Yeah, that big box, and I still kept all the map, the uh, medallion, all the little characters you can like punch out. I kept them all sealed in there still. I bought the original, like the PlayStation re-release that was like that big box with all that stuff in it, mm-hmm. um, but I traded it a while back for something I really wanted. <laughs> oh, I remember that, yeah. Give you a little heck but, for that. Yeah, you know it's all right. Don't worry, they remake it like constantly, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that, was, that was so awesome. Canadians are so nice; they don't give people hell. <laughs> <laughs> I just get the like. Oh, next time, you should do really better. It's like, oh, don't, watch it there, don't buddy. Don't do that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and the next one, I picked this one up recently. So good job. Picked up Dragon Warrior Seven for the PS One. I, th- I thought you had this. I thought you loved this game. Yeah, I told you I bought, I, I think my last show, right? I think we talked about that. I picked that up when I was buying your games. Oh, that's that right. That's what it was. Yep. Yep, yep. And then Final Fantasy Tactics. I mean, what's not to love about that? Yeah. I don't care for if, that yeah, one. Yeah, it's, 
No, come <laughs> yeah. on, man. I tried really hard. <laughs> that's what hard I was going like yeah. so to say. I know, I know people. I know people who don't like Final Fantasy who love this game. And I know Final Fantasy fans who enjoy it. So it, it really comes down to your love for turn-based tactics. Right. If you're not a turn-based tactics fan, you will not I, like I this do. game. Your love of Final Fantasy can't I make you I do like, like other turn-based tactics games. I just don't like this one for some reason. All right, Krabby, let's run through a few things that just so you, we can level the hate uh, squarely on your shoulders. Vandal Heart series. Yes or no? I haven't played it. Can't comment. All right. Tactics Ogre. Good. All right. So you'll probably survive a little round of hate. <laughs> All right. Um, moving back into it, though. The next thing, I have no idea anything about this at all. Me neither. I th- I know it's a thing. <laughs> I know it exists. I'm pretty sure there's cards and toys. Um, it sounds like a Pokemon ripoff, but Digimon? It, yeah, it came out right after the Pokemon craze. It was definitely cashing in on it. It's not bad. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Next. Is, is, is it a have-to-collect-them-all-battle-your-monsters type game? Um, yes. Um, okay. there was, I can't remember. It's been so long. My, one of my friends had this when it came out and I believe it was, you could pop open your PlayStation, put in any other media disc you had, like a CD or a movie or something. And it would like create you a monster with the oh. digital information into the game. Like, yeah, like monster. I Rancher. have, I've okay, heard I'm getting it mixed before. up with monster rancher then. Yeah. Monster rancher. I'm, oh, I'm okay. getting the mixed up here. Scratch everything I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, another ripoff. So, so, uh, yeah, the only Digimon so, so game I played then is Digimon Rumble Arena Two for the GameCube, and it wasn't very good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've heard that from most of the Digimon crowd. Moving on to a really cool game is Mega Man Legends. Yeah, yeah Krabby, how do you feel about this one going to three D? I played it actually. Do you have it? Any interest? Uh, I have interest. Yeah, I love Mega Man, so I'm I'm mm-hmm. quite curious. I, I've heard good cool. things about the Legends games, so I'd like to check them out. I'm still waiting for my accidental cross against Legends 2 and Misadventures of Tron Bond, but we'll see. Mm. Maybe one of these days. I love this next game. Uh, yeah. Bum, 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 <laughs> right? DuckTales. Yeah, this is a great, great NES game. It is. Um, One that, at first, if you didn't have a manual and you'd never played, it would probably take you a few minutes to try to figure out what the heck you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I I remember like once you figure out like the pogo bounce, yes. like that's how you traverse the environment yeah. for the whole game. Yeah, because until then you're like, okay, do I hop on them? No. Yeah. Right, well, I, oh, I can't I can, attack. I, yeah. yeah, I can't touch anybody. I can't swing a cane. Like it's it, this game's impossible. And it's like, oh no, like it, there's a different thing to attack from above than to jump. Yeah, definitely. And the next one, you know, I was so excited about this one. I imported this from Japan before it came out here with a converter. <laughs> Hardcore. Um, really? So I you did. were that big a Star Fox fan on Super Nintendo? I was. Okay. So I got that with the Rumble Pack and everything before it even came out here. Uh, so Star Fox 64. I, me and a buddy of mine, because there was a deal with an importer, and so we each ordered copies, and, man, we played the tar out of that thing. And, you know, it's obviously not much of a language barrier, so it was really fun. Yeah, we grabbed right away. I remember being blown away by the Rumble Pack too when it came out and getting yeah. the, the four player games going with the like tanks and planes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because if people yeah, was cool. weren't there and they don't realize, that's how Rumble started. Yeah. It was it, yeah. With you, the Rumble yeah you had to buy a thing and snap it on. And then even, you know, when, you know, a couple more systems, like the Dreamcast came out, same thing. It was a separate thing. 
and so when the dual shock happened it was kind of a it was kind of a big deal when the dual shock happened yeah because then you actually had like, it yeah. in the control yeah, i remember for like a month like every single time that thing rumbled you realized it and you were amazed it was yeah. so yeah. special I, yeah and now it's like you don't even know what's happening anymore yeah i'm really glad other people feel that way because when when you went from no rumble to rumble I remember, like, feeling it in my hands, looking at everyone with this big, stupid, goofy <laughs> yeah. smile. I can't even explain to you what's happening right now. And remember all the nasty hubbub when um, PS3 came out and there was no rumble? Yeah, they wanted it back. I, I really oh, didn't miss I it. I've totally, got, I got a six-axis. I totally axis forgot about and that. I didn't even, I've got a six-axis. Uh, I didn't, yeah, didn't no realize rumble. it was gone even. The thing is so feather-light. It is. Yeah. Um, without the rumble thing in it, it's like it almost but, feels well, yeah. broken. I remember. I yeah. totally forgot that the rumble was out, and I think they blamed it on battery life. And then eventually, yeah. you know, the DualShock Three happened. I, but yeah, you're right. That controller weighed nothing. Yeah. I think the talk really was that they didn't want to pay the license the technology, <laughs> and yeah. eventually they just got enough hate where they because they came up with like totally. all these ridiculous reasons why they didn't do it. Yeah. Like it would yeah. mess up the six-axis control or something. Oh, that's right. They said like with the dueling technologies, they didn't. They would have affected it adversely. Yeah, or something. garbage. Well, we we learned yeah. out which technology won the day, right? Not yeah. six-axis control. I rem- I remember <laughs> being so enthralled with that rumble that we would like scour every other N sixty four game trying to find other ones that worked with it. Even stupid ones like Orcarina of Time, when all it did was like, sh- whoa, all whoa. it did was like shake when you got near a Skulltula. Uh, oh, that was so a big you mean deal. just like stupid, just stupid features yeah, stupid feature. that would that, use that rumble. That was a really okay. good feature. That was it was really like lame, tacked on. Like you, you could have what? you had these like sword battles. You could have had it shaking the whole game, and doing cool things. When no, but I mean that way you would if you didn't have that finding all those stupid sculptula things would have been really difficult. Yeah. On on the 3ds remake, um, there's a uh, like there's like a visual indicator when you get close. So uh, uh, because obviously there's no rumble. In the uh, in the 3DS, yeah. And did you guys ever get like there was those few DS games that used the little rumble cartridge? Did you guys? I've ever seen those, but I haven't played any. No, I've yeah, I've never, same thing. I've seen them, haven't played any. I did. Um, my daughter for a little while had Super Princess Peach, and it has rumble. And I'm telling you, even though I'm a dude, Super Princess Peach a is game. a good game. I played it. Yeah, it's good. And the rumble you know is good. My my wife has that car. I've never noticed it was a rumbler. I'll have to give it a try. You have to get no. You have to get the separate rumble pack. It just oh, it's a separate thing. Yeah. Gotcha. So definitely, I would say check it out. It's good game, and it's the Rumble packs are not real expensive. But if you have a DS Lite, you have to get a special one for the DS Lite. <laughs> nice. If you want, to I fit also love. Yeah. I also really like this next game, and it's a, it's a stupid little cheapy game, but I loved it when I when I rented it back in uh, the Genesis days. Oh, really? Tell me more. I don't know anything. Yeah, I haven't played it either. Well, well, you see, the thing is, Beavis, I believe, I believe burped. I think, <sighs> and butthead. That's really good, actually. <laughs> and butt and butthead. I think farted. I could be getting that wrong, and I'm really sorry if I am. Um, but uh, your attack was you would press a button, like you could jump, you could run, but then like your attack was you would burp, and there was like a six foot, uh, like cloud. It was a uh, I think gr- green if you burped, and then uh, uh, gray if you farted, and that was your attack against uh, other. But it was like an adventure game, so you had to get tickets to to go see Guar, <laughs> and in order to get the tickets, you had to. It was almost like uh, uh, you ever play like virtual Bart? Yeah. No. Yeah. What about uh, like any of the uh, Bart versus the universe? Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> but there was like five or six different sections that you had to get different pieces to be able to go see Guar or get the Guar tickets. That is awesome. Um, and 
You know what's yeah, funny? I, I've, I had fun with it. Did you guys ever listen to Guar? Oh, yeah. Yes. I had a friend that was a big Guar fan. <laughs> uh, man, talk about over the top. Be? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. But it was funny. It was almost like, you know, the kiss of its day, just over the top, you know, great. Yeah. But but honestly, Beavis and Butthead, like I, the 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 crowd, the you know the the kids these days that are, might not be old enough to remember Beavis and Butthead. Or it's back on. Oh, oh, I knew I knew they came back. I didn't know that they were still back. I don't know if they still went back. Away. I mean, pretty recently, yeah. there's been Beavis and Butthead again. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just it's it's just it's a toilet humor game. Oh, and yeah. Uh, of course, yeah. So it's I mean, you can probably get the cart for you know pretty cheap, a couple of bucks, but uh, it's it's worth uh, turning on and just uh, grossing your girlfriend out. <laughs> And then um, uh, you were just, I think, talking a little bit about this next game for a minute, Bill. Yeah, I think we've had a couple people this month pick this up so far. Uh, uh, Rogue Squadron. Again, make sure you get that expansion pack. And uh, <laughs> you you're going to be new all title good in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one, I think we've kind of already talked a little bit about it. But he's get foreshadowing. the uh, Super Star Wars games, right? So yeah. remember, yeah, he grabbed that Return of the Jedi. So a little bit later in the month. Grabs a Super Star Wars and a Super Empire Strikes Back, completing the trilogy for the Super Nintendo. Good job. One month, yeah. Um, nothing's Sweet. complete without Jar Jar. Now, come on now. Uh, you're the only one keeping him alive. <laughs> Misa thinks if, there should be a Super if, Nintendo if, game. If you just stop mentioning him, he'd go away. <laughs> All I can say Actually, is, thank fr- God Lucas can't screw up anymore. Well, that's the, You know what Disney should do to get all the people who, like, I, I'm excited for the new, uh, new movie. Really with J.J. Uh, Abrams? Not a Me problem. Too, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Okay really? So, so with um, with uh, all they have to do is like kill Jar Jar in the first ten <laughs> minutes of the movie, Misa and everyone shot! will be on their side. <laughs> no, no, kill him dead with no. <laughs> oh, kill him. Have the Draken Guard take him out. And is that and is that more foreshadowing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me more that's about it, these Draken Guard. That's immediate foreshadowing. Yeah. So Draken Guard for PS2. No, nothing. Uh, about Angle this. must have known we we're going to be talking about this. I'm going to imagine it's about dragons. It has to be. Draken, as we all know, is Norwegian, I don't know, <laughs> for Dragon Guard. Is that anything yeah, like I, the band Dokken? I hope so. The rock group Dokken? Yeah. Yeah. Breaking <laughs> the chains, baby. <laughs> and the next one, um, I understand, is a part of the series. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. Yeah, I, I have no idea which number this is. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Deception? Yeah, I've I've played a few of the spin-offs, but they all blur together, so I'm not sure if this is one of them or not. No, f- no, dude, four was four, right? Yeah. Okay, they were all they were numbered up until five, right? No, I don't think five had a number. I think it was five. Yeah, I, I'm I pretty think, sure because there's a Game Boy version of Mortal Kombat Five. I really? think Bill's yes. right on this one. I've never seen a five. Mm, all right, I have to get our crack staff on it, but I'm pretty sure there's a Game yeah, Boy Mortal I'm, Kombat Five. I'm going 5. to say I'm going to say that four was the last with the number, and I think the next was either Deadly Alliance or Armageddon. But Israel will tell us. <laughs> That's right. So um, we will definitely find out. And then um, up next, we've got uh, another series. I just I really am not familiar with. So have any of you guys played these? I did right when it came out. Some destroy all humans. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Pretty pretty generic, a little alien uh, 3D shooting game. Uh, again, nothing nothing fantastic, but yeah, a little time killer. I'll, I'll take a simulate over it any day. All right, <laughs> there you go. You'll take a simulate over everything we've talked about so far. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, um, Zizis. Zixis. Right? 
Is that how Zex- you say Zexies. that? So I, I say Zexies. Zexies is, is my pronunciation. Zexies? Yeah. Oh, no. It's because um, the Zs sound different up here. The, the oh, Zs. okay. I, I, you I guys understand. are Zeds, yeah. right? So if I had to travel up there, I would change my pronunciation. That's right. So you would say Zegzeds. I was with a friend uh, uh, in uh, at a Starbucks who was visiting from uh, Europe, and his name is Pazby. P A Z B I. So where to? You know, you go. You know, you go to Starbucks, and uh, they want your name for your <laughs> cup. So he said, "Say your name," and he says Pazby, and they say what? <laughs> <laughs> so he so he spells it P A Z B I. <laughs> Like what? Zed ain't a letter. Yeah, so it it went on for a little while. It was pretty fun, and he kept saying Zed. What? P A what? Zed. P- what? Zed. And then I, I I finally told him I was like, we don't say that here. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry. What do you say, Z? That's funny. Yeah. Um, but that's a fun little NES game, right? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun. All right, and then um. Rad this Racer. one's not too easy to find. Red Racer two, what? Yeah. I don't think this. I don't see this one nearly as much as I see Red Racer. Oh well, Red Racer is popular, but I still see Red Racer two pretty often. No, really, I, I could have sworn I saw it for like twenty bucks at a store, so I thought it was maybe a little bit less uh, easy to find. Oh, I'm sure someone thinks it's rare. <laughs> I'm sure if you look on eBay, you'll see a lot of those options. Yeah, yeah. Mario Duck Hunt, super rare. They're probably getting it mixed up with RC Pro Am two or something like that. That you know what? That's probably what I'm getting it mixed up with. Maybe. Thank you for that. Um, but he got both, right? Rad Racer one and two. Yep. Yep. And the next one, didn't we talk <laughs> about this last show? Some sled storm. Uh, we had to have. I think we're going to talk about it for every show going forward now. <laughs> and I think someone did answer my question about whatever the Tron shooter was on PlayStation One, but I've done forgot <laughs> already. <laughs> Can someone put it in the thread for this episode? <laughs> Keep hammering it in I there. Remember, It'll stick eventually. All I remember every time is that it looked cool. Mm. And then um, I don't know anything about this next one either. Final Fantasy I've Legends played, 3? Yeah, never played any of the Legends Game Boy titles. I haven't touched the Legends ones either. I've actually heard people say they're pretty decent as far as Game Boy games go, though. Yeah, the scary That's part cool. is I think I've got it, but I don't, I've never <laughs> played it. It's terrifying. Yeah, I've got, I think I've got like all the Game Boy ones, but I've never really... I'm kind of afraid. I don't want to ruin what's in my mind. <laughs> well, just uh, just play tactics first, and then this one will definitely be better. Oh. <laughs> uh. <Palette laughs> All right, and moving on. <laughs> this is definitely my absolute favorite score of the month. Yeah, I think we knew that coming yep, in. Probably. Um, but he picked up a extremely mint, um, complete in-box AV Famicom. And... I, and I, are you going to explain to us now why that's the Famicom system to own? I will. Um, but first, because he kind of asked does, me. Does it play 32X games? You're you're pushing it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I'm trying to remember this is a family show. Um, but he he PM me and he said, hey, I'm looking for an AV Famicom. Do you know anybody, you know, to, to hook me up with one? And I said, well, I, I picked mine up off Famicom World, but I didn't see that anybody had theirs. So I said, there's this other importer that I just recently got some stuff from, and they're really good at what they do. Um, not the cheapest, but really good. And so he said, okay, well, 
He checked with him and he came back and said, you know, I don't know. The price seems like pretty high. And I said, well, you know, for that, they're probably going to get something that looks pretty mint. And sure enough, he said, you know, I bit the bullet and he got it. And the thing does. I mean, it looks looks brand new. I mean, it looks mint. So are you going to throw that seller in the show notes? Um, yeah, I think I mentioned them actually in a thread already, but it's Arcade Gear. You can just Google them, Arcade Gear. Um, but yes, I, I can put them in the show notes. Um, so it really does. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen the picture of it, it's on page 591 in small scores, and the box looks like it came off the it's shelf. Like they yeah. like time traveled and brought it back with them. Yeah, it really does. And I'm going to talk more about Arcade Gear a little bit later when we get to talk about my stuff, because the other stuff I got from them also came in. So um, I will just say now, and then I'll talk more about it then, excellent um, site and excellent people to deal with, and we'll get more into that a little bit later. So congratulations. The reason this is the best is that um, this system was the first system... Um, well, it along with the Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, when it came out, it had the multi-AV out port. So this is where you get your traditional, just like on the Super Nintendo, you know, you plug the one plug into it, it's got your cords that come out, um, and very clean video signal. It doesn't have the jail bars like the top loader on the US system does. It's definitely my favorite system. I, I use it extensively. So, highly recommend. It does cost... But just like the U.S. top loader costs, but I mean, it's well, it's infinitely better. So. And it's a 60-pin, right, being a Famicom? Yes, it is, but you can get pin converters. So mm-hmm. I play a lot of my NES games on it with a pin converter. So congratulations, uh, Engel. That's a really yeah, a great way to wrap things up, and um, thanks uh, very much. I think you know you had the two sets of donations in. So thank you very much for keeping the site going. Um, it really means a lot. Now coming up next is a user from across the sea, which I want to take a minute to say we're starting to get more users. I mean, sorry, more listeners from um, uh, worldwide. So we get some downloads. I've seen some from um, South Korea, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, the UK, um, even Spain and Germany. So. If you are um, one of our foreign listeners, not to the U.S., I know a lot of our stuff is um, a little U.S.-centric, but I want you to keep in mind, if you're listening and you want to talk more about some of your stuff, we get all this from rfgeneration.com and the Small Scores thread. So if you want to talk more about some of the stuff from your territories, you know, if you're not posting, get over there, sign up, throw some, post your throw stuff. Some pictures we'll be up happy there. to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, and we'll be happy to learn more about it, too. And, and as you'll find out shortly, we won't know what the hell we're talking about, but hopefully it's amusing. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, we're always excited to learn more. So if you're posting your stuff, tell us a little bit about it, so that way we know and we can um, and we can spread that along. So um, our next user, Buildstar, we've talked about him before, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. He is from Europe. Um, and did we say last time we thought it was from the Netherlands? I don't, I don't I remember. remember. We... we, we we make a lot of lies <laughs> when, we're, when, when we're guessing where people are from or what their names mean. So we, we could have said that at Bill's some point. Bill's fairly racist, I think we might too. All those I'm guys sure. are the same name. <laughs> exactly. Because I think we made Sweden, the, Netherlands. Yeah. Isn't it all just... Isn't everything in Europe just Britain? It's the European Union now, right? So yeah. we can just kind of lump them together. No. Seriously, though, I I think it was from there. And if, if not, he can, he, can, um, he can correct us. But... Um, obviously, being over in Europe, you know, computer scene was a lot bigger. Yeah, lots um, of PC stuff this month. Here. 
So yeah, a lot of PC games. And um, some of these I definitely know, though, right? Yeah. Most people know so, Leisure Suit Larry, right? Leisure yeah, Suit at least, Larry. At least by name. Uh, even if people haven't played it, you kind of know yeah, the Yeah, I've never played it. I'm very aware of the series, though. Yeah, where uh, Larry Laffer, the horrible want-to-be playboy guy, goes around and tries to get hooked up and hilariously bombs it pretty much this right? next one though is uh it's one of the pc games that i you know i don't ever grab pc games really i would love to grab this earthworm gym collection that looks cool yeah um i wonder does it just earthworm gym and the second one or does it have 3d in it too i wonder i assume just the first two but i don't know i'm gonna have to check that out because it i'm gonna have to see if it even came out over here because it i love earthworm gym he's awesome yeah um i Bill, you want to take a stab at this next one? Yeah, Bill. I'll stab at it. <laughs> All right. Now, I think there were some other words in here, too. Uh, I only Krabby put them in. So I'm, I'm going to think it was something like that, but I could be wrong or something. Okay. So so we have uh, this game, Tom and de Tovarar. Back. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. that's probably better than I would do. I... That's, probably, that's probably perfect. <laughs> That's probably what Build Star sounds like too. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> and looking at the cover, Crabby and I, when we were talking about this, it's this kid, Tom, and it looks like he's talking to maybe like a tomato or a pepper or something. Yeah, some kind of vegetable. So I'd be kind of curious um, if we pop that into Google Translate, what that would come up with. But I'm going to take a weird shot that it's some kind of talking vegetable. Tom and it was the some, tomato. Yeah, it sounds classic. It was some some anthropomorphic, you know, vegetable. Anyway, on the front. I'm going to guess it's Dutch. It could be. And I don't think tomato, because I think bay is like some sort of berry. Maybe it was a pepper? Something. Maybe? Maybe strawberry. Maybe it was a raspberry or strawberry or something. Yeah, I'm going to say like Tom and some sort of berry. kind of weird berry we don't even have over here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like uh uh when you go to ikea and you get that lingonberry <laughs> yeah, uh juice or whatever it is <laughs> where are these berries <laughs> uh, and then they only grow in the alps <laughs> <laughs> this next one um for the pc star wars behind the magic you guys have any idea what that is it's gotta be some sort of documentary like thing that has thing. some interactive content you think it's like so some of like, those early 90s kind of like enhanced yeah like yeah, I was just going to say, remember Enhanced CD? Yes. <laughs> so it was a music CD you put in, like there was like some concert footage or like it, it showed CD like a... CD and like graphics. A, yeah. yeah. It showed like a JPEG of like <laughs> of a room and you could click on a table and then it would like show you like a picture of a napkin one of them put their drink on or something. Yeah, I remember yeah, like uh, when No Doubt's first like Tragic Kingdom came out, it was one of those Enhanced CDs. Yeah. Also, there was a Cranberries uh, CD that was an Enhanced CD. There was a Bush one I remember I had. I remember uh, uh, I couldn't find a computer they would work on. Because they would have, like, terrible QuickTime videos and stuff. Yeah, I had to bring it to my neighbor's house to watch these the enhanced <laughs> content on these discs. That's hilarious. Um, and then I think we all know this next one, right? Same as Leisure Shoot Larry. I've heard of this, never played it. Krabby? Yeah, Tamagotchi? Um, I played one of those, like, little pocket ones. Yeah, that's really what it was. Yeah. But, I mean, I know they made, like, eventually stuff for, like, computers and stuff, yeah. but... Yeah, Tamagotchi. It was a big fad. Oh yeah, everyone had one of those big, things big for a one. while. Yeah, big one, bigger, bigger than, uh, bigger than Pogs, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like but the cool. Rubik's cube of its day, or whatever, right? I still, 
Oh yeah, you get you got you gotta get some bang Let's and slammers. Put it this way. I still have some pogs. I don't still have some Tamagotchis. <laughs> yeah. Uh Crab, you got good slammers? No. Oh, you gotta get some good slammers. <laughs> uh, I'm too old for the pogs. But my sister had Tamagotchi. So it makes my wife upset to mention Tamagotchi because what what was the what were little virtual pets called before Tamagotchi? I think that was the one or that kind of kicked first them one? off. I can't remember. There was some other virtual pet that she had and loved. There were like spinoffs and, after that, but okay, yeah, whichever one she liked, she I, I can't remember. She, but I, I have a feel like for some reason I think every time Tamagotchi comes up, she's like bleh. because <laughs> she liked a different one. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. She let her starve to death or something. Yeah, You'd have right. to like clean up its poop and everything. <laughs> and then, um, boy, uh, you're new recently to the CDI game, Krabby. Yeah, right. Yeah, you picked up a nice little CDI lot there. Um, quite a few games. So what all did he get? <laughs> you know, all the the exciting CDI games that you you need, like Othello and Tennis and Compton's I mean, Interactive Encyclopedia. Othello, one of your faves, right? Can't can't get enough Othello. No, can anybody? Can I got anybody? A complete, yeah, I've, I found a complete Othello. Uh, I got hooked up uh, uh, last uh, a couple months ago with it. It was like four dollars. It's pretty sweet. You got lucky, off. lucky man. <laughs> um, okay. you're, you're just mad because your wife beats you at it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, what? What else? There was a couple other ones. Uh, there's a couple there I'm too, not right? familiar with, like uh, Alien Gate. Yeah, I don't know that, sure one. that one because. There was a fairly big uh, European deal with CDI for a little while. Yep. Um, some Black Angel. Not sure what that one's about. Sounds cool. What about Rosebud, the director's cut? Rosebud. <laughs> um, oh. How about um, Battleship? Yeah, we know Battleship. We know some Top Gun. Some Space Ace. At least you got one game you can play on there, some Space Ace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got Space Ace you, now. If you were, yeah. If you were a disk-based system, Space Ace was on you. <laughs> Space Ace is good. I'm not. I'm, say, I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm just it saying if you were yeah. disk-based, you had a version of Space Ace. Yeah. Um, and then what's this next one? Uh, I was like Al's over on the CDI, huh. and uh, that maybe I've never heard yeah, of that. I'm sure that's uh, maybe a translation there that would mean something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know else, what that word but, means. Uh, yeah, another one of those ones I'm not. Familiar maybe it's with. beer, like like ale. <laughs> I don't know. Beer over. <laughs> and then pass a beer over. And then um, what? Some new more PC games. Yeah, then, he right? scored. Like I see them once in a while at like places like Walmart. They've got like those two packs where they bundle two games together. Mm-hmm. And he picked up a whole bunch of them. There's a couple of really, really <laughs> good ones in here too. I recognize a couple of them. Yeah, I've seen here, a but... few of them in in uh canada here um he picked up stuff like fishing forever packaged with uh, bowling usa <laughs> yes that's not what i was talking about when i said some really no, good well, i think he actually there. got two copies of that <laughs> they're they're different <laughs> variants though they're like different one's got the purple packaging one's got the blue packaging or the green well, they're probably cheap score yeah, yeah he said score. they were all cheap like a dollar 99 each or something um and then some falcom 3.0 and fighter duel are we sure that's maybe not falcon Maybe I just can't spell. That's that's quite possible. Yeah, I can't remember Falcon. Uh, it's like a, a fighter simulator, like a jet fighter. So that would go good with Fighter Duel? Yeah. All right. That makes sense. A lot of these, um, were he, he put the pictures down and no text, so I, I might have just uh, not seen it well when I was typing, too. 
And then virtual golf and and I can tell what that one was paired with. Yeah, they had a yeah. had a camera glare over it. Um, and they got like Master of Orion and XCOM. That's the big that's one. The big, that's because of the XCOM. Both of those games oh, are okay. awesome. I've Master never heard of Master the, of Orion. I, I know, I know people who still say Master of Orion is their favorite game of all time. Really. Yeah, Master of Orion is great. It was one of the the first early, really, really good, uh, uh, great PC games. And and XCOM, same thing. Like obviously, XCOM just had a reboot mm-hmm. recently, which kind of upset a lot of people because XCOM was like this kind of like strategy game, and they turned it into a first person shooter. But kind of similar to the way people kind of warmed up to Fallout Three um, when it was turned into a first person type game because they kept it in the same universe and made everything make sense. Same with XCOM. I've heard that they really kept the XCOM universe. Um, but yeah, Master uh, Master of Orion. I'm not sure how well it's aged, um, but Master Orion is a turn-based. Um, are you guys familiar with the term 4X? No. No. So so 4X um, means exploration. Uh, uh, no, it's explore, exploit, um uh, expand and exterminate so those are the four x's so it's basically a strategy game where you're exploring new territory expanding your empire exploiting the land for its resources and exterminating your opponents a tyrant so space tyrant right <laughs> uh yeah yeah so uh, i think civilization okay so a civilization is a 4x strategy game so massive orion is one of the first excellent uh uh, uh 4x strategy games and it was it was a dos game so it, it was uh it kind of predates a lot of the stuff that came. Uh, that was it. Pretty much in- inspired almost every four X game after Interesting. it. Unfortunately, XCOM yeah. only has one X. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it but it is a four X game. So a total of five X's. <laughs> <laughs> now the next one. What an int- what an interesting combination. So, I'm sorry to have to follow Master of Orion and XCOM. With some wild turkey with, hunt. With, well, turkey with hunt wild turkey and pinball. Hunt and pinball. <laughs> You know pinball games are going to be good when they just have this generic name, pinball. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why Pinbot had such great success. <laughs> there you go. Switched it up. Because they, they, broke, they broke off. And then some, some um, Al Unser Jr., which is what, racing, right? Yeah, and it's on the uh, on yeah. Nintendo. That's the yeah. only reason I knew that. And Do you know who Al Unser is besides the Nintendo no. game? Okay. Yeah. Just curious. The only, the only answer he's, he's, I've ever heard of is the character on Sons of Anarchy. Ooh, yeah. Good, yeah, good reference. Like Duke likes that. Yeah, I love that show. Never heard of yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Um, and then Steel Sky. Is this maybe beneath a Steel Sky? Maybe? Uh, very well could be. Very well could be. Pretty popular game, or maybe it's something different. I don't know. <laughs> the next one is, uh, I thought this was the one Bill was talking about earlier, though, the one he was psyched for. Some uh, really cool arcade game. Mick. Literally the title, yeah. right? Literally the title. <laughs> uh, paired with Cats z, with a Z on the end. Cats with a Z. Reminds that, yeah, reminds me of that movie, like, uh, it just recently came out, what's it called? John Dies at the uh-huh. End? Have I you heard, heard of that? that yeah. yeah, it's a movie called John Dies at the End. Have you guys ever seen the um, little spoof movie, The Movie? No. <laughs> um, I don't think so. That is, okay, there's your mission for the evening when you're done. Okay. <laughs> go go Google Movie, The Movie. It's hilarious. Um, and then, um, boy, uh, here's Bowling USA again and Fishing Forever. Yeah. So another another variant, yeah. right? And then uh, I, I like this one. It's a really 
good uh, name. Two two yeah. good names to put together: uh, civilization and colonization. <laughs> well, civilization, this, right? Civ. This this confuses me very much because, as we all know, civilization is the Sid Meier four X strategy game that was released in the United States. Uh, colonization, I thought, was what they called civilization in Europe. <laughs> so, is this a double pack, or did they just write the name of the game? in the u.s and the european this version. was a double pack yeah, package like the rest of them yeah okay so yeah I, that's i'd be interested in seeing what that is because i thought that was the same game all right now the next one is definitely truth in advertising right yeah a ton of fun arcade <laughs> games number one <laughs> package with and there was ne- there's there's never another one released <laughs> package with the fun Volume pack one. number three <laughs> yay <laughs> and then um this next dual pack is my favorite dual pack this of all time. This one looked time. like the same game was packed in there twice. Uh, some some, <laughs> That's what I was gonna some say. Muppets reading software, two times. Pack attack package with, with Muppets reading yeah. software. I, I did. I maybe you know it, it was the pictures weren't great, so maybe there was a number two on one of them or something. But they both looked like the same picture on them. So, <laughs> and then here we don't even get the ton of fun arcade games. No, we just get fun just, pack yeah, plain old fun pack. Oh, so we had. Wait, so he has the standalone Fun Pack yeah, 3 also? I think he's yes. a, a Fun oh, Pack sweet. collector. Like, uh, is Rit going for Mortal Kombat? He's going for all the Fun Packs. <laughs> He'll be at it for a now, while. Is that is that like a like a compilation in Europe that they release? <laughs> I can tell I'm you. pretty sure it's just some name slapped onto a discount <laughs> box. But... Yeah, is it like a, now that's what I call Video Games 24? <laughs> and then the next one, hey, I know it again. Yeah, some, uh, it's Splinter Cell. I'd rather grab Muppets Reading Software. <laughs> I don't. I've never played Splinter Cell, but I know yeah, it. Yeah, I actually haven't either. I my and then, old roommates was really into it. Oh, yeah. and then the next one I have played to completion, and that is the classic Mist. I have played it, not to completion. You played Mist, Krabby? No, I have not. Mist was such a huge deal back when yeah. everybody first got into cds and cd-roms yeah how long was it the like the best-selling game of all it was advertised oh, as like man. the highest selling game of all time yeah, for oh years and years yeah for a long time but partially because of like the nintendo wii wii sports uh, syndrome yeah you know how wii sports was and also we play because people bought it for the controller it was like the best-selling game of like the last like 10 years because everyone in the world with a wii bought one so it was the same thing like they said it was the number one selling, but they counted all the copies that were bundled in with every PC that was ever sold. Oh, and like if you would get the CD-ROM kit, it would have a mm-hmm. copy of Mist in there too. Yes. So Mist was everywhere mm-hmm. back then, and I think I played Mist on. It was, it was a console. I can't remember offhand if it was. I think it was Saturn. Yeah, I don't. Th- I haven't played any console. I only ever played it on PC, but I, I own it on a couple consoles. Yeah, I want to say it was Saturn that I played that on, but interesting. And then, um, yeah, we kind of couldn't figure out what a lot of these next things yeah, were. Yeah, he had right? uh, another picture of some PS2 discs. Um, I couldn't tell if they were regular retail discs or demo discs or something, what games were on them, because, um, like I said, he didn't put any of the text down. It was just the one picture. So we got some PS2 stuff, all in clear cases. That's why I'm wondering if they're demo discs or something interesting. Yeah, yeah. And then um, some original PlayStation games, right? The one I was getting mixed up with earlier 
Now we've got viewpoint. The viewpoint. Was was that more foreshadowing though? No. Oh, no. I was just plain <laughs> just didn't just totally get that mixed up in my head. Just plain old prophecy, hey. There you go. And um what's this next one? I don't, I don't know this Dark next Omen. One. Yeah, I don't know this one either. Bill? Uh Dark Omen doesn't sound familiar to me, but if it's the uh, European release, uh I guess it could be it could have been renamed, but it's not ringing a bell. Yeah, maybe it's called something else over oh, here. Oh wait, wasn't there a Warhammer game? Man, I couldn't tell I, you. That's our crack I research think, staff, here, folks. Right? I think there was a Warhammer game with like the subtitle Dark Omen, but I could be totally wrong on this. So someone tell me. Um, let's see. Yes, you are right, Bill. You are absolutely right. Warhammer Dark Omen. That's it. Uh, I, 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 could, I couldn't remember if it was like Baldur's Gate or Warhammer. I thought it was Warhammer. Very nice. Very good. Very nice. And then uh, the next one is Kingsfield, right? Not familiar. Really? You ever, never not? You're, you're a big Kingsfield? Elder Scroll guy, so I thought you'd you'd definitely know that one. No, like I've, I've, it's not, yeah, not really. I believe it or not, like my my Elder Scrolls, like my. Uh, all the games that kind of preface that, like like the Ultima series, never played any of them. Huh. So you'd at least be aware of yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it was really weird. Interesting. Oh, no, no, yeah, I didn't mean I haven't, like, I mean, like, not familiar with, oh, like, okay. the, like, uh, uh, like the gameplay. Yeah, no, like, yeah, heard the heard the title, but not familiar with any of the, like, the gameplay of the titles gotcha. or anything like that. That's, um, yeah, I, I remember playing it back when PlayStation 1 was early, and wow, didn't like it. <laughs> Still don't like it, uh, but it has its it has its fans. And then um, this one I did kind of look at because it sounded interesting to me. Star Ixium. And what did you find I, out? It never got released here as anything. It came out in a lot of territories, Japan, several places in Europe, but we never got a copy. And it looks like it's a space shooter of some kind, so I have no idea why we never got a copy of it. But it looks like it did um, did see some distribution elsewhere. So I guess we missed out. And then last but not least is Powerboat. <laughs> Sounds like one of my favorite kind of racers. <laughs> yep. Krabby lives. You know, what I, was, you know I was thinking when I read the name of this game was uh, Blood Wake. Blood Wake. That was the Xbox game, right? That original Xbox awful game with like a boat with guns on it. <laughs> and they made such a big stink about that game too when it was coming out, like how great it was going to be. Well, yeah, m- marketing, because nothing else was happening. So we got to sell some consoles, so Blood Wake. That's right. If you love Fusion Friendly Frenzy, you can <laughs> love Blood Wake. Because yeah, there wasn't much of anything out, right? Well, yeah, it, it was a very, very, you know, well, like most consoles, you know, like a handful of okay stuff when it comes out, then eight months of why did I buy this thing, and then all of a sudden all the great stuff hits again. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks very much, Build Star. We appreciate you contributing. Sorry, and... sorry for butchering your uh, your pickups there for the month. I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's all right. Come in and come in the thread and let us know how we did and and what we messed up. And moving down, we had a couple other donors that didn't really have much to post, and we finally get down to our um, our winner of our auction. So, um, New Poyle himself. So he picked up a complete in box killer beat, and I love it. Like every game for the Odyssey two had like the exclamation point. Especially this next so you, one, yeah. <laughs> so you can't just say it, but you have to say killer bees. Well, see that one? Right? That one suits you, it though. Do, do you do the? Do you do this? Yeah, exactly. That suits it. Do, do you do the same thing with uh, Punch Out? 
punch out! Because <laughs> there's yeah, because there's because there's two exclamations, right? Three, I think, actually, with punch out. <laughs> um, so I guess you have to like burst a blood vessel or something in your forehead. When you say the title. <laughs> um, so killer bees. I don't really know anything about killer bees. Although it must be probably tricky to find. Yeah, he's getting right down to the end there. Yeah, because he also picked up. Um, sounds like another exciting game. Nimble number Ned. I can almost that, not that say didn't that. didn't sound very excited, Duke. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Nimble yeah. number Ned! There you go. <laughs> um, so he only has two titles left to complete the um, the U.S. Odyssey 2 set. And I have a feeling they're both big box games. I, I know one mm. of them is for sure. I can't remember his last one. But I think one of them was uh, Conquest for the World. Well, it will be impressive to see him finish that off when the time comes, yeah. and I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk to him more about um, his Odyssey 2 collection in the interview. Absolutely. So stay tuned. And then he did pick up a PC game. I'm familiar with this one. Are you guys? I, I know of it, yeah. Same thing. Know of it, never got into this series. So it's uh, Command & Conquer Red Alert 3 he picked up. So I did, I think... I did play Command & Conquer. I played uh, the original Red Alert. I played those two quite a bit, but I never made it all the way to Red Alert 3. My friend had me hooked on yeah. uh, Dune 2000, and then uh, when he upgraded to Red Alert, I didn't move along with them. I was stuck back in Dune World. <laughs> I really enjoyed those games for what they were at the time. I played the tar yeah, out of Command I, and Conquer. I recently read a, a story talking about how real-time strategy is a dying genre, and it's, it is sad that they just don't sell the way they used to. Yeah, it was kind of a novelty at the time, I think, that hasn't necessarily been repeated. But And the last one um, here is a drink. <laughs> he got a drink. Oh, yeah, that Halo 4 Dew, yeah, right? Yeah, he got the Mountain Dew with the Halo 4 like branding stuff on it. So it did, cool. did looked like he had a, some other like, drinks. special name there. for it? Gamer Juice or something stupid? <laughs> Gamer <laughs> Juice. Didn't they, didn't they call it? Oh, ga- Gamer, Gamer, Gamer Fuel. Fuel. Yeah, Game that Fuel, was it. right? Was that? Yeah, they called it something really <laughs> Gamer, silly. Gamer Juice. <laughs> Gamer Juice is not anything I would ever put in my body. <laughs> that sounds, sounds like sounds like, you, sounds like what you get like when you, somebody's like, been sitting too long. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it sounds like you've like wiped the sweat off as you've been playing, and then you like wring it out into a glass. <laughs> Please, please wipe the gamer juice off your seat when you're done. Yeah. Oh, you got gamer juice all over my controller. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, thanks, thanks, Newpool. And obviously, we'll um, yeah. we'll have the interview a little bit later in the episode. So. Yep. Yep. We'll be talking to him in a little bit. And then, okay. Now, this next guy didn't pay a dime. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of breaking the rules here, but it's an it's an honorable. I'm just mention. gonna mention it quickly, though. He did get a really giant lot of nes games um and some real gems in there like what um is that the one with die hard rangers 2 yeah Yeah. and i I had a rescue rangers 2 in there always nice man it was like a huge stack i mean we're not just talking like 20 games right it was like 50 60 what was in 50 60 games like this huge stack and it's a and it's a fantastic picture too like to see them all stacked up like that yeah so i'm not going to talk more about it though because you should (laughs) have paid but Totally. Congrats to you. On, on he couldn't that. afford to pay because he bought all yeah, those games. Maybe. maybe. And now... Um, but uh, did you say his name? Um, I, understatement, if I didn't. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I, I may I, not maybe have. Maybe you said I didn't hear uh, you. I was trying to understate his, 
I cannot um, understate how much he should have donated. <laughs> All right, so um, so on to our stuff a little bit. Um, you know, I've been kind of a little quieter time here recently for me, but I did get uh, a few odds and ends. So I um, finally got in the mail my last issue of Nintendo Power. And why why was so. yours a little later than everyone else's? I um I ordered it directly from the publisher, uh, like back when it was first announced, so I could get the subscriber copy. And what's different so on that one? Like just doesn't ugly... have the UPC on it. Absolutely, yeah, it doesn't have the UPC, right. and it came. I will have to say, I was really impressed. They mailed it to me in like a nice, big, thick, like Manila mailing envelope, and then it's still um, polybagged inside of that. So it came in like. Just beautiful shape. So they did a great job. So your mailman I imagine like they would... fold it and shove it into your mailbox? No, and I was kind of figuring they would just ship it to me in the regular poly bag itself. Um, so they really took some care um, with that last I- issue. So right I was pretty happy. I don't think I'm going to open it, but... Yeah, I read through mine. You don't need to open it. <laughs> just I've, just I've keep it. But how are you going to find out about what like stuff is coming up? <laughs> All the good parts I've seen online already, like the last like Nestor comic thing or whatever. And uh, oh, spoiler alert! Oh, I'm sorry. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then for the Saturn, I picked up a copy of Virtual On and Sonic R. I got a good deal on them; they're pretty cheap. Um, Virtual One, I always thought was kind of cool, but without that crazy controller, I don't know how well I can actually play it. Because it had like that big twin stick thing. Oh, I've seen that. I didn't you know what game it was for. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I, as I was mentioned before, I got in the last little bits that I needed to complete my PC Engine setup. So, I've kind of talked a little bit about it uh, in a previous episode, but I ordered through that arcade gear. So again, I'll have it links in the show notes. Um, but I want to take a second to really kind of talk about these guys because not just because it was just, oh, I ordered some crud from Japan. When I went to their site, um, you know, I went to the link that they had and, and they started back and forth with me, very personable through email. And they're like, you know, okay, what exactly are you looking for? And and so I told them, I said, you know, this is what I need. And they said, okay, this is probably the price range we're going to be at. And they went and they did some research. They like the control. Like, look, we found we can get you a box one. We can get you a, just a plain one. What would you prefer? It's going to be a little bit of a shipping difference. And they were really good about it. Just very good communication back and forth. And uh, they went hunted down exactly what I wanted, and shipped it to me. And everything arrived and looked just beautiful, uh, beautiful condition. A lot like again, like the AV Famicom that Engel got. So I just want to mention I got my uh, arcade card pro. So that's the system card that will basically allow me to play any of the CD games, um, except for Altered Beast, but that's a whole other thing. But um, all the rest of them, English, Japanese, doesn't matter. I can play those now. And uh, because if you guys know anything, do you guys know much about TurboGrafx PC Engine, like the system card stuff? No. No. Well, maybe we'll have to dedicate another show more. I'm sure we will at some point to Turbo and, and, and PC Engine. But they were like software revisions with the cards. So there was like the 1.0 system card and then, you know, like the 2 and the 3. And then there's eventually 
they come out with just these few arcade games and you had to have the arcade card. And whether you had a, a duo or a CD, a super CD-ROM or the regular one, you had different cards and there's really a lot to know <laughs> about getting a working setup and doing it right. So I had to do a lot of research, but I got the one that'll let me do everything. So, so Bill's uh, sitting pretty high with his 32X right now? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about tower and power uh, troubles, but... So I got the system card, the the one that I needed, and I also got a six-button um, Avenue controller. So that'll let me play pretty much everything. Um, there was like a lot of two-button, there was three-button pads, and kind of all the way up to the six-button, so I should be pretty well covered. And I really like this pad because it like has independent turbo for like the Switch. You know, because like a lot of the PC Engine turbo graphics, you had like the, the turbo built in, right? Yeah. So this has it like for the, like the different buttons and stuff right on the pad. Um, and it's nice, really comfortable six-button pad. The D-pad is pretty good. So, of course, it's a Japanese controller. So the cord is like two inches long. Um, but other than that, it's really good. So I got a chance to finally play some PC Engine, and I was really happy about that. So I played some Ninja Guide in. And was it and, worth it? Uh, yeah, and I was kind of wondering. I'm like, okay, is this going to be like um, another version or a spinoff? Or... It is almost exactly the nes game <laughs> um right down to it even has a, a cheat that you can use for english text fully english and that's a cheat so, weird yeah well it's it you know it's a japanese release so it's just kind of you know, you'd think that would just be like an option not, not a code you have to input or something yeah i would think but yeah you have to like hold a certain like buttons down to get the english version instead um, so which makes me think at some point they probably thought about bringing it here, but you know, obviously TurboGrafx didn't do well. And um, yeah, the music is different, and obviously the graphics are a little prettier, but like the level layouts are almost exactly the same. The enemy placement is almost exactly the same. The vignettes are like the same, except they've done a much better English translation than the NES version. <laughs> So instead of like bloody moth, you know what I mean? I like moth. <laughs> uh, it's bloody master, you know, which like it should be. Instead of Jack Woe or whatever they call it. Oh, that's what a hard one. Yeah, I'd like with? to see uh, Bill try that one. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think it's um, Devil Doer or something like that's what they call him. Um, so it's a much better English translation than the halfway decent one we got. So I would definitely recommend it. Um, it's still good old Ninja Gaiden, the game you remember. Um, even to the point where I had never played this version. And just from having remembered the NES version, I was able to get to all the way to, like, the end bosses. Right, to Jack Wuo. Jack Wuo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to the part where it was my father and I died, and, of course, I had to go way back. Oh, yeah. So I just stopped there. But, um, yeah, I would definitely encourage. And then I played... Um, some of the CD-ROM games for a minute, so I spent a few few minutes with some of those. So, but yeah, so my PC engine is up and running, and thanks to the arcade gear guys, I'll I'll put this stuff in the show notes. So even if you have something that's not on their site, if you have something specific you're looking for, they will go hunt it down. So they they do a good job. And then I was at um, a little get together, a little party with a bunch of folks doing some gaming. Uh, it was pretty big uh, at um, Hungry Moose's house. And um, 
Another member that really isn't on anymore, Catch Five Bats. Krabby, you remember him, right? I do, yeah. He kind of petered out shortly after I joined. That was several years ago now. Yeah, well, he um, doesn't live far away, and I've bought a lot of stuff off of him before, but he's trying to, like, round out and sell off a lot of his stuff because he's um, going to be living in Japan for a little while. So from him, I picked up a, a really nice... Uh, for the Game Boy Kid Icarus box and manual. That's a good looking box. Um, I like that one. Yeah, and he had it complete, so he was nice enough to separate it for me. And then I get home and realize I already had the manual, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big cardboard guy, as I've said before, but this one is just a beauty. And he didn't want a lot for it, so it was I couldn't resist. And then also, um, I had picked up a little while back, you might have heard in an earlier show, I picked up Persona 3 at the pawn shop. And then... He had the extras that go along with that. So the art book, the music CD, and like that cardboard sleeve it all fits into. It's a good looking package. It is. So I got just that stuff off of him. And then I also picked up Typing of the Dead, just the game. I already had the keyboard and everything, so that was pretty cool for me to locate that. Yeah, I've got the game. I've been looking for a keyboard for a while. Well, let me know. I could probably wrestle one up if you want, Krabby. And then I, I also picked some other stuff from, from for Bill, which I'm sure he'll talk a little bit more about here in just a minute. But that kind of rounds up the, the month for me. So not prolific in quantity, but the quality, some really good stuff. So up next, um, Krabby, you get some yeah, stuff? Yeah, my, my month is pretty slow too, but unfortunately the uh, the quality wasn't quite as high as yours. Uh, what'd you get? Yeah. Um, early on, I grabbed a Wii Play Motion, still sealed. Uh-huh. Are you going to open it up? I already did. Oh, I need some. I need a controller with Wait a motion minute. plus. So when you said still sealed, you were lying. Uh, and I well, meant I still picked sealed it up, still it. sealed. Yeah. Um, oh, picked yeah. it up, still sealed. Uh, okay. I needed those Club Nintendo codes. I couldn't couldn't hide them. In <laughs> Do you remember how many points you got for it? Um, yeah, it's just the same as any other Wii game, right? It's like it 50? forty points, and then you do ten for your survey 40? and get the fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I picked that up for ten bucks, and then. Um, I was shopping at Walmart a few days later with my wife, and we grabbed Professor Layton and the Unwound Future for ten bucks. Also, love that now, series. I don't love it. I've never played Professor yeah, Layton. We played uh, the Curious Village, and it was awesome. So we grabbed this one. It was really cheap, and it's one of the few games my wife will actually play. So yeah, for ten bucks for two of us to play it, it's definitely worth the money. Cool. Very cool. Now, Bill, do you play Professor Layton? I, it's been on my list of, uh, uh, same thing, my wife, uh, I've shown it to her, and I said, what do you think, would you play this? And usually her answer is, yeah, I guess, like, I could play that, which I know means no, <laughs> but with this one, I showed it to her, and she's like, yeah, that looks like something I could play, so uh, every time I ask her, like, hey, you think you want to give that a try, like, there's always, oh, well, like, why don't we do it next week? So it's kind of, uh, it might eventually get played, but We grabbed it on a trip one time, and didn't know anything about it and just got hooked we couldn't put it down like anytime i put it down she'd pick it up and then she'd like get frustrated with the puzzle give it to me and then i get frustrated with the puzzle give it back to her and it was awesome <laughs> you know the one series that's kind of like that that i've never played that i really want to find one one of these days um is the ace attorney stuff i was just thinking <laughs> you were gonna say that it's not bad we've got one of those too really my wife actually played items. through that one too. you just you just want to yell objection into your system. <laughs> I know yes, you. Yes, I do. 
Um, well, good. Yeah. And uh, what, what uh, else uh, did you I get? I picked up another complete in box NES game, which I haven't done for over a year. It's been so long. I'm sure it was a gem. Yeah, it was. Everyone's favorite racer, Indie Heat. Right? Uh, yeah, it's a good one. It like some Sullivan, something Sullivan. Yeah, Indie like Heat. Danny Sullivan or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he was a big guy at the time. Yeah, but um, I've only got maybe 30 complete in-box games, and I've only found three of them in town ever. The rest of them all came online, um, and that was all at the same time. So it's been a really, really long time since I found a complete in-box one locally. So even though it's just Indie Heat, it's pretty special. Where'd you find it? Um, I put up an ad that I was looking for some licensed games, the ones I need to finish up my set. And, oh. uh, yeah, I got the Cowboy Kid I mentioned last time from that ad, and Indie Heat I got a little while later. I had trouble meeting up with the guy, and when we finally figured it out, though, three weeks later, um, he still had it, so everything worked out. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. And just recently, we picked up uh, Scribble Knots Unlimited for the Wii U, um, which is our fifth Wii U game. Um, my son wasn't feeling very well this last week, so my wife went out and grabbed it to give him something to do while he's housebound all week. And um, we've been, he's four years old now. We've been working on his reading and writing, and it's been awesome for his writing. Excellent. Yeah, really cool game. Obviously meant for, like, the 10 and under crowd, but there's even some fun things that you can do for adults on it. Like, uh, whenever you type uh, a character in, if it's something with movement, the other players can take Wii remotes and grab it and then walk around the level with it and do things. And so oh. once in a while he'll do something like a, like a zombie, and then every time you touch anyone in the level, they turn into a zombie. And then so so you like can't complete missions after a while because these zombies just start <laughs> infesting everyone. Or we had a Medusa running around one time, turning everyone to stone. Like <laughs> dragon, like torched a whole school one time. It was awesome. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, there's a lot of fun, goofy things you can do in it. I can certainly see why you went with that instead of cod blobs. <laughs> yeah, the Wii U. got a lot more enjoyment out of it and something like that. I think. Uh, and literally, that was it for my month. Very slow. But uh, I've got a few things uh, in transit. Hopefully, be here for next show. Yeah, and you'll be, yeah. I've got some items coming your direction. Yeah, there'll be that too. Oh, yeah. Good deal. And then um, our heavy hitter, right? Bill. Yeah, I got all the stuff. You got everything this month. Yeah. What? I got all the things. What did you get? All of this. Um, I'll try to go through it quickly because uh, we we want to you know get uh, get over to the interview. So uh, I've been complaining for a long time that uh, it's been really slow around me, really dead, and and it feels like it has. But I guess like you know when stuff kind of trickles in, you know, like every how time much he whines about this, like magic crap falls out of the sky into your lap. <laughs> yep, like oh here it is. So um so yeah so uh, uh I hit the ice. My uh, latest uh, complete in box uh, uh, hockey game, and my first game for the Turbo Graphics 16. I grabbed this from Retro Games, uh, my, my local shop, and also TV Sports Hockey. So I guess uh, they yeah, got a whole bunch of uh, Turbo Graphics games in. I grabbed those too. Um, just you know, a couple of couple of extra hockey games. But you still need a Turbo, right? Yes, don't have a system yet. Okay. I, I've I've several I have a handful of games for systems that I don't own yet. Uh, the, uh, the 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 big ones the play choice ten, but I plan on getting one of those machines eventually, and I don't know if it's going to have good games with it. So I saw a really good deal on Contra and Punch Out, so I just grabbed those. So I have a couple of PC ten games for when that magical day happens. Very cool. So uh, 1942, I also grabbed it Retro Games. It didn't have the manual, but I knew that I had the manual at home. But then when I got home, I realized that I hadn't audited my collection in a little Ooh. while, and that manual is gone. 
So um, later in the month, I did grab a 1942 manual, so that did get uh, complete. Uh, also grabbed Castlevania Bloodlines, complete for the Genesis at uh, the same store. And then on eBay for like 2 or $3, which I really should have looked at the picture a little more closely, Mystery Quest box and cart uh, for the NES. The box is in just about the worst shape <laughs> it could possibly be in and not be falling apart in your oh, hand. No. It's And then I looked at I was I looked at it and I was all ready to leave to send the guy a note and say, listen, I'm not just going to leave the negative feedback, but I really want to talk to you about this. And then I looked at the listing and it is clearly listed in poor condition <laughs> for the box. Oh, don't you hate so, that? Yeah, the, it was totally my fault. So I left him positive feedback. And I was, I feel like I was kind of a jerk though. I was like, the item showed up exactly as it was described, <laughs> period. You did just so, no A plus 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 so, you, but yeah, so I, I threw it in a box protector and uh, it's okay. It'll, it'll, it'll stay together. But like the top, there's no, the, the box has n- none of the flaps. What are you protecting it from? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from, from itself, <laughs> from, from, from air, from air pressure. <laughs> but no, it's pretty bad. If you ever, uh, I might take, pic- I wouldn't even post pictures of it in the thread because I was so embarrassed at how awful it <laughs> well, is. Well, thank you for so, being a quality eBayer and not one of those jerks that would just say, "Well, I'm just going to yeah. nag you if you won't." Give exactly. Me well, my my I've, I've mentioned before, my wife has an online shop. That's her. That's her main source of income. So I I know what it's like for people to. Uh, she's extremely proud of uh, three plus years with 100 percent positive feedback. So when someone leaves her neutral feedback, she contacts that person and says, "I really would like to know." about your experience, what could I have done differently, blah, blah, blah. And nine times out of 10, they'll change it to a positive. So, um, but yeah, like it's, I'm the, I, I kind of have that uh, side of things. So, um, yeah, so my mystery quest is crap, but I'll hang on to it till I find a good one. And then I'll, I'll, I won't put this on anybody else. I'll throw it in the garbage. <laughs> it's nobody wants this thing. Trust me. So, so Strider also picked that one up. Uh, that I believe that was an eBay also. I've been on this kick lately where I have this, this container full of NES manuals. And I've been looking for just the the CB game. So, excuse me, just the carton box. So trying to get them a little bit on the cheap because I already have the manual to complete it. So Strider was one of these. I don't think I paid very much for it, maybe 6 or $7. Um, the next uh, two uh, were, were big, uh, big ones for mm-hmm. me. Uh, both black box games. Got a balloon fight and a volleyball. Balloon fight's a cool one. Now, both like of these came... And these are these yeah. are not cheapies. No. No. Yeah. Both of these came from uh, two different uh, sellers on Nintendo Age, um, and both uh, are very very cool, very well known, respected members, and gave me very very fair deals on both of them. Even though you know I did pay for them, these weren't yeah. like oh yay five dollar garage yeah. sale. <laughs> these are uh, yeah these these were a little bit up there. So, uh, but yeah, both both very cool. Glad to have them. Um, and I believe with the one that I have pending with a trade in uh, on RF now, that leaves me with seven remaining. But they are the mo- except for Ice Climber, the other six are the most expensive. Yeah, ones, stack so up. Which ones? We'll junior see. Math are gonna kill you. Yeah, stack up Junior Math. Even even copies of Donkey Kong are going for over a hundred bucks. Chubby Cherub too, or is that one still on your list? No, not no. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, yeah, Chubby Cherub isn't. Uh, on my well, my Nintendo published black box uh, list. I was gonna say because you'd have to cut, you'd have to count Ninja Kid in there too. Then, yeah. Um. Okay. So balloon fight and volleyball. You just got. So what are the other ones you're missing? Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Three, Donkey Kong Junior Math, Stack Up, 
Ice Climber, uh, and uh, uh, Slalom. Slalom won't be awful, but yeah, the other ones are going to kill no. you. No, not exactly. The other ones are going to be... Uh, uh, I'm either going to have to do what Krabby did with Shading Events and, and make a budget, save up, and okay, here's my here's my bounty for this game. I'm just going to bite the bullet and pay it. Or they're going to be lucky finds because there's, there's just no other way. Now, yeah, with yeah. those, because of the price, would you be willing to accept a mystery quest I'm, style? I'm sorry. Box? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot Wild Gunman. Oh, yeah. You're going to yeah. kill yourself. So, yeah. So Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., 3, Math, Ice Climber, Slalom is Pending, Stack Up, and Wild Gunman. Now I think people can start to understand why I do not collect cardboard. Yeah. Well, for, well, for me, like, I'm, uh, uh, and not that I'm that much younger than you, but I feel like I have a little bit of time. So <laughs> All right. Oh, myself, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not knocking on death's door here or something. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying I'm young. Oh my God. I feel like e- even if I get one of these a year, yeah, it would kind of suck to take me seven years to complete this, but it'll be, it'll be done. Right. So are you willing to, to take so, like a like, mystery quest condition box if the price is right for one of those? Not the mystery, no, not the mystery. A couple of my black box games um, have condition issues, which is how I got them so cheap. Like, for instance, Clue Clue Land is not one that comes up very often in very nice shape. So Clue Clue Land, um, uh, I think most, when I first, when I bought it, it had most recently sold for $2.29. And it's, again, in really nice shape. So Clue Clue Land Camp on Nintendo Age. And uh, the guy was just taking offers, but he flipped. When you flip it around the back, like uh, imagine if someone hung the game by the hang tab, and then the entire hang tab tore oh. off the top of the box. So that's my clue, clue land. But I got it for next to nothing, okay. and I'm okay with that because the front of the box is gorgeous, the spine of the box is gorgeous, and that's what I enjoy displaying the okay. most. So I don't mind certain kinds of condition issues, but an all-around crap <laughs> box, I wouldn't do. I don't even like having mystery <laughs> quests in that condition. <laughs> uh. So, so yeah, so uh, so yeah, balloon fight and uh, volleyball were great. This next one was a real was a real surprise for me. Uh, there's a store in what uh, my job. I travel to five different offices for for computer support. So there's this one store. Um, I won't mention the name because I've I've hated on it before and I don't want to to hate unnecessarily. But they have awful prices. <laughs> And, uh, like, really bad. Like, we're talking, like, uh, a couple examples I might have said in the, uh, before is uh, Legend of Zelda, sorry, Adventure of Link for the NES, uh, $25 for the card. Wow. Um, I see it every time I go in there. Uh, Mario Brothers 3 for the NES, twenty four ninety nine. And it's not just a blanket twenty four ninety nine. Like, you go into the PlayStation case, they have Final Fantasy VII Greatest Hits for uh, $69.99. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, I'm t- uh, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night Greatest Hits forty nine ninety nine. So they're looking for idiots um, that don't know what they're doing, right? It, yes, and the thing is, I I don't go there very often, but I, I went there the first time I went there was a couple of years ago, and I've been there recently, and they have the same stuff. So the th- the problem is, it's not just a video game store; like they have like a wall of video games and some stuff like that, but they're mainly comics, magic cards, board games, stuff like that. So that kind of stuff keeps them in business, and then they'll sell the odd video game here and no. there. Um, so it's really weird how they've been able to sustain their business by not selling video games, but they, they do it's it. Just so anyway, game. so yeah, I know that all the prices are bad, and everyone in the area knows. Like y'all make you're all like, yeah, that's like a this you know the name of the place price. So um, 
Anyway, so I stop in there just figuring out oh, whatever. Maybe I'll find a 2 or $3 cart that I need to complete a game, whatever. So I'm in this store, and I look up kind of behind their, their uh, register, and they have a boxed Rob the Robot, like a standalone Rob. And the box isn't in fantastic shape, but, I, you know, like I, I, how often are you going to see these? So I couldn't really tell the price. Then the price tag was on this shrink wrap they had put around it, so it wasn't on the box itself, thankfully. Yeah. So I asked them to bring it down, and just so I could see, I couldn't really make out the price. So they handed it to me, and... The price was a little bit higher than I had originally thought, but it was a two-digit price. And I kind of thought that these things were a three-digit item. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really sure. So I, I, you know, I did a little bit of research on the phone, which always you have to be careful of doing yeah. that in the store because then people think that, you know, you might be, you know, trying to take them for a ride, Marvel, uh, Marvel versus Capcom 2 style. So um, I, uh, I, I had him take it down. He opened it up. And he started telling me things about it, which made me realize that he knew what it was. He's like, oh, yeah, it's got he's like, it's just Rob. He's got the his sunglasses are in there, like all the paperwork's in there. Um, so I, I walked. I thanked him for showing it to me. I walked out of the store. I thought about it. I talked to a couple friends. I went back in. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it because I didn't think I was going to keep the Rob. I figure, you know, worst case, I'll sell the Rob. And then the box will only cost me, you know, a couple of bucks. Right. Um, but then when I got home, I realized, you know, with the glasses having not been applied, uh, the the Rob that I already have has his glasses applied, and I I kind of feel like it's cool having one of each, and also I feel like it's having cool having that box full. So I think I'm just gonna bite the bullet and mm. keep it the complete really? the way it is. Yep. So we'll see we'll see if that changes if anything ever comes up that I really want that I would trade for. Trade bait. Mm-hmm. See it. Yeah, so that's my complete Rob. Um, I've already got an offer for more than half of what I paid for it for just the Rob manual. Yeah. Oh yeah. The so, because that thing doesn't come up that very often. Yeah, at all. the manual with the glasses. I've got one of those and still in that little plastic baggie from a deluxe yep. set. So. Yeah, yeah. I think the glasses by themselves have several buy it nows for thirty bucks over the last couple of weeks. So the glasses alone thirty bucks. The manual I have an offer for at least forty, and that would cover what I paid for the whole thing. But the more I think about it, the more I just want to have all that stuff together. So I'm just gonna hang on to it. Understandable. For now. Very good. So, um. Yeah, so next was my virtual boy yeah, lot. This it's was such a, a drought lot. for Bill, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, so far. Jeez, just garbage. Um, yeah, so this is uh, – so I, I woke up and I checked Craigslist on my phone like I normally do. Well, sometimes when I remember to do it. So I checked my phone and I saw a virtual boy, $47, which it's kind of a weird number. But I thought, oh, whatever. So I opened the thing up. It didn't have any – I don't think it had any pictures, but he listed all the games that were in it and all the stuff and uh he said includes original box so i sent an email right away and i said hey if does the 47 include like is that for the whole bundle uh because if so i'll take it and then uh, i got an email back that day we met up the following day and uh you know sure enough yeah, it was it was kind of an odd you know like 47 just like why wouldn't it be a round number <laughs> he was a super nice really nice guy he would just bought it at a uh like a uh a flea market or a swap meet. Um, I forget what the word he used. I wasn't familiar with it. He said like ham meat or something like that. And uh, in uh, Jersey. And he said, yeah, I just saw it on a table, bought it for a couple of bucks. That'll be interesting. But I, I think Zagnar's just so going to have a field day with hand meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hand meat. So, um, but yeah, I said to him, so you said 45, 47 in the ad. And he's like, yeah. Cause you know, with Craigslist, like people always offer you less. So I figured if I said 47, then I'd, I'd get the 45 that I really mm-hmm. wanted. <laughs> so, um, and, and then Duke, when I told Duke yeah. the story, he said, so then you said, so you'll take 45? Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, but no, I, I said, I said, okay. I said, okay. So, um, I said, uh, do you have change? Because I, I, I brought 50 and then he was like, he's like, oh, I do, but no, 45 is fine. I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah, no, don't worry about it. So ended up being a good lot. It was, uh, so obviously box virtual boy, it doesn't have the cardboard on the inside, which is kind of a bummer, but I plan on leaving the system out anyway. So I'm not really, yeah. not really concerned. So, um, the system, the box, uh, it's got the AC cable, which is cool. Cause that was sold separately. Yeah. So it's nice to have that little piece in there and not to use break out the double A's every time you want to give it a try. Um, golf complete, water world complete, which is uh, already yeah, been traded. Yeah, and you didn't even know at the time that that was like one of the games you're looking for, right? Yeah, yeah didn't know. Didn't know that. Well, I knew that water world was included with it. When I, after I told him like, yeah, I'll take it for that price. Then because I, you know, I just wanted the box virtual boy, maybe a couple of like, you know, like uh, common cards yeah. to try it out with. Uh, that's when I looked up Waterboy and realized, oh, or sorry, Waterworld and realized, whoa, this is going to pay yeah, for this. Yeah, that's one lot, of the top so. three games to watch out for on that system. That's a good grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the cart of our, the cart I sold straight out and then the box is going to be traded uh, to go towards one of the black boxes on RF Gen cool. with another member. So that was a good uh, V Tetris. So the uh, Japanese release uh, complete is also available I've for sale. I've got that one. It's a good version of Tetris. Uh, Yep, Galactic Pinball, Teleroboxer, Mario Tennis, and Red Alarm. So I guess four of like the common ones you see with a lot of uh, Virtual Boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so those were that was I was very happy with that grab. Um, also the same day I think in the mail, River City Ransom Manual from Single Banana. So big thanks to him. I've had a I've had a box and cart for River City Ransom for months now. So he he I put it in my keep an eye out for me. He saw it at a store and grabbed it. So. Very, very cool having members that are willing to do that for you over mm-hmm. here. Um, uh, they got another NHL game on Intellivision this time. NHL hockey, which is really cool because of the... Uh, remember like the inserts that yeah. would go into the controllers for Intellivision games? Uh, I remember that it's one. Got the insert. Yep, got the inserts, got the manual. got the, And I love how the manual is kind of like tucked into the flap on yep. the front. Yeah, it's my first Intellivision game. So I, I even back uh, you know when it was out. So this is the first time I've even seen the really? packaging. They're pretty cool. Yeah, the later like ones, them. when they cheap, when they cheaped it out, they didn't have the flip open covers. So those are the definitely the better ones to have. Yeah, and also like the the thing the game's in, it's like a little plastic cart yeah. that kind of like popped <laughs> into the the cardboard. Yeah. Or sorry, a little plastic tray rather. It was, it was interesting to to see the way they did, did it. So you don't have an Intellivision? Nope, never played one. Really? Never. That's a, you'll have to pick one up. They're not terribly expensive. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm sure. I I told because uh, when I bought the. The game, the store owner knows me uh, pretty well. We're friends, and uh, he said, so do you have an Intellivision? I said, no. He said, okay, well, I'll let you know next time I get one in. He, he said the same thing, that we don't sell them for no. very much, because if we did, they would sit here forever. Yeah, there's no big collections. But that disc controller is really... Krabby, you've got one, right? Uh, I don't have the controller. I've got Intellivisions. Well, you've got controllers Oh, just for the Intellivision. Yeah, okay. I thought you meant like a special one. I've never heard anyone call it the disc controller. Well, with that little pad yeah. on it, like just that the disc pad. pad. Yeah. Yeah, it's really kind of strange. Yep. So that was ex- another another one from Retro Games there, and then NHL All Star Hockey for the Saturn is one I didn't have. So again, hockey games are cheap. I'll pick them up whenever I see one I don't mm-hmm. have. Uh, Super Hangout for the Genesis. Uh, uh, he does this special. Uh, Retro Games Plus does, where um, they're it's all uh, buy three get one free. So that was the free. Uh, the free game I I chose just uh, you know looked at the Genesis racks said oh, let me get one of the. Uh, old black grid titles and you know i'm sure i can trade that to somebody for a couple bucks worth of stuff so 
describe that for trade bait. Um, yeah, I love that. A couple more. That um, yeah. packaging, that classic like Genesis launch grid. You know. Yeah, I was actually considering maybe trying to go after all of those, but I think there's a lot more than I thought there there's are. There's quite a few, but I don't think yeah, any of them really are terribly are. expensive. Yeah, I mean, well, Fantasy Star is one, right? Yeah, but it's not. Fantasy Star 2 is not terribly expensive. No, no, it's not awful. And 3, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, and then a couple more Ebays. Again, going back to my theme of I have manuals. I want boxes and carts for them. So Spider-Man uh, Sinister 6. That's a cool one. Got a, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. This was, this was, sorry, that wasn't eBay. This was Nintendo Age. Um, so Spider-Man Sinister 6 box and uh, uh, cart. And Karate Champ, which uh, this is another case of me not really paying attention. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, He had pictures of the cart and the box, so I could have looked at it myself, but... Just seeing the words Karate Champ uh, box and cart, I said, okay, I'm getting that. <laughs> the box and the cart have, uh, uh, the box has a round seal, and the cart has the oval seal, which is not that big a deal, but I would like for them <laughs> to match. So now my Karate Champ oval seal cart is for trade for a Karate Champ round seal cart. That shouldn't be hard. There's, things are dirt no. cheap. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine I'd probably just find one in one yeah. of the next NES lots. You could just find, go back so. to that store and no swap it on there. the shelf. They won't even notice. Exactly. Yeah. Next time I go there, I actually them. have done that yeah, before. They'll probably swap it for you. Yeah. No. Chris is awesome. I'm sure he would. And then uh, uh, in that same uh, trade, I also bought uh, Smash TV complete for the NES, and I grabbed uh, the Family Fun Fitness variant of Athletic World. Nice grab. Very nice. So that one, and that one is just for you know, it was uh, just for trade bait. So um, it's weird. These things kind of go up and down. I've sold these for like thirty five dollars before. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't seem to be going for that much right now, but it might just be because, you know, eBay's, uh, there's not a whole lot of buyers. Is it just the cart uh, or? Yeah, just the cart. Yeah, I've, I've seen them around like 20. Um, I yeah. usually, the sh- store owners around me, though, have no clue there's it's a variant. So usually I can pick it up for right. a dollar or two. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, some the same thing. So you can get, you can find them pretty cheap. And I found a couple before and I, I like threw one up on Nintendo Age and some guy was like 30. I was like, oh, cool. I didn't know it would go for that much. Yeah, I sent one to Krabby. I sent you one a while back, You right? sure did. Yeah, I thought. Yep. So then my uh, uh, my, my good buddy, uh, Techie413 uh, on RF Gen, um, uh, it mentioned, it noticed that I saw some, uh, that I made some comments on some big box games that a few other members had picked up. Sent me a PM. He said, hey, I've got some big box uh, PC. I'm looking to move. So he hooked me up with uh, the seventh guest. Which is the uh, the prequel or the original uh, uh, to one of my favorite PC games, The Eleventh Hour, which I don't have yet, but very happy to have Seventh Guest. Also gave me Phantasmagoria and Street Fighter Two for the PC on uh, three and a half uh, inch. Oh, I'm discs. sure that'll be fantastic. <laughs> yep, it'll be fun getting yeah. that one running. Uh, also, uh, he really kind of outdid himself with the uh, freebies uh, this time. Uh, NHL hits for the Xbox, um, NHL '94 for the Super. Um, and I told him uh, I already have a copy of that, but it never hurts to have a spare just to leave in the uh, uh, Super Nintendo to play whenever yeah. you want. Brett Hull hockey, Wayne Gretzky hockey. <laughs> so I think people have picked up Grown. on my, uh, on my, uh, <laughs> my tendencies. I also did purchase an NHL 08 for the PC from his local uh, thrift store. Had him on clearance for like a buck or two. Cool. Um, Star Soldier cart, because I have a manual for it. Star Soldier's uh, Super Spike V-Ball cart. Also have a manual, so just got to get boxes for them. Um, a Legendary Wings manual, because the one that I have was a photocopy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
and he threw me a Mortal Kombat for Game Gear. Um, and also um, Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth, which he was really, really nice to give me a good deal on this because the price on these uh, uh, on this game has skyrocketed because uh, you know how EA lost the license for a Lord yeah. of the Rings, so they can't sell you know reprint produce this game anymore. So pretty much like, and a lot of times, you know, like PC games go budget. They kind of just make them in those five or ten dollar cases, so they can't do that anymore. So the copies that are out there are out there, and uh, it's one of these weird things that like people kind of remember. Hey, this game was awesome, and they're they're going for for decent dollars. So he hooked me up with the discs and the code, so I can play that. Cool. And uh, the the I got a really good box from from Duke. Now most people who listen to the show know that Duke's been doing some searching for me. I gave him a uh, little. Uh, I sent him a little Samson that I found on my incredibly dry. <laughs> incredibly <Christmas>. dry. I <laughs> wish I had it so bad. Uh, so uh, Duke's been really uh, working overtime trying to find some cool stuff for me, and I, I, th- I think he's pretty much there. He's he's just about he's just about worked off the debts. My, so I'm going to cut the my chain. My pleasure, Bill. My pleasure. Absolutely. It's. I, I think we both made out it's, pretty you well. You know. Especially like where I'm at in my collection, there's not a lot of NES stuff left. So sometimes it's more fun hunting for other people's stuff too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the reasons I like the uh, uh, I like doing the uh, Secret Santa among other things because yeah, it's like, oh, like, what can I get for this person? Yeah. So yeah, so Duke, uh, uh, just similar to Techie, um, grabbed me a few things that he knew I wanted and a handful of things that uh, he thought would be nice surprises. So Air Fortress is one that I had a manual for. Now you grabbed that for me from another member, right? From Catch Five Bats. Yep, because you yep you got together with him and he was moving some stuff. So and I think Catch Five, I had purchased a whole bunch of PlayStation games from. So very cool. And I want to mention. um, I mean, I I suppose he'd be cool with this. I mean, he's selling everything on his RF Gen collection, so Mm. you can you can yeah exactly yeah I I think it was Duke. Was it you who told him? However it happened, Duke told me and him to get together. And I looked at his collection. I said, "Hey, I'm interested in all this stuff." And he, great guy to deal with. Easy with prices. Easy with shipping. Very good quality stuff. So yeah, catch five bats on RF Gen. Probably still has some you good know, stuff. You left, know what? So. Yeah, I've got to go meet him here in the next couple of days. He's um, he gave me a good deal on the PS2 slime controller for Dragon Quest. So I'm, <laughs> I'm grabbing that. That's foreshadowing nice. for the next episode. Yep. So we get so Air Fortress was uh, from him, and I have a manual, so that'll complete that one. Um, and this was uh, this one was a surprise. A very nice, yes, very nice, nice. Batman Return of the Joker box and manual. You can actually thank your fellow Connecticut um, user over there, Fibro Freak. That's how. That's where. I, oh, that was from. That was from I Fibro. I got that from Fibro Freak. It's really yeah, nice. Very minty. Really nice, yeah. And, fi- and for those of you who don't know, Fibro Freak is kind of all over. She's on every <laughs> forum that I've ever personally yeah. used. Um, and uh, 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 hopefully she doesn't mind me saying so, but uh, she's posted on a handful of forums that she's been trying to help her mom out. She's run into some problems, and she's selling a lot yeah. of choice, rare she has stuff. great stuff. Yes. I, I mean, you're, you're, we're talking like she has stuff that, like, you think, you, like, if you would think, well, she probably has good stuff, but probably not yeah. this. No, she's got that. Um, and, and really, really very cool to work with. And, again, we're trying to help her family out, so... Find her, find Fibro Freak on any any video game <laughs> forum. She will be on there and see what she uh, still has in stock. But uh, yeah, that uh, Batman Return of the Joker box and manual. So now I'm just looking for a cart. Um, the Wacky Races is a is a cool. I'll save that one okay. for last. That's a cool story. Alundra, my favorite working designs RPG. 
uh, Duke picked up for me along with Breath of Fire 3. And then just a couple of uh, Dreamcast, uh, you know, kind of commons, uh, Choo Choo Rocket and Jet Ground Radio. Um, pr- both pretty common, but both great games that I love very you much. You know, you say Choo Choo Rocket's common, but I find Jet Grind all the time. That's the first Choo Choo I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I haven't really been looking for it, but, you know, when I look through people's yeah, like, you know, collections, I feel there. like a lot of yeah. people have it. Yeah, but yeah. I think people hold on to them. I don't see them for sale very really? often. I always thought of that one as yeah, like the right. Mario Bros. of the Dreamcast. Like, I, thought, I just thought everyone had it. I think that's like the Soul Calibur. Well, I've seen way more yeah, choo-choos Sega than Soul Swirl. Calibers. Uh, maybe it's just my area. Could be. Maybe that, and I mean, yeah. like, that Breath of Fire 3 was really... Because it went along, that's when I got my Dragon Warrior 7. I mean, and those were, like, mm. the really good stuff that store yeah no they, they did and also the quality of that because with cd cases you never know they could be thrown yeah. stuff whatever both alundra and breath of fire actually in all of them jet grind and choo choo everything is shiny and perfect and new it's great mm-hmm. really nice mm-hmm. stuff so the wacky races um a few people have asked about and i've held off to tell until now so when i first first started <laughs> uh collecting I, a lot of people remember that I had this local video store that I used to work at. Uh, the husband died and the wife was asking me to help them liquidate their inventory. So I took like all the, like these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of games to my house, put them in the basement, stocked, did like an inventory, Excel spreadsheet, everything. And I started going through them one by one to see like recent sales to kind of see what things were going for. I used price charting. I used a bunch of things. So anyway, I figured, okay, why don't I keep some of the stuff that I think is awesome? That was going to be like my payment. Let me keep some of the stuff that's awesome, and then I'll sell some of the stuff that's maybe like, you know, like a little bit like I can probably find <laughs> in the future or, you know, whatever. So in my infinite wisdom, <laughs> I sold a complete Wacky Races to Duke, who was the first one who responded Oh, Bill puts this post up, and I'm stuff. just like, bam. And then he sits back, he sends like a message back, and he's like, well, I think it's going to be kind of about this much. I'm like, don't worry about it. I got it. Don't just, it's fine. Yeah. I was like, well, I think the price might be this. And he was like, well, I handed you my wallet already, <laughs> yeah. so why don't you just let me know how much money yeah, you take yeah. out like, of I'm it. Like, I'm done. Okay, I'm so, done. And, and, some, and I started seeing some of the – like I saw – and I had lurked for a while, but I never really sold very much. So I marked it as pending as soon as I got a thing on it. And then once it was gone, I started noticing all the comments <laughs> that said – that said, oh, wow, that's an ins- that's a crazy good yeah. price on Wacky Races. Good luck with the rest yeah. of the sales. So if nothing else, it got everybody on my side. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and I sent him a for, PM for- like three minutes after Duke did. And he told me that. He's like, someone just beat you two by like three minutes. And then like a week later, I see Duke post, I've got this cool Wacky Races. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, and I had, you know, and then of course, like a few months in, I was like, wow, can't believe I sold that, <laughs> especially for that much. But like, whatever, you know, we, me and Duke actually got to being pretty friendly with some other trades and, you know, talking online and stuff. So it well, didn't it, really it all let us here, right? You know. It all, it all exactly, let us yeah. So, um, so uh, what happened? So, so now flash, uh, fast forward to Duke has his little Samson that I think he said before that he honestly didn't ever really think he That's was going to get without having to put a mortgage uh, on the house again. Um, so, you know, it was one of those things where he said, listen, you know, I'm, I'm obviously he's out searching for games for me, picking stuff up for me. But he said, you know, being, you know, he's, he's, he said, I'm the kind of guy who like, you know, I'll go after a complete game if it's there, but you know, I mean, the cart's really, you know, what I care about. So would you be interested in, you know, maybe I'll send you like the box manual back. And I said, well, it's, it's up to you. Like it's, it's yours. I sold it to you. It's your thing. It's, you know, it's your call. And then lo and behold, the, uh, 
the very, very nice uh, Wacky Races boxing manual shows back up. And now I'm just on the hunt for the uh, slightly less uncommon <laughs> Wacky Races cart. And so, I'm telling you, and, and you know from before, that box is near mint condition. Yeah, I mean, the, the I'm telling you, the uh, all of the stuff from the video store... Uh, Every single thing, the, the the place would razor the top cellophane yeah. open, remove the contents of the box. They close the box. They put shrink wrap. They shrink wrap the entire thing. So they shrink wrap the original cellophane under another thing of shrink wrap. And then they put all the stickers on that. Yeah. So nothing is on the box and everything is in its original, like, you know, wrap with that kind of top flap. So with the exception of there being um, a, sti- a sticker on the manual, which personally doesn't bother me at all. I wasn't gonna, the box yeah. is just super nice. I wasn't going to risk trying to get that off that manual. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, the, I've only taken the sticker off of one manual uh-huh. and it was so le- like, and just because I was going to sell it. So I was like, oh, let me try this. And it was like, my game is like... <laughs> pouring off my forehead so uh but yeah i actually did a I, I think i did a really good job i got it off there's zero evidence that it was ever there there was no fading it was great I, it was the thing is it was a manual that people is for a game that people want to complete uh-huh. so i ended up getting like 25 30 bucks for this manual so my work paid there you off go. yeah but yeah so wacky races it's just, it's just a great story i think it was johnny nintendo who said like wow like you sold him a complete wacky <laughs> races and then he trades you back to Boxer Manual because you need it a year later. RF Generation's <laughs> awesome. And I said, yep, that's, that's what we're doing over yeah. here. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of the joy of the whole thing, honestly, um, mm-hmm. to me too. Because it's like, when I got this thing from it, I, I stuck it away and I really just hadn't really touched it much because I'm like, okay, I don't want to mess this thing up. <laughs> so when I came back around, I'm like, you know, that's awesome. That's going to come back to you and not to some random stranger or something and i don't get me wrong i never had any intent to sell in the first place I, well i don't know maybe i'll take that back <laughs> i think there's a couple of times i talked with crab and i'm like maybe i could fund another but i didn't um yeah. but yeah whenever you said that I was like yeah no absolutely yeah no problem it's it's, it's weird we both go to crabby for moral support <laughs> with games when i found the little samson i remember crabby get on skype get on skype get on skype right now and i said i really really don't want to feel like a jerk but like, you know, like you that's the thing is you know what things are worth you do and it's like you know so it's like if i find a thing for free like no matter what it is and i could sell that thing for let's just say a thousand dollars and i hand it to someone instead it's like you're handing that person a thousand dollars and is. the thing is it's it's you know but it was it was worth more to me to to Put little Samson in your collection because, in a weird kind of way, I I kind of have pride in your collection now because I have something to do with it. Yeah, and I understand you know that that I mean? wacky races box and manual coming back to you kind of is fun for me because it's kind of like you know you care so much about that and having those box games and why I think they're really cool. It sounds important to me, so it's really fun and enjoyable for me to see that kind of back where you're going to take really good care of it and it's going to be there you know yep it's great so it was, it was just a just a great great all around full circle kind of thing um i did have one other quick thing i don't know if we have no oh, sure time, i told you I was gonna, the the 32x so no no all right we're out of time Sorry. we're out of Sorry, time guys gotta go <laughs> that's the show so, thanks l- uh, okay it's just gonna be me <laughs> talking uh, go ahead go for ahead. the rest 
Um, so uh, everyone who has listened to the show knows that I'm looking for Spider-Man as my last 32X game. There's been a seller on eBay for the last several months who's had it listed at 249 mm-hmm. which I don't think is a extremely unreasonable price. It's just slightly higher than I personally am willing to pay for this uh, sure. item. So I've been watching it every time it gets relisted. No bids, watching, relisted, no bids, over and over again. So uh, recently, um, Duke said, and actually Duke and Krabby and a bunch of people said, have you considered contacting the seller directly and saying, hey, would you, if it doesn't sell, would you consider just invoicing me X amount? Um, that way you won't have to pay the eBay fees. You still have like a legit invoice, you know, all that stuff. So I said, well, as soon as I have those funds in PayPal, I would. So I've been selling some things to kind of get it up and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, a couple, like a week ago, two weeks ago, um, I see my phone notifies me, hey, another listing for Spider-Man 32X came out, which is normally means nothing because it's normally like a 32-inch Spider-Man <laughs> poster. So um, so it comes up, it's the game, and I notice that the picture is the same one that I've been looking at for months, and the seller is different. Huh. And also the uh, the content of the uh, of the of the sale post is exactly the same as the one I've been looking at. So I do a little more research, and it looks like it looks like it could be fraud, but I wasn't sure. So just being the good Samaritan, I uh, excuse me, I email the original guy, say, hey, listen, uh, I've been watching your sale for a long time. I know what it looks like. I just noticed this other seller. Um, looks like totally ripped off your ad. I don't know if it's you or if you know the guy or if it's fraud, but whatever it is, I just wanted to tell yeah. you. I get I get a thing back from him that says, thank you very much for the heads up. I reported oh. it. Um, so that's part one of the story. <laughs> so then a day or two later, uh, I I get in, uh, what I do? I think I sent, I think I emailed back. Yeah, no problem. You know, again, like I've been watching your sale for a while, just, uh, uh, you know, just you know, trying to figure out if I could maybe make an offer, uh, you know, that's close to what you want, but I'm, you know, still kind of in the market. Whatever I said, and he emails me back, and he said, uh, uh, and he said, yeah. So I, I reported it. The other guy uh, uh, got uh, taken, got taken off. But what happened was the other guy had it posted at like $180, I think, and it wasn't a buy it now. So once that thing got reported and taken away, that means the only one online was this 239 buy it now for the original seller so however it worked he got some additional attention from that lower one Mm. going on so he sends me a message back saying like oh yeah no i appreciate you telling me but in the in the end like mine like mine just sold uh so he's like so you know so he's like sorry if that didn't work out for you so i mean again which is okay because i mean there will be others but it's just uh it was just uh not the way that I thought that <laughs> yeah. would have turned out. Oh, I was waiting for a and happy in, ending. Yeah. No, well, in an in an odd twist, the original guy who was ban- who was like his post was removed because it looked like exactly the same post yeah. as the first guy, reposted oh. it with actual pictures taken. Oh. So so it looks like all he had done is he was a little bit of the lazy syndrome. <laughs> we were all guilty of it, where you're like. Maybe if I just copy an existing picture oh, from this listing, so it actually looks like it is legit, and uh, so I am watching that right now. So maybe we get a happy ending, but it was just a funny turn of events where I'm like, "Hey, I'd like to help you out." Oh, thanks for helping me out. Sold it. <laughs> Sucker. Well, it just adds to that awesome story because so. you've already got a another story to go along with that with Spider-Man. So by the time you'll get it, you'll just yeah. you'll laugh. You'll have all these great Spider-Man memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, oh. Let me tell you how long it took me to get this thing. And then the good news will be we won't need to talk about 32x anymore. <laughs> no, but then we can then we can start the uh, 
the uh, my YouTube channel where I complete 32x games. No, I'm not going to consider your collection complete until you get Dark Side. Uh, yeah, Dark Side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually even more. Ex- that's more expensive than any U.S. release yep. game. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna force you to look for 32x stuff forever. I'll get the repro. No. Well, aren't you buying? Uh, aren't you into homebrews and I'm into repros homebrews. and all that fun stuff? I'm into homebrews. <laughs> I'm into repros of unreleased games. It was unreleased no, in this country. Oh, that's a cheating. I don't know. I kind of agree with Bill on that one. You and your uniformity. You just wouldn't want a weird flag in your collection. Exactly. You would want yeah. one of those creepy also, power flags. Also, I don't flags. want to try to find the... Yeah. Also, I don't want to try to find like a, a mega uh, a power of power. power. <laughs> it wouldn't play in the... I bet it would play in the U.S. system, wouldn't it? I think so. I bet it would. You have to check it out. There's only and one yeah. way to find out, Bill. You'll have to buy it now. I've, I've already got you <laughs> looking will. at PAL Konami games, so... You do the the silver box yep. ones. Uh, uh, both Metal Gear and uh, Snake's Revenge look very nice. There's roller roller, roller games. There's sorry roller games. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, Contra's already a silver box, <laughs> but Probotector is just a fun yeah, word. Yeah, Probotector and Probotector Two: Return of mm-hmm. Evil Forces. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got those. It still doesn't beat my my number one corniest uh, 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 like what do you call it? Like the the sub name to a game is. Uh, Ninja Gaiden Three, the Dark, no, the Ancient uh, Ship of Doom, Ancient Ship of Doom, the Ancient Ship of Doom. <laughs> oh, it's so silly. Uh, nothing beats Revengers. Yeah, Avengers. I was just gonna say that. That's one of my yeah, favorites. That's the best title that's ever. A good one too. <laughs> All right, guys. And and that and that's and that's it. That's uh, that's. I mean, like I said, it's not much going on up here. It's yeah, much really hits the hits the craigs or anything like that but i mean a lot of it was local stores internet and uh just a little bit of luck on craig so yeah i i should stop complaining for several months i now. will say though that your your virtual boy story did touch something else off because i was talking to the guy at the retro store you know over by me the game exchange and we were talking about virtual boys and um i mentioned he goes oh yeah i wouldn't mind finding one of those things but i don't want to pay very much or whatever I said, oh, well, I mean, let me know. Maybe I could run across one. What are you, you looking? He goes, well, I don't need a box or anything. He says, well, I don't know, like $15, $20. I said, <laughs> yeah, you're probably not going to find one. For, yeah, yeah. You, you would have to find one in someone's basement yeah. if you want it for 15 And he goes, oh, really? He goes, oh, well, um, well, well, let me look in the system. He goes, oh, we'll only sell them for 30 I said, well, I got, I'll take 10 <laughs> uh, he said well of course we don't have any I said well that's alright just trust me if you ever get some game from Virtual Boys then please call me right away now what is it uh, on uh, I was browsing Uncle Tusk today or yesterday I think it was and he's got a that couple of uh, Space Pinball Virtual Boy games for Space sale Space Pinball yeah it just came yes. out right so yeah complete what was it $75 yeah, I think it is it's Bound High he's still oh, got yeah. and Space Pinball they look yep. so, so good so for 150 bucks, you can Get those two additional uh, virtual boy games. Yeah, Space right. Pinball is just Galactic Pinball with different levels. <laughs> Which, I mean, if that's your thing. but Bound, Yeah, Bound High is supposed Gem. to be pretty awesome, though. And then there's one other one I think they're coming out with soon um, that I read about. I can't remember the name offhand, but coming out. So check out Uncle Tusk if you like Virtual Boy. Yup. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps up for Small Scores. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much again to all of our donors. And speaking of donors, coming up next, uh, we'll have our interview with uh, Nupoil. Foreshadowing.
All right, so we'd like to welcome aboard our auction winner. Um, now, I, I'm going to try to stumble through this name a little bit. Maybe I've, is it, um, and I think I've, we've, I've always said New Poil, but there's an E at the end. I don't, Krabby, what do you? I, I think that L's silent. I think it's just a whole bunch of vowel sounds in a row. Do you think it's like New Poi? New Poi? Like maybe yeah. like it's French or something? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, uh, all right, Bill. You're the master of names. So what? What? What do you think? Well, back when I was picking beans in Guatemala, <laughs> when it's we used another to... one of your jobs that we didn't hear about yet. Yeah, no, I worked for a coffee place. Uh, so down in Guatemala, <laughs> and we, we there was actually a guy down there whose name uh, was spelled exactly that way, but we just called him Doug. Yeah. Doug. Doug. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's. that's... I've always pronounced it Doug. I don't know where the I don't know where the other pronunciations came from. I'll have to brush up on my Guatemalan, I guess. Uh, Duke, Duke, it's Guatemalan. Oh, oh, my fault. I think we've gotten to this before. Um, Mino habla, whatever. <laughs> that is. Okay, so, well, let's welcome Doug to the show. Um, hi. So. Welcome. So, Doug, I mean, I've got a question for you. What on earth makes you um, crazy enough to bid on uh, a spot on this show? Well, you know, I've been around uh, RF Generation for quite a while now. Our and, condolences. Yeah, I know. It's I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I stick around, but yeah, there you have it. Um, <laughs> so, you guys were doing this fundraising drive, and you had up the auction, and I was hoping to do my little part to uh, raise any awareness I could, and I think I think I did. I, you know, uh, caused a whole bunch of changes in the price there. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, I was hoping that people would get really interested in it. And and somehow somewhere along the line, I accidentally ended up winning. So (laughs) (laughs) So, so that was my next question. Were you just trying to push up the bids or did you actually like, okay, I'm going to win this thing? Uh, No. Well, I guess both. (laughs) I mean, obviously, if you're you're bidding on something, you're you're thinking winning is there but i kind of had an amount in mind and you know beings as it's a donation auction i think that's kind of how you should go about those sorts of things is you know you want to give this amount or that amount and then just see where it takes you and um, apparently it didn't get up to uh, the amount that (laughs) (laughs) i had in mind so so here i am now i would just have you've heard the show before right yeah yeah, well, and, and you're well, and you're surprised that the bids didn't go very high. <laughs> I'm I'm just happy he got to upset Isret. That was worth it for me. <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to the Mortal Kombat talk. I mean, no offense, Doug. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, I could I mean, probably I could make up something about Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's okay. That's what Isret does. And no one's going to argue with him because, well, of course, he knows the right answer. Look at all the stuff he has. He's got the most crap. So it's all right. Yeah, the, the most man with the most stuff wins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. So, um, so can you maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, Doug? I mean, uh, who who is who is Doug? Well, uh, I guess before I wanted to say anything about that, I, I wanted to compliment you guys on your green room. Like this oh. is this is the most com- <laughs> comfortable place I've ever been in. It really feels like home. Uh, you got all sorts <laughs> just of like home. Yeah. Yeah, you have all sorts of neat stuff here and all sorts Duke, of things I would be into. Duke does all the catering himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really good. I like the sandwiches. That's all right. You'll uh you'll you'll uh, not be thanking yourself later. <laughs> big big sign big sign on the wall, no emulators allowed. <laughs> all NES all day, right? 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, about me, I, I'm not really sure why that would be too exciting. I'll, I guess I'll try to s- stick in uh, to what mostly relates to uh, RF generation and this podcast. But um, I've I've actually been a lurker on RF generation for quite some time now. I I kind of wish I had signed up for the site right when I found out about it because the way I found out was somebody had uh, was kind of promoting it right when it first appeared online as RF generation. And I'm I'm almost certain that I started looking at the site within the first few days or the first week of it being live. I didn't end really? up yeah um, I didn't end up signing up for about a year later and um, I didn't realize up until even later than that uh, when the site went live and I was kind of thinking back about it and I'm like wow man I must have been in right at the beginning so now that was in the early 2000s right yeah I think. Uh, 2004-ish, somewhere in there. That sounds about right. Yeah. And Krabby, Krabby, when did you come on the scene? Oh, a couple of years after that. Okay. Yeah. So you're your granddad around here, is that it? I, Doug is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, oh, hi, it, both of you, you know. It, well, this is a show where I talk, people talk back. It, it works out. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we were wondering who those people were. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I mean... I really, up until this last year or so, I've mostly been uh, under the lurker status. But uh, yeah, I guess I've been around for a while. And, uh, really enjoy hanging out here. And using so what? Tools. What pushed you from lurker to active member? Well, I mean, I had from time to time made comments here and there, and you know, any sort of uh, dry, witty, snarky comments that I could throw. In. <laughs> like, I think well, with it being the internet and all. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Those frowned frowned upon. (laughs) Yeah. I thought of it as a novelty. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, As as much as I try to avoid being snarky, sometimes I read read some of the stuff I wrote and I'm like, ah, I didn't mean for it to sound that way. You've listened to this show again, right, Bill? (laughs) I got to put smiley faces on the end of everything I say. That was funny, like the very first stuff that Bill, when he came on, like one of the first things he said is like, you can say whatever you want in a, a post as long as you put a winky face <laughs> yeah, at the end. winky face. Well, no, I think someone wrote something and said, uh, uh, and someone said, oh, I think you came across like a jerk on there. And there, and I was like, well, did you use winky face? Because <laughs> winky yeah. face just means like, oh, he, oh, he's just kidding. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess uh, the reason I became more active here this last year I, all along i had uh used the tools to keep track of my collection of course but um the at one point here a year ago just a little while ago the site sort of had a hiccup i guess we'll call it <laughs> the great crash yeah. we don't we don't talk about those days yeah um and when i came back there was a um a little bit of fallout from that and i'm like well i don't want other people to be you know wondering where everything went I'm going to try to do my part to provide more content. And so I, you know, I upped the amount of snarky comments and <laughs> dry witticisms that nobody understands except me, but I think are hilarious. That's actually really cool. Is that to, you know, just, I never heard, uh, I never heard it put that way before is to kind of, you know, like inject new life back into the site after that little uh, hiccup. Yeah. I, uh, Rebuilding I've, the community. I'm, I'm but not... yeah, it kind of did seem like that for a while. I mean, like everybody's kind of worried, like, okay, is it really going to make it? Um, I think just for a minute, maybe, and then I think yeah, just everybody just pop back in. It's like, hey, look, we're going to make this work, right? 
Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm quite happy about it. Glad everything's still around. And I enjoy using it. So, yeah. So, Doug, just from uh, browsing through your collection a little bit, it looks like you have a lot of classic PC titles uh, listed in your inventory. Did you start out as a PC gamer, or were you kind of on consoles and PC, or how did you start your gaming? You know, uh, I guess I've been around for a little bit of time, and back in the mid-'80s, I suppose, my dad bought us um I think we started out with, uh, I almost think that we got both a Commodore 64 and the Tandy 1000 at the same time. Really? Yeah, and but they were used. And I can't remember if we had gotten the NES right before or right after that. We must have gotten it after that. So, you know, kind of early on we had those two computer things and uh, the NES. And then later on, I think the next thing that we got into the household was... Uh, 386 computer. Oh yeah. Did you yeah, have the math coprocessor? Nice. No, you know, we didn't. And, but I didn't <laughs> I didn't know at the time there was no such thing as the internet, so I didn't really feel like I was missing out because who knew. But <laughs> yeah. um so I don't think the internet was far behind that machine actually. I remember having a I think it was a 386 and then Prodigy. My buddy had Prodigy like maybe like within a couple of years. Hey man, I got on the internet in on a Commodore sixty four the first time around. So nice, yeah. A little Archie and FTP. Feeling a little young here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we d- we did have a see. I grew up in a, a small town, and we had like a really local uh, phone system. So calling out to much of anywhere was long distance. Even like no. the AOLs and prodigies, there was no local number, and my dad wasn't going to let us do that. So. <laughs> We did have a local BBS. Oh, yeah. And uh, I fiddled around on that as much as I could. And, uh, all sorts of text based gaming on there. Yeah, uh, did you play some door games? Yeah, we, uh, you know, I, I'm so bad at remembering names, but um, there's two that I kind of remember specifically. Was uh, There was one that was sort of, uh, oh, I guess, Wizards and Warriors, Dungeons and Dragons sort of theme. Was it? Was it Legends of the Red Dragon? You know, that name's come up in stuff I've looked at since, but... That was I, a big I, one. I honestly can't remember what the name of the one I played was. It, it very well could have been. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like a, a planet resources-based one, a space sort of one. Yeah. Like uh, like an XCOM type game? <laughs> Bill, we're talking way before that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> These are all just oh, text. Oh, wait, text so, so this is like... Is this like... You see a wizard in the room. What do you want to do? Uh, and then you kind type of, in, yeah. uh, I'd like to smack him in the face. And then, it says, like that. And then it says, wizard blocks your smack. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I, pl- I played that. That's called wizard smack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm anxiously awaiting wizard smack too. But I think <laughs> wizard smack too, the reckoning. <laughs> like, I just Kickstarter, man. You'll get that in no time. Yep. Do you think you can call it vaporware at this point? I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not giving up hope. I still got my pre-order from Babbage's. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, to, I guess to answer your question, I guess kind of early on we had both the NES and uh, computer stuff. So I've kind of all along followed both ends of it, I suppose. Okay, so you never really kind of distinguish yourself like I am a PC gamer or I'm a console gamer. You just kind of you know you dig what you dig and you play whatever games you liked. Yeah, I. I kind of realized early on because even when we had the Commodore 64 and the Tandy 1000, they were kind of outdated, but they had some interesting, fun games on there. And 
I I found out that fun games are fun games. It doesn't really matter the age, and you know it's it's cool to see new graphics and whatnot. But um, you know it's kind of it's not the only reason you play games. So um, that. that that's awesome that you figured that out way earlier than most people do. I think. Yep. Yeah. That's, so cur- yeah. That's that's one of those things that like you wish you could explain to people who haven't figured it out yet. Like, yeah, that stuff's really awesome, but cool games are cool games. No, PCs suck. Anyway, let's, let's <laughs> keep going. So I got a I got a good question here. Okay. So what I'm just first I'm curious like what what time period was this when you were getting into Commodore 64 and the Tandy? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to peg it down exactly. It had to have been before 88, but I I couldn't tell you. I mean, it would have been like it must have been around like around, yeah, somewhere in there. So you know, it's sort of late in their, you know, their life, or I guess even maybe a little bit after. But um, you know, it, it was something we bought used, and it did come with some extra programs and whatnot. So I, I understand. I'm, I think right about that same time, I had a Commodore sixty four because I was a little late to the party. I had Texas Instruments before that, but so I think I was using the Commodore sometime right around that time too. But there were a ton of great games at yeah. that point in time. Yeah. Now, do do any of those Commodore sixty four games stand out to you? Any of them you remember really enjoying? You're kind of putting me on the spot here. That uh, I can't remember anything, honestly. <laughs> I remember. Okay, well, I re- that's fine. I remember having fun with uh, both the Tandy one thousand and the Commodore sixty four. But it, you know, with all the extra old stuff I have now and stuff I've seen since, I I can't re- exactly remember what we had. On the Tandy 1000, we had a game called Jumpman, and okay, that, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that. So there's, uh, I've heard Jumpman put up with uh, other consoles too, and I'm not sure if the Tandy 1000 one was the same one or not. But I guess that's one game that I definitely remember from back then, and really enjoying at the same time. Okay. Now, did you spend a lot of time playing the NES? Because you said you had one about that same time. Were you pretty big into that? Yeah, we were. Uh, we, uh, the, the whole family, well, ex- except for my mother, spent all sorts of time playing that, and we would uh, all sit around. And my dad was the best player of the us, really? us kids. Yeah, yeah, he was. Op- uh, opposite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just said opposite. Like, my dad, uh, we wanted him to play so badly, handed him the controller. He fell in the first pit, and we figured, <laughs> okay, that's, that's no big deal. But he, like, dropped the controller and walked away. <laughs> he he, 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 this crap. Yeah, he he rage quit on the first pit of Mario <laughs> and never played another game. So you might screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> See, I remember my dad was, uh, and I'm sure this happened, you know, really early on, the first hour, or first day, or whatever. So my dad was the first person in the family to make it past the first level of Mar- Super Mario Brothers, and like <laughs> when we would play Metroid, uh, my brother or sister or I would. Uh, have the map in hand and we would sort of navigate my dad <laughs> through the various you know the levels of metroid and and he was definitely the best player not that we didn't play too and had all sorts of that's fun so but, cool yeah that's fun now were you like most of us i mean when we talk you know usually like you'd have like maybe five or six games total was that kind of the same way in your house yeah that that pretty much was i think um Sometime like in the early '90s, we might have gotten up to like ten games for the NES. And uh, the weird thing was, was so in my town was really small, and there weren't like, like I can only remember one place where you could go buy uh, video games of any sort. 
and uh, I don't know of anyone who before 1990 had a larger collection than we do we did with our you know five so to you, ten games so you were the cool kid at school <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> unfortunately like uh, my best friend had a a couple other dip, different games than what we had so that actually worked out pretty good in expanding my knowledge of nes games now do you remember what they were um so my friend had a uh, the legend of zelda which we did oh, and very uh, nice tetris so kind of two big ones there that oh yeah we played good so, deal so what's what's kind of the focus of your collection I, is uh, it is it the O2 stuff you've been posting a lot about? <laughs> yeah, that's uh I guess the Odyssey th- Odyssey? The Odyssey 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a weird thing to get into. I, uh, <laughs> for the last year I guess that's kind of been my focus. Um I I guess the main thing that's always driven me along is uh cheap. <laughs> so I <laughs> I I I've always picked up what was cheap and inexpensive and um I thought other people did that too but Apparently not. I, <laughs> I, to me, cheap is like um, less than a dollar, and you know, expensive is a dollar fifty. <laughs> so, so, wait, you, so you can pick up Odyssey two games for less than a buck. Yeah, actually, uh, most of the ones I've gotten, uh, yeah, definitely average out to um, less than a dollar. No, I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah, when Impressive. I now, have you have you played? Odyssey 2, Bill? <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I, I don't think I have. I'm pretty sure my father-in-law has one. Um, when we visited, uh, 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 we're up in New England. They're down in Florida. When we visited, he was excited because he knows that I collect games to show me his like closet because he doesn't throw anything out. So his Nintendo, his Super Nintendo, his 2600, his Odyssey, they're all in the original boxes in his closet. Um, he doesn't want to give them up or anything, and I don't blame him because they're his, but... Uh, uh, I didn't realize, I mean, I didn't really know anyone with an Odyssey growing up. I didn't yeah. even, I didn't really hear of it until a little, little time later. Uh, just kind of like looking back at some of the older stuff, but uh, like a lot of that stuff I met, like Coleco in television, Odyssey, I never, never touched any of that stuff until I was older. Yeah, well, I would imagine you guys are definitely not in the age group <laughs> because Odyssey 2, pretty old. I mean, that's Atari 2600 contemporary. Yeah, yeah when yeah. did it come out? Like 78? Something like that, seventy eight, seventy nine, I think. Yeah, it was before seventy nine, I thought, but yeah, it's right in there. Yeah, now, yeah. now, do you do you fire up the Odyssey too? Are you are you uh, you you play those games? Or are they more for for show for looking at? Yeah, lately they've been more for show and looking at. I've I've kind of been going through a a change in my game setup. We uh, I had a bunch of stuff that ended up just kind of not fitting in with all the other stuff I had hooked up, and uh, I sort of decided to change that, and I. I switched some things around, and I haven't quite gotten everything all set up again. So, yeah, the Odyssey 2, I've mostly been just on the collecting side of things. I, very shortly, I plan on doing some serious playing. Nice. Now, now, so is 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 the Odyssey really the Odyssey if you don't use that uh, little up arrow when you're typing the name? <laughs> <laughs> the carrot? Uh, yeah, you know, I I intentionally try to type it out different ways every time I do it, just to see if anyone says anything, and uh, so far no one has. It's kind of sad. It's like one of those odd systems that doesn't have like a standard abbreviation that everyone uses. Yeah. 
I also well, gonna... I also I also love that the, I I never use that symbol. So whenever I have to do it, I'm like, okay, shift five, six. <laughs> you guys don't do enough Excel, then you'd you'd have that down no problem. All right, so I'm curious. Because <laughs> right? everybody else is is dead here. Can um, we can we can we can we give Duke like a, an Excel burn avatar? <laughs> Excel I'm, I'm an Excel, burn. I'm an Excel monster. I don't know. I'm telling you. I can rip some Excel up. All right. Um, now, with the Odyssey, I'm kind of curious. Uh, we've seen some other people here lately for some reason. It's kind of taken a shine to it on RFGen and started picking, like, posting more Odyssey 2 finds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you do you blame yourself for that affliction? <laughs> or? Well, you know, I, I somewhere along the line, I originally picked up the idea for collecting it from RF Generation. So, I guess it's all kind of circular now. Um but yeah, it's kind of funny. I I think what people are drawn to is um, how inexpensive it is for the most part. There's only a few items in the like normal collection of Odyssey two stuff that cost any significant amount of money. So if you come across you know your first item or you know you've come across a console, um, you know some people want to charge a lot, but you know if you come across a garage sale find or you know, happen across a good uh, auction or something. Uh, they're actually pretty cheap. I think um, I got my first console along with the box and maybe 12 games, maybe a couple other things too. I think it cost me all of $14. And yeah. that that's maybe a little bit on the low range, but uh, it's I mean, not really... That, that's almost a quarter of the library too, isn't it? Are yeah. Like 40 or 50 games for it? Yeah, there are uh, in the regular U.S. library. There are forty-nine games. Uh, there are other games in other regions, um, but, but yeah, the, the U.S. library has forty-nine. Um, so, so there, there are two games that are so uh, forty-seven. I think of the forty-nine are all Magnavox uh, or Philips, which are. Um, you know, they're all first-party games. And then there are two games right. that were made by, uh, is it iMagic? Um, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's two games for that. So, um, yeah, that's the whole, the whole collection right there. Is there a really big repro or homebrew scene on the Odyssey? <laughs> uh, surprisingly, there is. Um, people are kind of into doing it. And uh, they're, some of the, that's actually some of the more expensive items for the Odyssey are like some of the early homebrew games okay um, we'll get, if they come up at all though go for quite a bit and then other people have fun uh making games here and there i guess i kind of heard rumor that there's supposed to be a reprint of a odyssey 2 multi-cart coming out so that seems sort of exciting yeah now what do you think it says i mean i know like i've got a little small odyssey collection um but, like, all the games I got, like, the boxes, and I see this a lot, too, when I see people post them, like, the boxes and everything look, like, super minty. Almost like nobody's ever actually played them. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think that's, I mean, is that what you run into a lot? Yeah, you know, so, I mean, of course, the majority of the games that I come across are loose, but the ones that I come across boxed, and probably, like, a greater percentage than most other consoles outside of, like, you know, new ones or like Genesis or something. There's 
a ton of the games come with the box and come with the instructions and and they all look great like i think i <laughs> yeah. have like like one or two boxes that's a little bit crushed and for the most part yeah you're right they they look wonderful so so do you do you attribute that to that they just a never sold in the first place or b nobody ever actually wanted to open them up and play them or <laughs> or I mean, c maybe they actually made some good packaging that's durable yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, what what's your take on that? Yeah, well, it's definitely not the durable packaging. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. That's it's. I I kind of wonder about that too because I have some boxes that are like brand new looking and, you know, kind yeah. of taken into the context of what was available on you know back in the time with the Atari and whatnot. So I think the latest game for the Odyssey came out of like the you know the normal release set came out in eighty three. So. Yeah. Yeah, most of the games are like, you know, 81, 82, you know, or prior. Yeah, 30 plus years old. Yeah. So, um, you know, taken into context with like what was available on Atari and whatnot, the Odyssey 2 games are pretty good. I mean, they're they're not awesome, but they're not crummy either. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about it. It seems like people would have wanted to, to play them, so... I don't know why there's so many good good boxes and manuals and cartridges out there. Maybe they just said, no, we want to keep the evil sealed away. <laughs> Maybe people, you know, back then were knowing that the Odyssey would be a, a great collector item. And there you go. Store, storing away boxes. Hiding there's just going to be this guy in the future called Doug. He's going to be really into this. Let's just keep them for him. Yeah. So, so you... Sorry if you have more to add. Keep going. Oh, no, I was just going to say that. I, I sometimes feel like that when I'm perusing the auctions on uh, eBay for Odyssey 2 stuff that I'm, like, the only person looking for them. <laughs> and, and, and actually, like, so the only thing I've ever bought off of eBay is Odyssey 2 stuff. And <laughs> I, I continually run across, uh, like, the same initials of people bidding on stuff. <laughs> so like auctions that you know have like five bits on them like most they'll all be from like two guys and they'll all end in the start and end on the same initials that you know other <laughs> auctions i've seen go so yeah that's I, awesome that's like what ebay felt like 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> cool um so you mentioned uh you've picked up a few loose ones uh and you picked up some complete box one complete box ones um how picky are you when you come to completeness or condition of your games uh at the beginning i wasn't at all i would just pick up what i found which in the wild is it's not impossible but you know they're not common either um but lately as i was starting to get close to having a complete set i started uh, seeking ones out that were complete in box so uh, I probably have about a third of the games in the box. And what about for other systems? Does it depend on the system, or is it kind of the same routine with each one? Um, I guess going back to how little I try to spend per item, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't run across too many that are in box. I, um, I'm a little bit more picky, like on disc-based games. I'll get those usually in the box and. Uh, the games that we got new as when I was a kid are all still in the box, and uh, big box PC games I'll try to only pick up in the box. But um, other than that, I just kind of take what I can get. 
Right, so you mentioned you mentioned eBay for a couple of Odyssey things. So other than that, are you mainly like a like a Craigslist garage sale guy, or where are you getting most of your stuff? Yeah, it's all uh, garage sales. Um, talking to people, asking if they have any old stuff, and uh, nice. some stuff off of Craigslist. And do those people know what you're talking about when you say Odyssey too? <laughs> I I usually so I guess my my normal question is something along the lines of, uh, you know, I. I collect old video game stuff, like um, especially from like the '70s and '80s, and kind of leave it at that. And then they'll be like, "Oh, like Atari," and I'll be, "Yeah, like you know Atari or you know NES." And it depends on where they go from that as to how much I elaborate because it I'm... probably works a little better than saying, "Man, do you have a conquest for the world?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but yeah, it's propping up the uh, edge of my couch over here. <laughs> <laughs> I will have to say, though, that the Odyssey 2 did, I mean, some of those big box set kind of things with all the little pieces, that was pretty impressive at the time, right? Yeah, though, you know, if you get to the chance to see one of those in, in person, you know, not just pictures, they're they're quite impressive, like the, uh, especially the manual for um, uh, Quest for the Rings. It's, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost like a, a piece of art in itself, it's, it's one of the neatest manuals I've seen on anything. And, uh, yeah, uh, they're just, the whole sets are impressive. Um, they come, let's, like, a, a Quest for the Rings comes with an overlay for the keyboard on the Odyssey 2, and it comes with a whole bunch of little pieces and this neat box. and uh, the Because um, that, that was kind of thing with some of those games, right? I mean, it's really meant to be... Like the system and the game were more of just like companion pieces to the the physical part of the game, right? Yeah, right. So, uh, Quest for the Rings, you kind of play, uh, you play both with the Odyssey two, and then you play sort of as a board game along with it. Um, there's little pieces that you move, and then the the Odyssey kind of instructs you on what to do. And um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, quite the thing. And then the other two are. Uh, um, the Great Wall Street Fortune Hunt, and oh man, the other one's escaping me at the moment. Um, the Conquest wait. of the World, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 right, right, right. So yeah, yeah, I have all those, and yeah, the boxes all look great. Yeah, those ones I uh, I wasn't going to buy unless I got them complete. So yeah, I definitely. But I'd be honest. I mean, do they come up a lot incomplete? Yeah. Actually, um, well, I mean, if you're going off of uh, eBay, there are, it, it's not that it's not, it's it's easy to find them complete, but they come up all the time loose. So I don't, uh, I don't, there, I don't, right? nobody. I don't see very many completed auctions for loose of those three uh, big box Odyssey 2 games. Well, I'd imagine if there's not a lot of demand in the first place, I mean, there's no reason, right? I mean, just wait yeah. around. You can easily yeah. find a full one, right? Right, yeah. It's just me and two other guys on, <laughs> on the whole internet. That's it. You guys. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. if you guys join forces, you'd be unstoppable. <laughs> you said, okay, 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 Gary, Tom, I'm going to bid on this one. We'll get it for a buck, and then we'll all split it. <laughs> yeah, you could, like, control prices and, like, force them to rock bottom. <laughs> yeah well for for the other guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of funny so uh some of the stuff i've been on i i noticed that i've changed the price for like what uh 
people with the buy it now auctions will listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like if if I or a few other people, and it, I mean obviously this isn't true. There's more than two other people buying stuff, but if if there's like a quiet period, the price will go down, and it's really dramatic. Like it it jumps around a lot. It seems like like uh, I've seen some of the games that were trade up, you know, higher and. You know, I, we're talking in the Odyssey two price range, but you know that <laughs> five dollars. <laughs> <or something. laughs> yeah, so like some of them would, you know, have some sales up in like the twenty something dollars, and then uh, you would get a an auction, you know, just a few weeks later, and there would be one bid on it, and it would go for less than ten. It's really an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah, if it so, hasn't settled by now, you'd you'd think uh, it might never. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, though. I mean, as soon as you're you're going to be done soon, and then like the bottom's just going to fall out of the market because I mean, like one third of the buying population is gone. Yeah, well, that, actually, that's I'm I'm not worried at, at all about getting people interested in buying Odyssey two games because I'm basically <laughs> done, and and they can you know change the price as much as they want. So yeah, I I have this weird fear about that with uh, Spider Man. Like if I get it on two X. <laughs> And then, like, a few months go by or a year goes by where, like, all the people who wanted it are gone, then it's, like, becomes common. Like a $10 game or something? Yeah, just like, oh, you have a Spider-Man? Yeah, that used to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) I keep hoping that's going to happen with a few more of the ones I need, but I'm not holding my breath. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Well, good. So, with the Odyssey, now... Um, yeah, obviously he had the games and since I had like the hardwired controllers, there really wasn't a lot of accessories, but there was one major one that I think you've just, um, you were saying you've recently come across, right? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, I guess right before that there, there's more than one version of the Odyssey 2 and some of them okay. did, did have, a, a aftermarket controllers, but, um, Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the one most people are familiar with has uh, hardwired controllers, but. Yeah, so there's an accessory uh, called the voice, which uh, attaches to the top of the console and uh, allows voice to come out of the machine. And this was one of the very few things of the uh, the regular hardware that I didn't yet have. Um, I I just recently got to the point where I guess the major three things I had left were um, two games and the voice. The two games and the voice are kind of like the more spendy items. So, mm-hmm. so the voice probably, you could expect it to be sold for like $40. I'm just throwing out a number, but somewhere in that range. Oh, okay. Um, and then the, the two games are Atlantis, which is one of the uh, two iMagic games, and Power Lords. So both is, of those. Is Power Lords another one of the big box ones, or is that? No, uh, Power Lords, I think, comes up just because it's the most spendy one. Okay. So, um, like, uh, I was looking here, and uh, recently, for loose, uh, Power Lords might go down as low as $50. Wow. But, oh. but um, uh, they're, if it's complete in box, you can expect it to be well over 100 And even That loose, is pretty spendy for Odyssey. Yeah. Three digits, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and even loose. Not including the change column. <laughs> so yeah even loose like I, I mean the low end would be 50 but I mean like 70 or 80 or even 90 wouldn't be out of the question so um, 
yeah, so I so I had these three three items left, um, the two games and the uh, the voice, and right. I had been kind of casually uh, looking here on eBay for one to kind of come up, and, and an auction came up, and it had the voice, and it had a bunch of games, and it had a bunch of manuals, and it had actually a couple of those uh, uh, the detachable controllers. Um, oh, okay, and. This was, like, I think if you were searching for Odyssey 2 stuff, this would come up, but it was kind of like an oddly listed, oddly named auction. Those are the, the best. best kind, yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, so it, but it, it clearly had the voice in it. It even had that in the title. And so these uh, these regularly sell, and, um, you know, like, like if you just put one up, you could easily expect $30 and, and maybe more, like a... Here just recently, I saw one that was currently being bid at forty dollars. So, but the the bid on or the starting bid on this auction I saw was uh, twenty dollars and nine dollars hmm. shipping and handling. I'm like, well, I guess I'll throw my bid out there and, and hope. There there was like three days on it, and, and I guess kind of like the the same way that I ended up getting on this podcast, I, I accidentally won this eBay auction. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you just bid like the 20 and that's it and let it ride? I think I bid like up to 25 or something. But I guess what really caught my eye in this auction was not only did it have the voice, but it had a bunch of manuals I didn't have. And I, I mean like a bunch, like there's more than 20. Wow. Yeah. Um, and there's, and one of the, uh, one of the manuals it had was the Power Lords manual. So, Really, the manual for the most expensive game was in this auction, and it wasn't listed anywhere in the the body of the auction or in the title, but it was in the picture. Um, they also had like a. Oh, that's that's how I grabbed uh, little Samson. So you grab, so you caught the other two collectors napping. That. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. And there was like another manual I really wanted. Uh, one of the games called Computer Intro actually has like a, a spiral bound book for its manual oh, okay. and that's a little bit harder to come across um, so I had a bunch of manuals and a bunch of paperwork that came with some of the games and uh, paperwork that came with the voice and so I bid on it and won it and uh, it arrives at my house and I, I start going through it and pulling stuff out and seeing what's there and uh, uh, the guy used like a a ton of that packaging bubble stuff. So I'm gonna oh. have I'm gonna have fun pushing those here later, but <laughs> <laughs> you um, obviously don't resell much or you'd be guarding that like gold. <laughs> <laughs> so um I'm going through it and I'm pulling stuff out and showing my wife and I show her the voice and I don't think she realized how many games there were in it. So there's like twenty two games in this auction. The, the, oh wow. And, so I won this auction for twenty dollars or so plus nine dollars <laughs> shipping and handling. Yeah. So now you've so got deal. like one and a half Odyssey collections? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh I'm start I'm starting to pull stuff out and um I'm like digging through the manuals because I want to make sure that the computer intro manual is there and then that Power Lords manual. Mm-hmm. So I'm digging through and I'm like, hey, this was you know like the neatest thing and I show my wife and the Power Lords manual and and um she goes, yeah, it'd be funny if, like, he actually, you know, accidentally didn't list it and threw in the game Power Lords. So I'm like, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So so I go start going through the games. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Good theme. So I I'm going through the games and Power Lords is in there. So wow. So for you know twenty nine dollars, I get a game that's a game and the manual that is going for you know three times least, that. Yeah, th- <laughs> three times what I bought the auction and and twenty something other games and manuals and controllers and all this stuff for so. Well, that's a crazy yeah. score then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a he had pictures of all the games except for Power Lords in there. Wow. Yeah. So that probably saved you a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of so, money. so does that mean you've only got one game left to complete your collection then? That means I only have one game left, yeah, to complete my US Odyssey two collection. Impressive. So what is it? Uh Atlantis. It's one of the two my magic games. Cool. So but now you gotta track down the box to Power Lords, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't have all uh, not all of my other games are complete, so yeah, I'm slowly collecting manuals and boxes for that. I've kind of had good luck on eBay. Um, people no actually do list. <laughs> <laughs> people actually do list boxes and manuals from time to time. So I picked up a few that way. So once you're done with the Odyssey, what's next? Um, I I guess two things. I I really like getting new consoles or new used consoles. So mm, I'll probably hardware. try. To, yeah add more hardware, and then uh, I might try to work more on uh, Vectric stuff. Nice. Really? That's a cool one. Yeah. Still looking for one of those myself. Yeah. yeah. There's one so, at my house. So do you have a Vectric? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, 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 I have one at my house. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think actually uh, when I was looking at your collection, I think I saw a picture of it. Yeah. I, I need to change those pictures. They're, they're old, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's in there. Yeah, that was a good one, too. I came across that at a... Uh, a pawn shop of sorts and um, I I just it wasn't out and I asked the guy you know do you have any other old video game stuff that you don't have out and he thinks about it for a while and he's like yeah I have something some weird thing and he goes and pulls it out <laughs> and it's, a, it's a Vectrex with a bunch of games and the original box and nice. so yeah it wasn't super the- cheap but it was uh, much less expensive than what they otherwise go for yeah it sounds like well worth it right yeah Bill, you got a question? <laughs> You're like yeah, no, so I'm just looking at, his, I'm, I'm looking at his Vetrix uh, picture over here. I noticed in his little cabinet, he's also got a NHL Stanley Cup for the Super Nintendo. Uh-oh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Don't get him so, started on um, hockey. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. Yeah, Crabmaster is at a loss for words on that. <laughs> I have so much to say about it. Yeah, hockey usually takes the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, we were wondering, a bunch of us, we were talking about this earlier, a uh, two-part question. Um, what attracts you to the RF Generation podcast besides Krabby? <laughs> well, he's, he's an attractive man. Yeah. And uh, who would you say is your favorite RF Generation podcast host? <laughs> as long as it's not Bill. Wow. We already know it's not Bill's. So <laughs> uh, why do I even stay around? Uh, um, you guys realize that Crabmaster pays me to listen to the podcast. Does <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he pay you when I'll just see games? I pay him in pennies. We don't, we don't use pennies up here anymore, so they come down there now. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I, um, for my job, I get to listen to podcasts a lot, like uh, uh, well over twenty hours worth a week. And uh, whoa, yeah. Um, so I I drive for a living, and uh, so so can you lie to us and tell us we're your favorite? Yeah, yeah. I can I can, <laughs> I can lie about that all you want. <laughs> yeah, you guys are actually uh, pretty good. I'm. I mean, I listen to quite a few, and you guys, um, you don't necessarily sound like you have a $1 million studio like maybe some of the other ones do, but... Because um, yeah. we don't. <laughs> nope. other, other than that, we... you guys are, yeah. I got to upgrade from a Guitar Hero 4 to a Guitar Hero 5, Mike, you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're slowly, but we, you have to understand, uh, we operate on a negative budget, so... <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I imagine. Yeah, There's this is not, a labor of love. Not, that's for sure. Not a lot of ad revenue coming in. <laughs> zero. <Yeah. laughs> that's a, zero. Yeah, maybe maybe Magnavox in. will start sponsoring us now after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. So I'm kind of curious. Um, how large is your collection itself? I mean, it, altogether. So uh, I guess one of the problems you have if you're a, a PC collector is that's uh, an area where I guess for good reasons, not all of the stuff is available to put in RF generation. I mean, if there was ever a system with variations to titles, it was the PC. <laughs> um, but um, I think you're, I, you're making Isrit really happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I would guess that I have somewhere around a thousand items, maybe. Okay. So it's not, you know, gigantic, but bigger than some. So do you keep your RF gen list up to date pretty well? Yeah, uh, pretty much everything other than PC stuff, just because I haven't gotten around to entering it in. And some of it's actually pretty hard to enter in, um, searching out exactly what variation it was. But um, yeah, other than that, all the console stuff is all updated. That's right. PC gaming doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> so with with a thousand games, and like you mentioned, big box PC games and big O2 boxes and stuff, do you have your collection displayed like access to or do you have some of it stored away or how do you keep things so i wish that we lived in a house where i had a room for all of it um i feel you <laughs> i yeah i think that we all wish that <laughs> not all of us some, yeah, some, yeah, yeah oh yeah giant some basements. some were lucky enough to have a toys r us in our basement <laughs> but uh but yeah i think uh i think we all would love to have that room yeah um but yeah uh, some of my stuff is out, not a lot of it. I, I try to keep it uh, somewhat visually low-key. Um, we did kind of, we have like a little converted room in our attic, and I've kind of been adding like, I guess I shouldn't say like secondary tier stuff, but just the stuff that it was otherwise put away is more out mm -hmm. and displayed up there. But I have a good chunk of stuff that's, you know, in boxes or behind this or out in the garage or that sort of thing, so... Yeah, there was a, a, a someone posted there a thread recently on RF. It was about like their controller box of shame or something. Hungry and then and then like that. a whole slew That's of cool. pictures uh, followed uh, with uh, like you know everyone's like garage and closet and just like random stack boxes. So 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 what you're saying is you you took some of the stuff that was kind of boxed up and now it's at least slightly visible in that uh, secondary room. Yeah, yeah. My my wife had been using it as a craft room, and uh, I I said it was enough with crafts. And <laughs> yeah. we need i more. don't want macaroni and cheese anymore make something else yeah so no uh yeah we we decided to try it with the the, the game room sort of thing so 
yeah, it's been working out kind cool. of good. So. Is it just like a display type room, or you actually have uh, some electronics hooked up in there? No, yeah, I've got stuff hooked up. I've got a second TV up there, and I've got you know other consoles. And, um, you know, if if you only have half a dozen consoles or so, you can find ways to hook them up to your TV. But once you start getting beyond that, you sometimes need more than one TV. So, yep. um, yeah, I've got a yeah. Dis- display is nice, but functional is great if you can get it working. Yeah, yeah, and having the stuff out and ready to go is a big bonus rather than you know there's a controller in this drawer over there and the games are over here and yeah it's nice to have it all right there and out and ready to go so what consoles actually get good playtime at your house you know after all of this talk about the the odyssey 2 i'm sure people would be expecting that but um i would say probably the nes and the xbox 360 are Right, right answers. <laughs> Correct those are answers. Duke's two, those are Duke's two consoles. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good and job. the Famicom. Yeah, add a Famicom in there, and we're golden. Yeah, I, I have. A I, I was gonna guess. I was gonna guess from your picture. Uh, I know you said it was an old picture, but uh, it looks like uh, the setup that you had uh, with the uh, sword right above the television uh, has the NES, the original Xbox, Dreamcast, uh, uh, Super Nintendo, N sixty four. They all look like they get play. Yeah, yeah, they're all. I try to keep them all hooked up and and uh, yeah, ready to play. So yeah, I, I guess you you asked which ones got played the most. So NES and 360, but yeah, the other ones nice. I I try to play and exercise as much as I can, which hasn't been a whole lot lately. But yeah, yeah, I play them. So and then there's the various handhelds. They're a little bit easier to hook up. You know, you just put them in your hand. So do you do you have any like long term or short term collecting goals, or do you just kind of grab what's available in your area? Yeah, I, I end up doing a lot of that, grabbing what's available. I kind of keep my eye out for certain things, but I, you know, I, 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 I we were talking earlier, and I a long time ago figured out, you know, that fun games are are fun games, and somehow I got fortunate back in like the nineties and. You know, later, I ended up with a bunch of the games that I still think are the most fun games to me. So I'm pretty content with, you know, my list of 10 or 20 games that I I really enjoy. And um, there's not like a pressing need to search out this or that. So, you know, I kind of got on the Odyssey 2 kick. That was fun. Is fun. Yeah, so I just sort of pick up what's around and what I can get. So you don't feel that? You don't feel that need to go out and and try to conquer and complete other sets or anything. No, well, I mean, I guess I kind of did with the Odyssey two thing, but um, yeah, I'm, I I figure so, I have time. I'll just let me, let me ask a hypothetical if I can. Okay. So being that the Odyssey two is something that you know was around when you were you know playing games like back in uh, like when it came out, uh, and the library is fairly small. Do you think the small library is something that drew you to trying to get a complete set? Like, for instance, if you picked up like a Virtual Boy and 10 games, um, you're pretty close to a complete set. So is that something you think you would try to complete if you came across something like that? Or would you need to have a little bit bit of that nostalgia that you actually want to complete that set? No, you know, actually with the Odyssey 2, I, I don't even think I was aware of the system more than a name until much later after it was Oh, around. really? So, so yeah, yeah, similar to me. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I, the Virtual Boys is a little different because I think a few of the games are worth a lot of money. 
So. Yeah, they have few. Yeah, I think yeah, there's you know like a couple really spendy U.S. ones, but I think there's some Japanese ones that are. Well, way the Jap- up there, Japanese there. ones, yeah. There's a few, couple of four-digit games I think in there, yeah, like yeah. Space Invaders, and yeah, that's yeah, some expensive stuff. So, but but yeah, um, the size of the Odyssey Two collection was definitely part of it. But um, yeah, I mean, the, there's really not super expensive games. Even the most spendy ones are, you know, not. You know, they barely are getting into the three-digit range, so that was something to keep in mind, too. So, actually playing the Odyssey, because, I mean, obviously we're going to ask you a lot of questions about that, because not a lot of the people, you know, touch this thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't mean that in a bad way, I'm just saying it's just not popular. What would you say, I mean, what's your favorite game to actually play on the system? So, um, they have a few ports of uh, other games that you might see on uh other consoles so like there's a I can't remember which one goes with which but there's like Casey's Crazy Chase and there's another Casey game and they're they're right. obvious, obviously clones of Pac-Man yeah. so so there's you know some of that sort of thing and, and they're kind of fun and then there's uh, like Killer Bees is a really interesting looking fun game so um, there's that now one. What's killer? what's Killer Bees about? Killer Bees is you actually fly around as a little swarm of killer bees <laughs> <laughs> and you go after these uh well they're just uh i don't even know what to call the the, the graphic um, <laughs> some <and> squares <laughs> yeah so you know some squares and circles and you know upside down letter u's and that sort of thing um, so, yeah so you're trying to attack them yeah so you fly over them and uh the the bees in your swarm sting these uh oddly shaped objects and <laughs> slow them down and yeah yeah so that sounds pretty interesting yeah um a lot of the games are kind of like a you know sort of twitchy based games and, uh single st- screen stuff you you know remember seeing on like the the atari but then there there's some that are like uh there's like a hangman game and uh there's one that's uh where you just simply type things out and the voice module will attempt to say what you typed out. Oh, that's got to be awesome. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> you know the very first thing every kid's going to be typing into that. <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> exactly didn't work. what I was thinking. But... So do you know why every game seems to have an exclamation mark at the end of its packaging? Well, why wouldn't a game have an exclamation point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that. Um I think, I think the story is of, of um, other than those two games made by uh, iMagic, I think all the other games were actually made by the same guy. So really? I, I don't know if he just really liked so that or... Someone told him it was a good idea, you figure, and he stuck with it? <laughs> yeah. Just uh, a poor guy locked in a basement somewhere? <laughs> yeah. He yeah. puts the lotion on its skin and makes <laughs> Odyssey games. Is that a uh, Joe Dirt reference? No, that's a Silence of the Lambs <laughs> reference. Yeah, I just I just, been... I just watched uh, Joe Dirt the other day, and they they parody that in that movie. Oh so, yeah, yeah, I forget. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so, all right, I put the lotion on. Dang. <laughs> uh, so be, beyond the Odyssey, um, what are some of your other favorite games for any system? So, um, yeah, that's always a weird question to ask him. Um, or a common one. 
one of those two. I... <laughs> <laughs> what's weird? What's weird about it? <laughs> so, Don't ask me about my games. <laughs> They're mine. <laughs> so you know, somehow going into a a podcast where they're you know going to interview you about games, I I had to make out a list of of games. So I'll just I guess I'll run through that that it's more, list. More prepared than we are. <laughs> Show so, prep. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, so this was like the one thing I prepared. Um, uh, and I don't have these in any particular order, but uh, the very first Halo game, spent a lot of time playing that. I had a roommate at the time. and um, I guess if you don't get the Halo thing, I kind of wonder if you uh, had someone that you played it with multiplayer in the same room a lot with. I think that's where the, the fun of the game really comes out. Uh, Maybe that's it. Yeah, I never really Halo was never my thing. Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Krabby wasn't into it. We. Uh, uh, are you guys still there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it sounded e- like you just shut out there. Eagerly awaiting your response. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Halo some more. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Halo. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I had a, I had a friend and I, and we were roommates, and and. Uh, we played it a ton, and actually, we we played multiplayer the whole time. And it wasn't until like months and months into it that we were like, you know, maybe we should try this campaign thing. And, <laughs> and it was kind of funny because when we started the campaign, we're like, oh well, what level should we play it on? We're like, oh, let's play it on the hardest level, which is called legendary. <laughs> and we stuck it on that, and we played through the game like easily <laughs> because we had played so much multiplayer. It was just a, it was a breeze to play through. Always, the computer was no match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 interesting to hear you say because I always I always really want to play the campaign before I play multiplayer, and so many people don't touch the campaign on so many uh, uh, new releases these days. Like I'll like I'll see people bring a game home straight into multiplayer, and they'll ask me to join a game, and I'm like, no, like I want I want to finish the campaign first. Like to me, that's like training for the multiplayer. Yeah. Uh- I, I generally agree with you. I think it was just kind of like the the time and place for me to fall into that where we were just playing multiplayer. I, I haven't right. I haven't done that with any other game, so it's really the only one. Cool, uh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, so 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 Halo, your number one game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's just kind of in the list. I don't know where oh, I okay. want to put it. It's the first one I said. Um, <laughs> So uh, there's like a couple PC games I really liked. Uh, Freelancer game <clears throat> came out in the mid two thousands, whatever we call the last decade. Um, the aughts. I, that's why I like to call it the aughts. I don't like that. Let's not use that. <laughs> yeah, I like the, the mid two thousands. How about yeah. the O's? Yeah, the O's. The O's. The the O's. O's. <laughs> um, there was a game, a PC game. I think it must have came out in like the mid nineties because it's on. Uh, CD, so uh, called Ascendancy, which is sort of like a turn-based uh, space game. Uh, yeah. I'm, seeing, I'm seeing a theme here. <laughs> uh, space. We get, we get three games in space. <laughs> I, I was going to mention uh, the Wing Commander series. And TIE Fighter. and uh... <laughs> Also in space. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, change it up like a the Forza and Gran Turismo games. I've always liked those. Not in space at Do all. Do they have no. space no. mods? 
Uh, those are like those, but those are like the basically the simulator kind of driving games, right? Like the sim type. Yeah, um, I've always liked driving anything I could get my hands on, and mm-hmm. uh, I kind of went over into video games too. So like, there's another uh, driving game that I don't think too many people have heard of called uh, Indianapolis 500: The Simulation, and it was made by a little company. I think you pronounce her name Papyrus, maybe. Um, pa- papyrus, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if they're who I'm thinking of, then yeah, you're probably yeah, thinking of papyrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they they came out with a little, uh, and I say little because it fits on one floppy disk, but uh, <laughs> a little um, Indianapolis 500 simulation game, and it's kind of a weird game because uh, it's a game I spent almost all my playing time in the practice mode. And it's just trying to tweak your car to get the fastest lap time around the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. There's no other track. There's only three cars to choose from. But you get to adjust all these settings on your car and uh, um, just go at it. I I hate to ruin this for you, but um, I live very close to Indianapolis. And um, I looked at the footage of the game and... I hate to break your heart, but Indianapolis really the real speedway looks a little bit better. Than that, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, want to dash your hopes, but so you're saying all those hours I spent playing the game won't really translate to like if I actually got into an IndyCar. <laughs> I think if you there. actually sit down in the car, you might have problems. <laughs> Most of the trees don't look yeah. like lollipops yeah. flying. Well, by. The, the the first problem being someone say, "Hey, what are you doing in there? Get out of that car." <laughs> But I think in the game, I, like I, I was looking at the footage, it almost looks like there's like bushes and trees kind of at parts of the track. <laughs> and I'm like, there, it's not, no. <laughs> it, That's not happening. It's kind of interesting you bring that up because <clears throat> I like the, the Forza and Gran Turismo games all feature uh, a track called uh, Laguna Seca, which, yeah. is, uh-huh. which is sort of near San Francisco, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's in the Monterey area. Um, I actually went there's uh that track is owned by the county and the county has a campground there so you can actually go and and stay at the track and i actually made a point of going down there we're going to go visit a friend and i took the opportunity to uh, have my wife and i stay at that campground and we stayed at the track and there weren't any races going on so we actually got to go walk around not actually on the track but all around the facilities and we camped right uh right up near the top of the corkscrew which is a famous turn on the track and uh, is that that one where where like the track like dips and it turns really sharply yeah it kind of makes a it, you climb up to the top of the hill and you make a a sharp left and as it starts mm-hmm. to go downhill and then a right yeah yep so, that's yeah I, rem- I remember that from gran turismo yeah yeah so uh if you were if you were going if you were going too fast and you you hit that turn wrong you lost that race <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like that in real life too yeah. yeah, I think if you were walking on that track too quickly, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> that turn makes you trip and fall. <laughs> the the interesting thing was like, I kind of like, uh, I, I was talking to the uh, uh, the park ranger guy that was there, um, and I was talking, and I sort of like uh, embarrassingly brought up that you know I had played on this track in video games, and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I actually do that every night after work, <laughs> <laughs> and he said. So, like, there's a part in some of the games where on one of the straightaways there's a, a dip in the track. And he told me that later that year 
uh, they were coming along to repair that dip. So, like, I play those games now, and I know that the dip is no longer there in real life. <laughs> and it's sort of like this weird, uh, weird thing to have that happen where, you know, you've actually been to somewhere in real life, and you know this tiny little part that's actually different, but the old version was portrayed accurately in the game. Interesting. Cool. So, um, so moving beyond driving sims, uh, kind of anything else? Yeah, I, um, real-time strategy stuff, Command & Conquer, Red Alert, Ages of Empires, uh, all on the PC, of course. Of course. Sure. Played some <laughs> Command & Conquer and Red Alert back in the day, yeah. yeah. You, you uh, don't sure. love Red Alert on the N64? Come <laughs> <on>. <laughs> I, you know, I yeah, to this day, I can't figure out how you play real-time strategy games on console. It just is like, it seems like it mouse and keyboard, even more so than first-person shooters. It, it's it's pretty yeah. rare that they make a decent one on a console. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've talked to a couple people who dig Halo Wars, and a couple people who say Supreme Commander's not bad, and then what was the other, uh, Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth 2, right? Um, but they really don't happen very often uh, with it where the control's any good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, who doesn't like Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three? So. I don't. I don't know anybody. I don't know any human. Are we talking real Super Mario <laughs> two or fake Super Mario two? <laughs> e- either one. Uh, yeah, the uh, you know the the one that the general population calls Super Mario Brothers two. On this side of the ocean, sure, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I I guess I'm forgetting the audience here, but yeah. Duke <laughs> thinks he's Japanese sometimes. <laughs> they, I, what is so it? they just got it right. That's okay. They just got it right. <laughs> the the American version of is it Doki Doki Panic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've I've liked those games ever since they came out. We bought uh, Super Mario Brothers three, like right away after it was available at Toys R Us, where you go up to the big wall and pull the card out of the little sleeve and take it up to the <laughs> counter. Yeah, I still. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how I got mine. I uh, I remember pe- that was the only thing I was allowed to buy with my uh, communion money. Uh, now what is I, communion money? Oh, for for Catholic people, you have like your first Holy Communion when you're in like I don't know like fifth grade, something like that. It's uh uh so like you have this big party and like everyone gives you like bonds and money and stuff. So like it's my parents. Like a bar mitzvah. Were, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but I think you're a little bit younger when it happens, unless I'm misremembering. But yeah, so it's like a, a similar to a bar mitzvah, and okay. um, I had all this like you know savings bonds and stuff, and I and I could get one thing. I got Mario three, <laughs> and I remember that's a. I, I remember when you went to the Toys R Us, and they kind of had that that separate room where all the video game stock was, and everything on the wall was like just pieces of paper where you yeah. could flip this paper back and then it had the back of the box on it and then you just took that card to that like big uh, Fort Knox room of video games. That was so cool. Yeah, and you always like dream to be the guy that got to go in that room. Yeah, you're like, can you imagine? He's in there with all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And the guy really behind the counter just thinking, I'm going to shoot myself when I go home. <laughs> yeah, when can I go home and drink more? <laughs> Uh, so what other NES goodies do you like? So Super Mario 1, 2, 3... <laughs> yeah, Trying sure. try to bait them into picking the games you want to talk about, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what so, are the good no, ones? Yeah, notice, yeah, he didn't say, so what else is on your list? He said, what other NES games are on your yeah, list? Yeah, he said, moving past <laughs> the driving sims. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let's talk about yeah, the good stuff. No, I mean, 
I mean, these are honestly some of my favorite games. So yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, see. We talk about them. Yeah, uh, Metroid. That was one of the early games we got, but I haven't played it in a while. But um, yeah, so, I could go back so you, to playing that anytime. So you would say that Metroid itself is a very good series. Is that what you would say? I and, well, I'm I'm Pushing I'm meaning buttons. the first game. I actually went and tried playing uh, Metroid Prime again here just recently, and I don't know how you can play that sort of game without two. Uh, Two uh, analog sticks. And, uh, oh, so what what's what system did you did you play the the Wii remake or the GameCube one? Uh, GameCube. Well, okay, GameCube yeah, I, two sticks. I, I only I only played it on the Wii. So, um, yeah, I just found it really difficult to play that style of game with that control scheme. So yeah, yeah. But, but if you had to classify Super Metroid, what <laughs> <laughs> would you call that one really good or maybe not as good? You know, uh, embarrassingly enough, I haven't spent much time playing that. But uh, it's not embarrassing. Not embarrassing at all. That is an embarrassment. <laughs> I will agree with you. If you guys want, I can hum the music behind the rest of the interview. I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, we're trying to get the message to the Krabby, but um, you know, <laughs> I think I'll, I'll go try his uh, indie racer sim instead. Yeah, you get your PC up and running there, buddy. <laughs> Maybe you can play some 10, 12-year-old PC games. Um, all right, and then, so what else? So you got, so you like Metroid, you like Mario. Yeah, um, there's, uh, I mean, Legend of Zelda. I'm kind of hitting all of the ones that are commonly on these sure. lists, but, but they're, they're commonly on lists because, you know, they're good games. Now, speaking yeah, of Legend of Zelda, you, you like to classify that one a little differently than some people, don't you? Well, I, I don't I don't think so. I mean... Legend of Zelda. That, I mean, that's really what started uh, RPGs, right? I mean, that's just like <laughs> the, the, de- the definition of RPG, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. What? Yeah. Do what? It's an RPG. What? It's the RPG that all other be? RPGs are RPG. judged against. It's not an RPG. This <laughs> is very clear, right? Yeah, I mean, Nintendo. You're... Nintendo themselves said it was an adventure game. But, well, I don't know if Nintendo did. I think someone in the marketing department just made a mistake. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're. It's. it's I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, the, like the sword you start with, like you can level that sword up. No, right? you do not level that sword up. <laughs> you get different swords. <laughs> so yeah, no leveling. You, you can level up some weapons, like you throw no, your no, you throw your no bow into the fountain, and the fairy brings you the bow back and makes it leveled up. Not in the your original H- Legend of Zelda. Your, your, you do not your do H- that. Your HP increases, right? Like over time. <laughs> if you like find, the more experience you get you in the game, the stronger you get. Things just like in Super Mario Brothers Two US, right? You would get the mushrooms, more life things. Not oh, exactly. A super, oh, of course, it's an RPG. <laughs> <laughs> it resets every level, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, leave it to leave it to a game like that to go to the grinding mechanic. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I put so many hours grinding Mario 2 just to level up once. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, in the first Super Mario Brothers game, we're in or World 3 something where you can, uh, you know, upgrade all your lives, you know, by jumping <laughs> yeah. on the turtle and <laughs> ramming sure it up against the block. And, yeah. If that isn't grinding, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you get off when you have, like, around, like, crown block number of lives. <laughs> you don't want to go too far. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, but no, it's not an RPG. <laughs> and uh, 
So so very so very good. Would you add anything else then to your favorite games list, or is you know, it pretty? Yeah, I'll just throw out one more here, is uh, because it's similar to Legend of Zelda. So uh, there was a group of guys who made a, a PC game called uh, Dink Smallwood. That obviously these it's guys played what, a lot of. What's Legend it called? Dink Smallwood. Dink Smallwood. Yeah. And is so, that a Monkey Island reference? <laughs> I I think this. I think out. it's a penis joke. <laughs> I think is what it is. If you haven't played this game, this this is a a really funny funny fun game to play. It it yeah. it plays a lot like Legend of Zelda. It was made a little. And this was and it yeah and it was free right. I yeah so I think it was a shareware game of sorts wasn't it wasn't it that you yeah 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 I remember it was a freeware game came out in the late nineties. Yeah, and actually, uh, it um, was pointed out by uh, one of the other fellow RF Generation members, uh, Vicman. He pointed out that that was available on Android now, so I have the Android version of Think Smallwood. So I did what not it, know that. So it's basically just a Zelda clone. It it is, but it the guys who wrote it had a really good sense of humor. Um, so like obviously you know, by the title. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, like almost anything that you, any object in the game, if you interact with it somehow, um, some sort of dialogue or, or a phrase comes up on the screen. So like if you, um, you know, like in the Legend of Zelda, if you went around and you started swinging at rocks or whatnot, nothing would happen. But in Dink Smallwood, like you start out uh, in a house and if you go up to the bed and start swinging your sword at the bed, uh, Think Smallwood will shout out things like "Die, bed! I hate you! I hate you! I hate you!" <laughs> and and this goes on through the whole game. And, and the interactions are, you can just, ah, so funny sometimes. The stuff that they came up with for that game. Interesting. It's interesting. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I think if you if you like that, uh, I don't know if you've played them, but uh, you'd probably like the Rain Slick Precipice games if you like that one. No, nope. it's yeah. the Penny Arcade games. Yeah, the Rain Slick Precipice of Doom, especially the third one, which is literally a 16-bit RPG with hilarious writing. But it is an RPG, right? You actually have sex. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. Not just people giving you well, no, random swords. Ex- well, no, exactly. It's also an RPG. <laughs> oh, my. All right, fine. Then moving on. So I'm kind of curious. Um, do you have any other hobbies besides gaming and collecting yeah that's a good question to ask me i i I don't know if i'm blessed or cursed with the ability to get interested in all sorts of things (laughs) (laughs) so add i think is what they call that (laughs) so make riddling for it (laughs) so um uh i've spent time flying like actually flying airplanes Um, really you're a pilot yeah of sorts. <laughs> of sorts. Um, <laughs> um, I hope well, you're not so legally. <laughs> obviously, you need to land. <laughs> so yeah, I've spent time flying. I I don't uh, full on have the uh, pilot's license yet, but uh, hopefully soon. Um, so wait a minute. How do you get to fly a plane when you you don't have a pilot's license? Well, uh, so there is different levels of license, um, uh, but student. You get to be a student pilot. So you get like your beginners, right? Like, in, like when you're driving yeah. cars, and you can go uh, fly by yourself and that sort of thing. But like I can't. Fly. Oh, so you can only kill yourself, is the yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's actually kind of like uh, I guess we're getting off on a tangent here, but <laughs> we you always go... get off on tangents here. <laughs> uh, we are. <laughs> have you ever listened to the show? Fits right in. 
So hey, you guys, it's snowing over here. <laughs> Snow is white. If you ever get the chance to fly like a, well, I guess the beginner planes I, I learned to fly on are uh, like a Cessna 152 or 172. They're they're very common planes to learn to fly on. The uh, the plane wants to fly. Like it's actually hard to get it to go to the ground and make good landings because the plane just wants to stay in the air, and it mm. really uh, gives you a sense of confidence in that. Uh, other it's planes like don't have that, but. You know, yeah, the, the so so the so they're a lot like the one ring because it wants to be found. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a lot like the one ring. That's <laughs> <laughs> what so it says one. right in the manual. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot like the one ring. Yeah, it waxes poetic for a bit, goes off on <laughs> uh, a Lord so of the Rings flying. tangent. <laughs> fly well, uh, another another, another so great flying. RPG film. <laughs> um, I I guess this is sort of related, but I've always liked to. Uh, go drive anything I can get my hands on. People will let me borrow. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. I mean, that's just, you know, anything from other people's cars and trucks to motorcycles and tractors and, you know, boats and whatever. Really? Enough. Yeah. You've been four-wheeling? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you knew the town I grew up in, you wouldn't have to ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that was like the national, the pastime where you grew up? I, yeah, it was the only one. Yeah. Now, have you been on a snowmobile? No, I haven't. There's a, there, you can't go snowmobiling around where I'm at, but I've never gotten the opportunity. So, so Krabby has one up on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I haven't been in a plane, so he's probably up on me. <laughs> yeah, you've never been in a plane, Krabby. Sorry, I've been on a plane once. Uh, I've never flown a plane. That's what I meant to say. Oh well, yeah, I've never flown a plane either, unless you count, count like Ace Combat or something. But <laughs> we don't. Yeah, that counts. We can't Rogue Squadron, not Ace Combat here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Forgot. Had to be in space. <laughs> See, uh, yeah, what else? My my wife and I uh, like to read, and we have quite a few books. Um, we, yeah, I think we have more books than we have video game things in our house. Um, <laughs> we apparently can like I, it so much. So, can I uh, uh, just ask you what you're reading now, just for reference, so you know what your what your taste is? Oh. Well, I was reading your book, Phil. Mine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was wondering who, who bought his it. His autobiography book, uh, Life yeah. of a Sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm trying to make my way through... Um, uh, man, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. It's... Uh, is it... It's not Necromancer. Man, what is the name? Ne- Neuromancer. Neuro- Neuromancer. Neuromancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah is it... Um... Is that Philip K. Dick or is that um, isn't it a uh, Gibson Stevenson well, Neil Stevenson? Is it Stevenson or is it Gibson? Oh yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. Gibson, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's what I've been reading lately. Okay. So some sci-fi is your kind of your thing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't want to get too boring, but I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> read you know I sci-fi and uh, I read books on investing and whatever strikes my fantasy for the moment. I have this really interesting book on uh, how to make power. <laughs> which is How re- to make, like, electricity? Yeah, So, but really, once you start flipping through the book, you uh, realize that it's really just tables on how uh, much uh, energy you get from converting the gas from uh, uh, animal droppings <laughs> into power. <laughs> you're going off the grid. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Well... 
that's what the book's about. Yeah. 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 So that was kind of an interesting one to go through. So are you are you stockpiling canned foods and water and, and ammo? And video games. And droppings. <laughs> <laughs> that's the important thing. Yeah. So. Very good. Well, it, if you'd like to share a message with your fellow RF Jenners, um, is there anything you'd like to say to everybody? Well, now that you get your your chance on the show, you know, uh, I R- Retro Rage told me that I had to uh, say hi to him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, yeah. So I, I'm saying hi, hi. Okay. <laughs> um, Twist your arm, right? Yeah. Hopefully he's doing good with the snow up here. I th- I think he's in Jersey. I don't know how hard they're getting hit. Isn't he in uh, the Seattle area? Am I thinking of the right person? Oh, no, you know what? Yeah, I'm mixing him up with Grey Ghost. I have so many RF Gen buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we tried to meet. So I've been to a couple. Uh, there's some local uh, retro game shows, and we tried to meet up at one of them. And I think we're going to. And It didn't work out. It was such a big place. But I think we're going to try to do that again here. So. That'll be kind of cool. Fun. So yeah, he's kind of in my area. So have you met up with any of the other RF Jenners at all? No, I haven't. Um, there's, I know that there was a couple people who claimed to be in the same state I am, uh, but they don't seem <laughs> to be active on the forums here recently. And then uh, there's some guys up in the Seattle area, sort of, uh, but I haven't met any of them. Well, hopefully one of these days you guys will get to, um, yeah, you get to all meet up. It's kind of fun sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. You get to share your love for for the hobby. Find out if they well, have good. Odyssey 2 games I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Raid their collection. There you go. I think I actually do have a couple of Odyssey 2 games. I got them uh, last uh, Secret Santa, I want to say. Interesting. Sorry, are you just yeah. going to be buying like random Odyssey lots on eBay now, hoping that Atlantis is magically <laughs> in the box? <laughs> well, well, hey, I know a guy that happened to him. <laughs> All right, now, well, that's a good. I mean, that's a good question. Like, Bill's got one game left, obviously, for thirty-two X. We've, um, but with one game left, I mean, do you just go forget it, man? Whatever it costs me, I'm just going to get this done. Or you just say, nah, but you know, I'll just wait around. It'll happen eventually. You know, when I had two games left to go, I was yeah thinking, well, you know, if if they come up cheap, I'll you know I'll buy them. But I'm not really going to go spend you know the extra money. I'm not going to go from buying games at a dollar to five dollars a piece to you know spending like. $80 on a game. Um, but then this Power Lords kind of shows up, you know, effectively for free or just as a bonus. So now I, right. I I really only have one game left and I guess where does that leave me now, you know? It's not yeah. even it's not even the most expensive game. Atlantis is uh number 2 on the list behind Power Lords, so um, yeah, I might end up having to to buy that here at some point. Well, that's awesome. You can join uh, PWP Cody in having complete collections. He seems like he's a monster here lately with that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll get yeah. jealous and start his own Odyssey 2. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I don't think that having a complete Odyssey 2 collection is like... Uh, <laughs> doesn't inspire jealousy. jealousy. <laughs> you're you're going to start a trend. Everybody's going to be into it. Yeah, well, you know, uh, after buying this lot of, you know, where I really just wanted the voice and these manuals and apparently the power lords i'm gonna have a whole ton of extra uh, odyssey 2 games so i might be able to help sell, start someone out sell a good starter kit yeah yeah there yeah. you go yeah somebody's listening there he, he's your man to talk to yeah well good um 
So I'm curious before we start do a little wrap up, Doug, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? You know, I'm, uh, I guess I'm just glad that everyone participated or that participated in the donation drive. Uh, you know, I like uh, Arc Generation, both using it as a tool and chatting on the forums and whatnot. Uh, I'm glad that people stepped up this time and the last times to uh, contribute and spend yeah. a few bucks and keep it going. Thanks for your generosity. We, yeah, we didn't really know if, uh, if anyone was going to consider bidding even on the, on the podcast. <laughs> so it was, it was nice to see some interest in it. It was good. Yeah. 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 And, um, and we just want to take a minute to say, you know, thank you very much for your time and coming on the show. We appreciate having you. And, um, we'll, uh, we'll talk to everybody next time. thank everybody for taking the time to listen to the show especially this one i mean really this has just been kind of our big thank you uh in general for everybody that contributed to keeping rf gen going for another year and um we're we're glad that we could have doug on to talk about that we're really glad for everybody else that took the time to contribute and um and give us a chance to talk about your scores um starting on the next show we'll kind of go back to the old traditional format again um but a uh, couple things, guys. Um, number one, uh, Krabby, where can people find us? Collectorcast.com. We have our own website that's that's almost cool, uh, if you were like in 1995. <laughs> <laughs> when Prodigy. Hey, we're, we're <laughs> what's, what's the AOL keyword for that? Uh, a, a, AOL keyword, Duke. <laughs> uh, and Bill, where where else can people find us? Oh, lots of places. Uh, YouTube, uh, there's a Krabby's uh, channel where uh, you can continue to watch him destroy Nintendo game after Nintendo game. Uh, what was it? What's the latest game to go up, Krabby? Oh, I think that might be Fisher Price Perfect Fit. A classic. <laughs> I, yeah, I I had a feeling. I just I didn't know if that was if you did anything new since then. Um, awesome. Actually, I think maybe I, I maybe think Mickey's was... Adventures in Numberland. If you're lucky. Oh, I didn't see that one. Mm, they're very mm. good if you haven't watched them. <laughs> uh, so, but so also uh, uh, Krabby's videos there. Uh, uh, Potomatic, but we are currently yes on Potomatic.com. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher, yes. You get that Stitcher app. You can get put the it right app. on your phone. Yes, we are there, and um, just Stitcher.com forward slash RF Generation. So check us out there. Yep. And then also Facebook and Twitter, CollectorCast, CollectorCast at oh. both. And uh, we're starting to see a little bit more uh, activity on uh, both of those. So we're trying to, trying to stay on top of those. So just hit us up on there and uh, we'll, we'll get a conversation going. Yeah, join us. And if, if you're one of those people that listen to the show and are talking to us on Twitter and you're not on RF Generation, um, come over there too. You know, Come over and talk to us. So, Krabby, one last place. Where can people come and talk about this show? At our favorite website ever, rfgeneration.com. We've got our own little sub-forum. You can discuss the show 
or just check out the database and the rest of the forum too. Yeah, and then don't be like Doug. Don't be a lurker, right? Just uh, <laughs> just pipe up. We're we're not scary people. We're, we're barely competent. <laughs> that should be the next uh, T-shirt that the RFN <laughs> shop is. Don't be a Doug. <laughs> <laughs> we're barely competent. All right. <laughs> well, um, Krabby, thank you very much for being on another show. I appreciate that. Always fun, especially with a guest. Absolutely. And uh, <laughs> I took your line. Bill, thank you yeah. very much for showing up. You're welcome. We we um we haven't got a way to get rid of you yet, so <laughs> not yet. Just just tell just start telling me a different time than you're actually gonna be on Skype and then I've been work I've been working solved. on it. I keep getting confused with our time zone differences though. So. <laughs> we kid, we love you, Bill. Um and uh thanks to everyone for listening to the show and we'll see you next time.